the coordinates were, that I gave you were perfect. I double checked everything three times. They were perfect, man. There was nothing there. there uh, well, I know, I know. Somebody must have either been casing us like we were casing those other guys a few months ago, or, or um, I don't know. We had a tail. I don't know. Somebody else just got lucky and stumbled upon it. I don't know what happened, guys. I'm, I swear, I swear, I didn't double cross you guys. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, I had the, to get into Canada. Dude, seriously, we had to freaking get in there in the cover of darkness and stuff. Like, you know how we're like, we're not really supposed to. We don't oh, I know. Away, but uh, I know, guys. I like, I, I know. I promised you the payday of a, of a lifetime. And here we are with nothing. Just nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, how are we going to, how are we going to make this? I mean, what, what went wrong? Did we, did we get knocked out? What is it? Is it, was it Ozzy? Was I, it Ozzy? He's not here right now. I, he's not here right now. I mean, one could suspect, but all I know is. The load wasn't there. It wasn't there for us. Like it was gone. It was. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about uh, Australia. Uh, uh, one of my least favorite movies, actually, with Nicole Kidman. But uh, we're talking about Australia. I don't know what else uh, you guys are talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm confused. Super confused. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, Chronic Table. This is uh, the live component of the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. I have no idea what you guys were, were paying attention to earlier. Don't, 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 yeah, let's move on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen that are over the age of 21, some of you may know the drill, some of you don't, but uh, if you don't know the drill, you do know the drill, kind of align yourselves together. If you guys are over the age of 21, sort of adults, so to speak, I mean, sort of, but like definitely adults, so to speak, uh, please sit back, relax, check if you have a tasty beverage. I mean, it's a uh, Certain evening, we're not going to get into which evening yet until we kind of had the children out of here. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, you should probably know what the evening is. If you don't, hold on a second, we'll introduce it. But, uh, you know, check if you have ice cubes, maybe if you need them, or uh, perhaps a, a fresh glass, maybe uh, the glass that you have, maybe it has like a tomato seed on it. That would be fucking weird. So maybe go get one without a tomato seed on it. I guess you could flick it off and come up and see it. But uh, either way, you'd see it. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll know that that tomato seed was there. That's fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like there was a tomato seed here. Not just bourbon, it's also bourbon with tomato seed. Go get a clean glass. Uh, while, while they're doing that, while they're busy, uh, we have some terrible news for the kids, West Engine, right? We have like yeah, people right. that are under 21, 20, 19, 17, 13, 12. Ah, uh, listen. Do do, now, if I get the Ross out to here, man, they can't stop in here. Go about your business. Go on. Get out. Get out. Terrible. Terrible. Like it, it sounds so fun. It is fatalistic. It is like, Get the fuck out. Basically, is what it you is. There's, come, no, there's no. Look, you're welcome to come back when you're 21, but before that, you can't reach here, okay? Sorry. For example, it's if their rule. birthday is at 8 p.m. tonight, like if they turn 21 come back 8 p.m. tonight, come back 8, 8 p.m. And they're welcome. We'll mm -hmm. welcome them back. If they come back and be like, Humidor or Wessinger, I mean, then maybe they would come to you because maybe they trust your, 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 the, the, the sweet sounds of the Caribbean. They, they're reminded of that. Maybe well, they'd like to talk to you, you know? Uh, if they, do, yeah, they come back and they're 21, dude, you'd be like, welcome back, man. Welcome. Welcome. Right? Cheers. But in the meantime, Let's have a if drink. there are any stragglers in the back, man, we always have one. Get out, get your ass and go. get out of here. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, now that it's just us, uh, the adults in the room, uh, welcome. Sit back, relax. Maybe you've been standing this whole time. You're like, I don't know if I can sit down. You can sit down. You're welcome to. If you'd like to sit and stand, what am I trying to say? If you'd like to stand, you're welcome to stand. If you'd like to lay down. That's, that's cool, too. Uh, do you think, West Engine, do you think if anybody, like, hangs upside down, kind of like a bat, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I want to see that. back or something? I want to see that. Okay. That would be, you're welcome if on the you show. Can drink, even if we don't know you. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, if you can do vampire shit, we, we don't want to see it. Yeah, we want to see it. We want to see it. Yeah, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, if you guys enjoy the show, my apologies for the freaking podcast delay. If you guys are watching this and you actually are you know, counting on the podcast, you'll probably get a little bit of double dose because the, the Ms. Jill episode is literally teed up, waiting to upload. It's, it's edited. It's just, Everything's ready to go. I just didn't have time to upload it today. So uh, hopefully going to do it maybe after the show tonight or maybe tomorrow. Uh, if not tonight, basically it's cool tomorrow. And then right after that, I think I have another one teed up. I can't remember even which one to edit. But anyway, so hopefully this week we'll we'll catch up a little bit on uh, podcasts, and hopefully that'll be uh, fine going forward. Uh, what was I going to say? If you guys do enjoy the podcast, you would like to see the podcast, please go check it out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. What else? Uh, Fuck's sake, there's a new thing with iTunes, by the way. Uh, I guess they're going to do some new subscription thing. I don't know, like uh, it's coming out in a few days. I got to I gotta figure out a little bit more. I've like applied to it, but yeah, you have to go through like a bunch of hoops with it. So I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled basically for iTunes subscriptions. That's happening hopefully soon. Maybe in theory, uh, we'll have a script subscription on this uh, podcast for the, the, the Chronic Table podcast on iTunes. Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go through the motions. We'll see how it works. Uh, there's always some some freaking drama because you know, it's like a weed show and whatever. So like on YouTube, it's always whatever. It's not going to What was I going to say? If you guys would like to see the show be bigger, faster, stronger, uh, please join the fellow Patreons over on uh, Patreon.com. Look up Chronic Table uh, and uh, sign up over there. Let's see here. What else? Uh, any other announcements that I can think of? I am just freaking. Dude, I never did think of the one yesterday. Like I'm still like there's still something I was supposed to say and I could never <laughs> think of it. It's just like vacuumed out of my brain. Whatever. Uh, Hey, what's going on, dude? Welcome. How's the brain situation? Is it uh, is it fresh, medium fresh, uh, not very fresh? What do you think? What's going on? Cheers, everybody. Happy 420. Cheers. Brains. I'm just smoking on fresh tonight and uh, trying to pass in my bomb, my Banger right now. Anyways, cheers, everybody. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I didn't actually introduce the show, did I? Well, we'll introduce our friends first before we do the show. Go for it, West Engine. What's, go- what's, uh, what's new with you? What's good? You're, you're on, what, the moon? Dude, that's, that's, that's a key. Yeah, man. Like, how'd you get there, man? Yeah. Dude, did you get there with well, the gold? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to, dang it, dang it. We're not going to. Smash, we're going to have to ask him how he... On the Rossi. I got here on the Rossi, obviously. We're going to have to ask him how he afford that trip, man. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, Are you sitting in a vacuum or... uh, We're going to have to... We're going to have to... I don't know. We've said too much already. West Engine, what's new with you, man? Chilling with Bezos. (laughs) Chilling with Bezos. Chilling with Bezos, yeah. Yeah, we got the proto-molecule. can breathe without a vac suit now. So, uh, it's all good. Uh, no, everything's good. Had had a wonderful had a wonderful uh, day at work, and uh, now here to enjoy with you guys on the uh, most interactive show in cannabis, and uh, partake in some fine uh, fine uh, liquors. Yeah, how about you, Smashed? How you doing? I'm all right. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to jet because like, I got to run to the store. Uh, I was literally. Ran out today. Um, I had to get to a grocery store to buy pots to do do things like up pot plants and stuff. So I did that at like That's six normal. o'clock. Yeah, I did it at like six o'clock. But fucking, of course, the one I go to, both sides of the roads are blocked off. Like, and the store's in the middle. 
So it's like having you go through a detour. So I like I had to walk down the hill and like thank God they were still open. So I potted a couple of plants. Well, I potted one plant specifically today. Um, the one that was giving me trouble. She went from I put it out there to three and a half gallon bucket to a ten gallon pot. Um, and like we were talking about before the show, like it's crazy the um, difference in sizes with these pots because <laughs> like. I was like, all right, so she's in a three and a half, five, five or seven would be good. You know what I mean? No, not at all. So I, I, thank God I brought the bucket with me, one of the extra buckets I have, like I use, and I checked it. And I was like, all right, I put it in like different ones. I was like, yeah, th this isn't going to work. And then 10 gallons gave me like a nice, um, nice like perimeter to add more soil and just give it a little bit more mass. So. We went with 10 gallons, and then the papayas are going to go in sevens. I showed a little bud here. I just harvested a little auto flower. Uh, strawberry cake for fast buds. I have it drying in my room right now because I'm just bored and whatever. <laughs> it's literally this big. It will dry in like six days, I bet, right there. And I like doing it in my room. It's not as cool as I would like it right now, but it's definitely like the best spot until I set up a tent to actually dry out the like buds. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll just leave it in the room. So yeah, we chilling, we smoking GMO. I've got a little bit of hash rosin left. I have a little bit of uncle trip trichome, uncle trip trichomes, which is a Tommy trichomes uncle's GMO uh, shatter. So we'll be going in on that flower. I just have a little bit. This is actually my last bowl for right now of wedding cake gelato. And this one was good because it tasted like frosted flakes and like had a frosted flake smell. It's very exciting. But I'm just happy to be here. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Uh, by the way, uh, I didn't, uh, how do I put this? This comes up somewhat regularly that people assume that just because I tagged them, they are welcome or not welcome on the show. Uh, I don't mean it that way. Like, um, like if you didn't get a tag or something one week, it's not like, oh, Funer doesn't want you on the fucking show this week. Holy shit, if you show up, he's going to fucking, uh, he's going to ban you or whatever. No, it's not like that. Uh, it's just, you know, if I think that somebody's particularly appropriate for a show or whatever, and if I have enough time before I think that I need to post something or whatever, I'll just, you know, think of a bunch of names. But uh, I don't know. It's hard to remember all, all the names. names or whatever. Do you remember all the names? Well, it's hard to remember all the names. Oh, it's hard to remember all the names. I, and I feel bad if I miss shouting out somebody even yeah. just in chat, you know, like. For sure, me too. That's why I kind of just do general haze. Yeah, that's what I've resorted to now. Yeah, there's just too many of you guys out there. Shout out you to guys everybody out there. Yeah. Oh, we oh, should say top chat, not live chat. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, got it. Or live chat, not top chat. Good. Shout out to everybody on podcast. They're watching us in Russia and China and wherever else in the world. Hello? Not yet. They're, they're waiting. They're like, oh, my God. Fyodor hasn't uploaded the freaking podcast. They're just waiting and waiting. Oh, we no. are in the future. <laughs> right? One of these days. We are all days, somewhere welcome, else. Like the, welcome to the uh, Lithuanians and Romanians and Ukrainians and Bulgarians. I don't think we have any Romanians listening. Maybe we do. Nico, welcome, dude. Uh, I have forgotten completely to say hello to the, to the chat. Welcome, chat. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Ginger. Holy cow, she's here already. Uh, welcome, folks. Cheers. Uh, this is the what second or third whiskey? Do you not even remember? Is this the second one? Is this the third second, one now? I think second, isn't it? 
Dude, how do we, that, we were that drunk? There's no way I got stoned in a mission. No, there's, we've only had two. We were supposed to keep track, and then we got high. I yeah, this yeah. is the third the one. This what? Is the third one? I'm pretty sure. Really? I don't no, know, man. I'm the second one. It's one of those numbers. It is. It is the third one. It is the third one. He's right. Oh, I was going to say. Well, I was totally sold that it was the, the second first, one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Yeah, the, well, the first one I had, uh, I had five-year rum from Antigua. The second year uh, one, I had a whiskey. I can't remember what it was called, but I had a whiskey. And then, yeah, yeah. So this is the third one. Right, actually. What was the, like, drank all the whiskey from the first one? <laughs> I guess that was a fun month. Whatever. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to apparently the third <laughs> Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, right, uh, we should get started. Uh, but first of all, though, actually, this is not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Please do drink responsibly. I hope that you are at home for the evening. Lock the door, throw the keys away if you have to, hide them or something. I've been a place you can find them again, hopefully, uh, or give them to your neighbor or something. Because uh, uh, please, no drinking and driving, no drinking and bicycling, no drinking and walking into a bus, not, nothing like, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to hurt somebody else. Like, this is supposed to be all for fun and games and goof off and you know, smoke weed, get a little blitzed, talk about whiskey, just uh, hang out. Good vibes. You know what I mean? Good vibes, my friend. So please uh, try to perpetuate those good vibes by, you know, doing the good vibe stuff. Uh, with that said, uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, Jeff Papaya. Everybody's here. T Ben's in the house. Uh, who's here? Australian grown staying man. Welcome, everybody. Jonathan Henderson in the house. Welcome to Sandy Clan. Cheers for everybody. Can of health happiness. Cheers, folks. I think I want to start the uh, the evening, honestly, with a brand new whiskey. I gave this one to a friend one time and uh, never heard back. That, uh, it's actually, well, I don't want to say who it is. Uh, but uh, I don't think it drinks too much whiskey. Whatever. I don't want to get nerdy. I don't want to say anything about my relatives. Uh, one of my relatives is a little bit into uh, whiskey. It would be fun to have her on the show. Anyway, um, she didn't tell me anything about this one, goddammit. But uh, the guy at the store thinks that this is fantastic. He thinks that the label is stupid. I haven't showed it to you because I, I want you guys to decide it for yourselves. Uh, the dude at the store, he might actually show up tonight. I told him about the podcast. He's like, cool, I, I do both those things, weed and whiskey. Like I thought, I was like, dude, the guy has tattoos. He worked in a freaking liquor store. There's everything about bourbon. The chances of him not being into weed are about like, yeah, no, I mean, come on. Uh, anyway, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna show up to that right away. There's no like selling him or anything else. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, this is the. This sounds like the greatest place ever. Right? Do you have women there too, or cheese? Uh, anyway, uh, so he said that this bottle has a shitty label, but it's delightful uh, uh, whiskey inside. I actually think that the label is delightful. I mean, it's it's kind of like pointless. You don't know where it's from necessarily, but at the same time, like if you know anything about Oregon, you know about rainbow trout or steelhead. So anyway, like, I think honestly, it does say a little bit about the region, but then again, like you don't know where that's from. But anyway, rainbow whiskey from uh, somewhere in Oregon. Beaver Creek Distilleries in Monroe, Oregon. Uh, it's corn rind barley. Let's see here, spring water and white oak aging. So it's kind of cool. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys are uh, cracking into something interesting. Uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know, this show is not exclusively for whiskey. You know what I mean? You guys can drink anything. You drink coffee or tea or drinking wine or beer. It doesn't really matter, but you know, it's, it's fun to have a, yeah, it's, it, that's cool too. Uh, D up there is drinking uh, Brains and uh, Tim Hortons. But, uh, you know, it's fun to have something where we can talk about whiskey and rum and, and liquor and stuff. And, and also the, the idea over time, we're still doing this a little bit, you know, semi-casually, you know what I mean? So that dude does uh, tune in. He's like, oh, he's fucking stoners. He's basically casual. Like the idea is gradually as stuff is kind of opening up, I want to maybe have some, you know, 
live shows, maybe at a whiskey place, talk to some more whiskey people. Like stuff is actually kind of opening up basically. So I want to have mm -hmm. a little bit more kind of structured uh, version of this. But so far, we're just kind of hanging and enjoying whiskey and, and uh, goofing off. Anyway, welcome everybody. And uh, what was I going to say? Same rules apply as usual. I was uh, I was trying to uh, explain earlier that uh, just because you weren't tagged for the show or something doesn't mean like you're not allowed or something on this episode. It's an interesting label. I just don't know if I had one quite like that. Anyway, um, you know, I've said that like three times now. I think I made the point. If people want to come on and they feel like they weren't tagged, come on. Uh, other than that, thank you for whiskey. What's new with you guys? I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I can get chat and everyone to take a dab with me. So I'll take my first dab of the day right now. Um, I'm thinking about having one of those beers because it was really fucking good. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, I was looking at whiskey today. and The one thing that kept catching my eye was a $200 bottle of uh, Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, I like the fancy things. What do you want? I kept looking at it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Lambo has like, always oh. catch my eye. That's right. That's right. I was like, can, could you convince the salesperson that because you like it so much that he should give it to you? That would be. Can I'll put the be... cool guy discount on that. <laughs> I, put the, I, mean, I want that real bad discount. I don't know where to start, really. Like, oh, I like bourbons for sure. Like, I'm definitely a bourbon drinker, but like, I don't like harsh alcohol anymore either so like i'd ice things down and stuff you know like i'm a real wimp nowadays <laughs> <laughs> uh why do you say uh well why do you say that you actually said that before i want to say in um on the beer night on saturdays you said something that uh fuck, how did you say it i noticed it was like uh uh, uh I can't remember, like a weenie taste or something. I was like, why do you say that? Maybe it might, might not be you, but you were like, oh, I'm into pineapples or something. Like, uh, however you said it, maybe that was how you said it. Like, you you were deliberately kind of making fun of it. Like, uh, I don't mm. know. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Do you, do you remember? Might have been, might have been me, actually, but that sounds was like it? something I'd say. I'd, yeah, saying I enjoy something fruity and then probably, probably disparage myself over it. Got it. Saying as being I do like, I'm right there with you guys. I do like the sweet, the cakey, the like GMO gets a funky turp for me and I don't mind it. Like this, this BHO, it's actually turning into like sugar now because it's been fucking 90 degrees. Like this was nice BHO and now it's sugar. It's kind of funny. But even still, it's been hot. It's been muggy. Eh, not really but it's been hot it's still 71 degrees out right now it was over 90 today and it's still got that funky like wet like gym sock type smell and it, i don't mind it uh, that is so weird i know exactly what you're talking about there's so many people that are really into that gym sock like it's surprisingly common too. Like I don't know, I've I've called through a bunch of plants that have that. I'm not super into that that turf, but that's an Afghani thing, I think. It is. It's absolutely like my indica. Like sorry to say, but like we'll put it in layman's terms, my indica like fanboy coming out because that's what I usually go for is something that's sedative, and Afghani's fit in that like lineage really well. So I've always been a fan of like Afghani's. Contact Norm for information. 
<laughs> hey, Norm. <laughs> Norm. 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 It's, uh, it's delicious. The guy was right. It's honestly delicious. Uh, I'm finding it a little bit challenging to describe because it's so different. It's very, um, it's actually not that different from that gambler or whatever that I had the other day. I still have the bottle. Uh, Smash Club would make a light bulb out of it, or to make a light out of it. I still have to do that. I still have to order the freaking light gear. But uh, similar flavor. I think a lot of barley in it, maybe, because it has this very kind of, um, yeah, like barley noodle note or something in a very pleasant way. It's kind of candy barley noodles. It's really, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Very unique. Um, I'm liking it. What do they say here? Rainbow whiskey is all about being natural from the corn, rye, and barley. It's made from the sweet, clear uh, spring water used in production, and the Oregon white oak used for aging. Uh, the Willamette Valley in Western Oregon is bound. I, this is literally what I just showed you, I guess, but uh, yeah, I literally just showed you. Why am I reading it to you again? Well, I didn't read it to the podcast. I guess I should have read it out loud. Uh, is bounded by coastal foothills filled with sweet water streams, uh, alive with salmon and rainbow trout, the fisherman's delight. Here in the lush lowlands, uh, and by the way, I used to fish for uh, salmon and steelhead too. It absolutely is delightful out here. Uh, here in the lush lowlands, rainbow whiskey is oaked and bottled. Our deeply charred Oregon white oak produces a complex palette of corn's natural sweetness, complemented with crisp, uh, spicy notes of rye. So never mind, completely backwards what I thought. Three fingers of rainbow whiskey over ice releases smooth flavors and promotes even smoother conversations with friends. Uh, oh, this is sweet. Maybe all Oregon Oregonians don't love rain, but they all love rainbows. Please drink responsibly. Uh, dude, a lot of Oregon, or, oh, I can't talk already. A lot of Oregonians can't stand rain, and it always surprises me because I'm like, this is like the defining feature of this place. Like, it rains a lot, and then it's like super like juicy and green. But you gotta you gotta be able to like tolerate rain, man. It rains every day in Florida for sure. Every day, no matter what. It's kind of annoying, I, but I live in like New England, so like we have the worst like weather changes. It could be, it was ninety today, and for some reason it decides to go down to sixty tomorrow or something like dumb temperature. Like we have the weirdest weather on the in New England. It's fucked, but I think everyone's about to be. But I think everyone says that about where they live, though. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like mm -hmm. oh fucking. New England always has the worst weather, and I everyone has this one quote, and you guys are gonna laugh. Oh, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Yeah, they say that everywhere. <laughs> it's like a we thought, like I've always thought it was like a East, like New England or thing, but you, I heard another, I think Oklahoma or something. I don't remember. And it's just funny how like universal that one is. They say it here, and they think they're original. No, no, they say it everywhere. They say it in Antigua. And then, the, but the weather there like never changes. It's always nice. <laughs> so why do they say it? They're like, you don't like the weather, you just wait five minutes and it's the same. Like, I mean, really, yeah. Like, what does it As a rainy like season, that's how it does come. Like, it comes like that and it'll come for a week. But, but yeah, no, it's not really. No, I wouldn't say that uh, wait, wait five minutes and it's going to change. Yeah, it's going to be another plus 28 day. 75, 80, 80 degrees. Perfect. Just wind. Somebody, uh, I don't know where I read this, but somebody said that uh, human beings require temperature differentials. Oh, what the fuck was the story? I'm forgetting everything important about this. All right, I should probably back out of that because I'm forgetting everything. It had something to do with the fact that people actually are less sad when they pour cold water on their face. 
and it had something to do with like temperature different differentials being important and so they're like hmm. honestly if you were basically ever like if you're sad in the winter or anything else like splash cold water and apparently a, a, like a, a side note of that basically was that people that swim in cold water are like happier weird story I, i've forgotten most of the details of that story but anyway that was kind of the they have main gist of it like once a year or maybe a couple times a year it's called like the polar plunge hmm. and they jump in like the they like rip out ice and they jump in frozen water i used to think of like if, I, if you think about it in the winter the best of like funnest things to do are like if you have a hot tub you jump in the snow and get really cold and then get in the hot tub that's always fun That's very like well, I guess not. I think about it. The Finnish do the opposite, right? Like no, no, no. They do that. They actually sit in a sauna for I don't know an hour or whatever, then go out and basically like, take a bath in like ice water. There's a dude. Oh, fuck, what's his name? He like does classes and he can like hold his breath, and he like climbs mountains in like shorts. Oh, Vim, Vim Hof or whatever. I think that's what it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's a beast. He like cold water trains all year round. He like. He goes into um, a fucking like below zero freezer and like st- spends time in there with like nothing on. I feel like we're talking about Vim Hof, but is he the dude that d- does all the like breathing? It's basically like, yeah. Maybe I'm saying his name wrong. Somebody in the chat room is like, well, fuck it, I took his class. Um, no, it was Vim Hof. Uh, also known as the Iceman. Probably he's not known as the Iceman for this. He probably he's probably like actually an assassin, and we just we don't even know that. Like what good cover, right? <laughs> was, like if he's actually the assassin, exactly. Iceman. That was Richard Kuklinski. Vim Hof, the Iceman, uh, also known as the what's that freaking speaker? Uh, also known as the Iceman, the Dutch extreme athlete. Oh, the Dutch. We can't ever trust the Dutch. You know that. Uh, extreme athlete noted for his ability to withstand freezing temperatures. He set Guinness World Records for swimming under ice and prolonged full body contact with ice and previously held the record for a barefoot half marathon on ice and snow. He really, really loves ice. He attributes these feats to his Wim Hof method, which you know it, the WHM, a combination of frequent cold exposure, breathing techniques, yoga, and meditation. Hof has been the subject of several medical assessments and a book by investigative journalist Scott Carney. He's also experienced serious drawbacks from his techniques. In 2008, he was urgently hospitalized because he sat on a public fountain in Amsterdam and, oh my fucking age, he ruptured his rectum when doing so. Fucking, I don't even want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's, let's move on. Oh yeah, here's him in a uh, block of ice. It's totally real. Don't, uh... Yeah, let's move on from that. That was, that, that was an abrupt end to that story. Uh, but he's really good at breathing probably that's a weird one i feel like don't sit on fountains but um your mileage may vary maybe it was just uh too irresistible i don't know we're going to change the subject smash this talking <laughs> phone. definitely not about uh fountains uh by the way I, this is distracting like everyone's like oh we're not going to come on here i don't know is it the whiskey like are they afraid of the whiskey they're like dude we're going to get sauced in the show i know tommy was thinking about picking up a bottle i bet he'll be here Every every time we have Whiskey Wednesdays, nobody wants to come on. Dude, nobody wants to come on here. It's like, fuck, it's West Engine and me getting toasted. Getting All right, West Engine, tell us about, dude, tell us about, they're going to learn a lot about West Engine. They're going to learn a lot about brains. They're going to, yeah, Smash man. has to go to the stores. So they're going to learn mostly about brains and West Engine. What's, what's, what's new with West Engine? Uh, survey says it's time for you to talk. 
Is it? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I was trying to work in that joke from yesterday. It wasn't that funny. It was funny yesterday. (laughs) I was like milking it like a cow. I was like, the cow was dry already. That's good delivery going back to it. I like that. I like the, you know, I was thinking and I like held that 10 gallon pot and I looked at it and I was like, I like this size. This is a big size. This is, I like this one right here. It's like, I think I'm going to just get five of these. For outdoors, indoors, medium? Indoors. Oh, right on. Yeah, I but... personally like a little bit bigger pots, but you do have to kind of work your way up into those bigger pots because if you if you go too fast into a big like West Engine, your biggest pots are what like twenty five? Seven, like... seven, no, seven. Sevens, never mind. Completely different. Seven right. because mine are in the for a couple reasons. One, they're in the uh, the dual root zone, so they need to be a little bit lighter. I don't let them get in too big because they they'll just break stuff. Um, and then I like to be, I like them to be maneuverable. So seven is maneuverable. I, I, I think 10 would be good too. I, I think 10 would be a perfect size actually. Mm. 10 would be, would probably be the around the best. Why is it important to be as maneuverable? Like, why do you want to, to move the pots around? Wouldn't it be better? How do I put this? I mean, I guess this is just a question of priorities. I guess why, why are you yeah. prioritizing, uh, uh, being able to move them around? Case I just want to get it out of there, move it. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at it and thinking one plant in the whole in the whole table is gonna need another two weeks, and the rest can go. So maybe I'll just slide it into another spot over on a different table or something. You know, kind of deals. Basically, what I'm doing. Yeah. I think how I'm gonna work mine is like I try. I'm trying to have two tents set up, a little flower or a big flower. Like the five by five is gonna be like general flower tent. And then um, the little one's going to be the veg tent. But it like I think about it and I'm like, I kind of want to <clears throat> put them under the HLG and veg in that big, the five by five for a couple of days. Or, you know what I mean? Like a week or two and then flip it. So I don't know how I really want to go about this shit. I've been thinking about it. I'll take suggestions if anyone knows which way you guys do it. I've done it both ways. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I've I've done it both ways, uh, Smash. Where like I just take them like straight, basically from like clone and put them right into flower. And the only thing I find about that is I find them a little flimsy. That's a that's my that's what I find with that one. They don't get as meaty and as strong. But like for what you produce, uh, like weight wise for the plant, it's a lot more. Like you'll like it's better to almost better to grow two little ones like that than to grow one big one, because you probably you're probably pulling about more you're probably pulling more that way. But um, I don't know. I like the I like the veg. I like to see them get a little stronger. I like to see a little. And then and then I get. I haven't had a chance to do like a side by side, but I'm convinced still to this day that a vegged out plant will taste different than an immature clone or seedling even if it was ripe to, to go to flower. Well, see, none of our, I don't consider any of our, uh, any of our clones young anymore. Um, once it's, it's pretty much matured by the time you start cloning it, it's, it's reached sexual maturity. Uh, it's my thinking on it. I don't, I don't, I don't see why. Hmm. I think, I think it still has its initial age. I don't know. I mean, people I'm say all... that with clones because a lot of times we do grow like when I say that I guess I have to to, to to finish the thought like 
we have the seedlings and we have the clones and you can basically rush a seedling into flower, you know, like the Dutch table, method, just rush a bunch of plants in there, the little sprigs basically. And as soon as they show sex or as you induce them to show sex in some way, uh, you basically flower them or even flower them and just call all the males the mm -hmm. first week. Um, I think that those will have kind of an immature profile compared to something that will have more time. But I also honestly feel like it's probably the case with clones. That part is just a hunch. Like I, actually both of them are a hunch, frankly. I don't have any evidence of either one. Mm -hmm. But the second one is really, really just a hunch. Uh, I still feel like it's probably true. This is one of those things I would love to, to be able to test one of these days because I feel like the more vegged out plant will taste, I think, better. I mean, I, I can't necessarily explain to you why. I think that the root zone will be bigger and the plant will literally uptake more yeah, no. and starches and everything else and physically be able to metabolize more and so have more complexity as a result. But that may not be true. You know what I mean? It would be I nice generally, to generally. I generally like going until my plants are pre-flower and maybe a little bit after. Um, once I see that is like, I know the. I feel like when they start pre, like, like giving you like the signs and like, showing you they want a flower it's kind of when i i naturally just put them into flower you know yeah that's same. The way it's, yeah it's the way i've always i never i i never do anything to i never really do anything to let them show their sex they'll just show their sex when they're ready and then they're ready to go yeah, that's that for me is the way i always do it i normally can get like i waste a little bit of soil doing it yeah but I tried to get sex in like a solo, but that's hard. So it normally goes into a one gallon and then I'll get, I'll get sex. And um, I try to keep a really close eye on it because like, I want to pull it as soon as possible. Maybe like put something else in that soil without it using up all the shit. Um, like just take it out and talk, put some more in, you know? Oh, I so, see like, so little at that point. Like, that, that soil's good to go. You wouldn't even have to worry about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like, I That's definitely. That's one advantage, like... by the way, of using a little bit bigger pots, honestly, even instead of ones, uh, using like threes. Uh, and then basically you can literally just cut the other one, put the new one in, and have yeah. a cover crop running. It's just like this living pot. You know what I mean? I need to, yeah. I definitely want to do, I need to get some clover seeds. I'm going to do clover as a car to, uh, to fucking cover crop. All right. I'll be back in like 10 minutes. I think Tara's jumped in. I don't know if she's going to jump in on, but I got to get some food and I got to grab a drink. So I will be okay. back in like 10, 20 minutes. Oh, welcome. Uh, speaking of which, like, uh, <laughs> like Wes, you know, we're saying everyone's afraid of weed and whiskey Wednesday. I don't know why <laughs> we're just, we're just fucking having whiskey. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> How do I put this? Um, Come on, people, jump on. Let's meet some new people. Said. Right? Seriously. Can I leave my background uh, up? Sure, yeah, it. for sure, for sure, absolutely. Uh, walk off camera and see if it stays up. It, oh well, for sure. There you go. Uh, it's crazy how good Zoom has gotten. I probably should have muted that. This is Ash of the keyboard. By the way, if you guys don't know what these are, these are super cool. Like we're always talking about photo stuff. These are excellent. Uh, I think there's a bunch of off brands, but this one's called the Giotto rocket blower. And it literally looks like a rocket. <laughs> I have them in a couple of different sizes. This is like the bigger one. I think they actually have one that's bigger than this, but I don't know what you'd use that for, like for your mom or something. But like this one is excellent for lenses and just blowing stuff off, blowing stuff off your keyboard. Uh, Cause it, uh, it won't suck in dust, but it blows out. So basically it has like a filtered inlet that, that blows out just kind of the air. So you can kind of blow off your lenses and whatever. It's just awesome. Yeah. I always, if you ever see me, like I'm always like basically blowing stuff off my uh, 
That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, what was I going to say? The fucking weirdos. Like, I don't know. You guys, whiskey's scary. DK is saying, uh, you don't have to drink whiskey on here. You could, you could tell yeah, no. Drink, uh, you can just I hang out. Coffee. You can drink beer. You can drink, yeah. beer. Mm -hmm. He is drinking uh, Tim Hortons. Uh, brains off camera, mainly. but uh, And brains. Also. Yeah, and brains. brains. For legal brains reasons, he can't coffee. show the brains. Right? Exactly. Understandable. Welcome, Philly boy. Uh, soil burn, uh, soil, soil born addictions. I don't think that. It's talking funny. Uh, dude, I don't know. We're just gonna have to invite more people or something. The idea, honestly, over time, it's you know, I want this to be somewhat chill because you know, none of the shows are really uh, super high pressure. But uh, it would be nice to have some, you know, scheduled tastings. We've talked about it before, like uh, ahead of time, saying, "Hey, we're gonna have this bottle. If you guys would like to join in, you know, try to find something like it." I don't know. It'd be nice to have some of that. It'd be nice to have some. Um, uh, kind of extra like dispensary interviews and stuff. I don't know. I, I have some ideas with this, you know what I mean? Because I've been like, I, I, the whole Portland Cannabis Tasting Society was started basically because I used to be part of these guys, the LA Scotch Club. Um, weirdly enough, I haven't checked if they've, but they're still running like the last year, but they were running until last couple of years ago. Uh, the dude that started it was just an ordinary dude that loved scotch and uh, he had a fun thing that was, uh, uh, he had a fun thing going basically. And I really enjoyed it when I was down there. And um, I wanted something like that up here. And of course, it morphed into its own thing. But anyway, whatever. I like what you've done with it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, as Wes Engine says, it's the uh, <laughs> most <laughs> new bros has it's a different most... idea. Should we say What's new people are the enemies? Yeah, probably not. Uh, <laughs> Wes Engine, you were saying it's the few. No, not that. Yeah, probably not that. No enemas, please. Drink whiskey. Yeah. Uh, this show needs more PowerPoint presentations. Yes, more PowerPoints. Uh, more, mm -hmm. more lectures. More PowerPoints. More, more enemas. More, more pontificating. More. I got a lot of problems with you people. More. You know what I should do? I should be like, I should be like a dictator telling people how to grow, and then everyone will watch my show. <laughs> Kind of like, you know, I guess I shouldn't say anyone's name is badly. Dude, uh, a couple people got their channels shut down recently. Look at this. We got freaking Tara and uh, DK popping in. Uh, who was it? Romulan. Actually, Noob, was it Romulan? I, Noob can say that in the chat right now. Uh, did Romulan get his uh, 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 channel shut down? I think he did because I followed him today. I should check my freaking Instagram. Welcome, DK. Because if so, I want to show his uh, Instagram and get people to follow it because the dude, like, it, it's gotten shut down a couple times. I think both, actually, that was one of the things that the dude on YouTube was talking about today. Welcome, Tara. Uh, he was talking about MedGrower, I think, got his channel shut down as well. DK, do you know anything about that? Um, MedGrower one, and here, let me look it up again. By the way, welcome. Cheers, guys. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Much love. Hello, hello, chat. Thanks for being here tonight, everyone. How's Weston doing? How's uh, Smash D? How are you, Brains? What's up? Yeah, Weston's on well. the moon, I see, man. Dude, it's, uh, it's all about the uh, protomolecule. Holy shit, he's got 2,000. That is unfair. Like, I mean, how do I put this? Uh, he's got more subscribers than I do. He's probably, I know, Moses Terra has more subscribers, but that's just honestly unfair. Like, Meg Grower used to have like 50 or 60 or 70,000 subscribers, and now his channel apparently got taken down. Uh, this is secondhand, secondhand information. Yeah, I'm not even subscribed. Uh, I guess this is his new freaking channel. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to Med Grower. Uh, he's a oh, we got it taken down. Voice huh? from the past. I guess, man. I don't know why they would take his freaking channel down, but I'm gonna post in the in the chat. Unless, here, so. unless you, okay. So monetizing puts you in a different category. When you start to monetize, you're in a whole nother category, and you gotta play by the rules. And not everybody realizes that. Yeah, so, downtime. What should I have? Here's that Romulan. See, my Cannabis Tasting Society page isn't even following, so I'm going to follow that. Please, everybody, follow Romulan Genetics underscore. Uh, I don't know him personally, but Noob knows him. I think he's in the Portland area. I, I, I kind of like his style, the weed that he grows and, and breeds. So I'd like him on the show one of these days. Uh, I definitely am, you know, a big fan of Star Trek. So, you know, like uh, I'd like to have him. Uh, Come and talk about that, even if nothing else, just like, why are you into weed and Star Trek? That's kind of fun. But uh, I, I've heard basically nothing but good things about the guy. So I, I, you never know, I guess, what the backstory about something is. So I don't know if he pissed somebody off the wrong way or something. I'm not endorsing that beef or whatever, if, it, if that's what it was. But uh, I don't know. I don't think it's cool to take people's pages down. And, uh, I really don't. So here is uh, Romulan Genetics in the chat. Please go and follow him. Uh, DK, of course, just as he's uh, coughing. Yeah, I interrupted your sound your sound effects. Sorry, bud. Dude, you've got it on lock, man. You got the Star Trek freaking tricorder. Was it the tricorder? I can't remember. No, that's the, that the was, hailing sound. That's that was loud. Sound. Right. What's up, DK? Hey, welcome, dude. Oof, just uh coming in off that dab. It's uh taking the air away from me for sure. Trying not to gag. Uh, who did I catch yesterday, basically? Oh, I caught uh, Kess on the end of a dab, and I thought yep. I'd give him enough time. And basically, I caught him, like, right enough time to make him cough. It was kind of cool. Just I didn't mean to. Pass the torch to me now. I see, I see how you do this. <laughs> You're good <laughs> at it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, His welcome, timing uh, is impeccable. The timing is impeccable. If I could just wait five seconds. Uh, that's a nice-looking rosin there. Is that rosin or what, Tara? Bubble hash rosin. Right, nice. Right on. Uh, do you guys think that people are afraid of the nice Captain Four Kings coming? Do you think that people are afraid of weed and whiskey Wednesday? What is it? Or do they just not like whiskey and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna take the night off." Honestly, I'm I'm not a drinker anymore. Since I found cannabis, I really don't drink anymore, and um, I I don't enjoy being in the bars anymore i don't enjoy being around drunk people anymore it just seems like the conversation's weird but i don't i don't know that's just me so i don't want to be prudish right Dab time what about drunk people who are also cross-fadedly stoned does it even out? Does that have a weighing effect? Is that the scale? I, no, I, as soon down? as I asked her that question, I was like, I just literally just asked her a question while she was dabbing. So I just kind of just like, I you faxed not, it and I was like, yeah, that's that's my talent. Like, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's my talent. A true master <laughs> of his art. Right. <laughs> like, hours of conversation I have to pick when people are dabbing to basically <laughs> ask them questions. That's how it is. Uh, probably if I say hello to people in the chat, they're like, like on the toilet or they're cutting a knife, like they're cutting an <laughs> onion or something. Or, like, well, no. <laughs> they're calling from the other room. I just oh, walked away from my phone, damn it. Right. <laughs> uh, so what was the question? 
What was the question, dude? I don't even know what I was talking about. What if they're proportionately stoned to their drunkenness? Oh, no, because when someone, okay, y'all know when someone's drunk, there's just not talking to a drunk. Let's go as far far as to say belligerently happy. Yeah, but there's like a drunk. I can talk until I mean, a drunk I, I, I repeat. Okay, a, a, a drunk. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It repeats I can, himself a million times. Well, million, no, like, I'm still pretty interesting, like, but but I'll be like, oh, I fucking love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I don't know. I've just hey, got I'm arguing with you. I'm just listening to your opinion, like I don't. Yeah. You know, let me smoke my pot or my rig inside the no, bar, which they don't. Allowed. No, so gonna, I don't want to go that. hang out in the bar anyway. So that doesn't help anyway. So right. So that's like, it's not it's not a winning situation right now. Smoking at your bar, if you hey Captain Four Twenty, right? how are you? You don't like going you dancing, want? Tara. You don't go. I dancing love to time. go dancing, but fuck, we don't have anywhere in our town. Are you kidding? Yeah. I don't know where your town I is. Live, but, yeah. I live in Hickville. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I live in the Mayberry of Thailand. And awesome. All the all the cops disappear. I would love to go. <laughs> Welcome, Captain Four Twenty. Cheers. Welcome to the show. I don't know Beautiful if you've been on the show. Thanks for me. Welcome. Look at that. Look at that set. Nice right. to meet you, Tara Lee. D Zombie. Smash. You're away there. Weskin. How you doing out there, brother? Good man. And DK Trades, well. how you doing? Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Uh, what's new, man? What's new with uh, what's new with the world in the the world of weed in Thailand? That's pretty cool. There's like an international show now, full on. It's not just intercontinental. It's not even just inter interborder talk. It's not just international. It's intercontinental now. Like we're fancy now, man. We got we got to have like our own concord or something. Yeah, but you know, it's the same shit all around. Uh, For you that really don't know me, because this is my first time here, uh, I joined Normal in 1995 after falling 34 feet off the back of a scaffolding at work. Uh, Put me on all these medications. Those didn't work. Tried alcohol. That didn't work. Went back to pot. Pot works. Joined Normal at the Harvest Festival of 95, and then our chapter opened up a retail store in Lakewood, Ohio in 1996, and I started volunteering there. I then took our Normal chapter, which was at that time just around 400 members, out on the road to all the festivals and jam bands in Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, Indiana, all in the Midwest, and by 2000, I had our chapter up to 4,300 people. We were putting out over 50,000, 60,000 newsletters four times a year, and they were 46-page newsletters, so we, I can actually say that my, John Hartman and myself built the most active normal chapter in the United States. And I mean, rest in peace, John. Uh, he's since passed, and uh, 
And it was one of the reasons why I had to leave because uh, for the third time he got turned down for a kidney. Why? Because he had THC in the system. Why? Because he ate a brownie sitting on dialysis. So. I've heard of stuff like that. It's, I don't know. How could you possibly turn someone down like that? That's just, I don't even know. So we are going to have a little bit of delay here, like Ozzy. Uh, my internet is as bad as your cam, cam, Comcast. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, and actually, to tell you the truth, I'm talking to you out here, and I'm actually going to smoke. This is going to be the third time that I smoke outside of my house, and I've lived here for three years. No kidding. Uh, well, uh, when you live around a bunch of off based military and police and you know a joint <laughs> here in thailand if you don't have the right paperwork you're going to jail uh, unless you have some money in your pocket and the best is just to pay them off before you go to jail because if you go to jail you're fucked and you may not leave <laughs> there's people in jail here in thailand for a couple joints for three four five eight years so it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so you pick where you live. You, you know, I'm a pot smoker. Uh, I grow a lot of pot. I grew a lot of pot. Let's say that. Uh, now that I'm older in life, I don't have that time to spend in jail anymore. I'm not in my 20s. I'm not in my 30s. I'm not in my early 30, 40s even. So my time here is limited and... Um, yeah, but uh, the cannabis scene here in Thailand is just like every, every place else. Uh, it's all who has the money, who has the power, who has the control. Uh, us people that really know how to grow, uh, we're foreigners here. You know, they do not look at us in any type of way except for, well, you're in Thailand now, so fuck you <laughs> you ain't nobody you know we're Thai we know everything and that's what we get here but uh, yeah they've opened up for hemp they've opened up for CBD and now you can even get THC grow permits here in Thailand mm -hmm. and again it's all based upon who you know it's uh, that and who you pay. So it's a pay to play just like the States. I mean, actually that's an interesting one. I probably have to be delicate because you're not supposed to say like, kind of weird in Thailand, I guess you're not supposed to say like literally anything against the, the, the current like monarch. Uh, and that can be apparently very widely interpreted, whatever. So you're supposed to be super careful. But I was going to say, like, I assume, I guess, as a result of that, that probably everything in that country is very hierarch hierarchical, where it's literally like, it's like the old school, it's more aristocratic, it's more aristocratic probably than the UK, probably than freaking uh, Great Britain. I mean, the dude's still an emperor, from what I understand. Or maybe he is a king, I'm not sure. So I would assume, like, it is kind of who you know. I don't know. I hadn't even really thought of that. You know what I mean? Like here people complain, oh, bureaucracy, this bureaucracy, that, which can be horrific. There's some places in California. I've heard some stories that are not pleasant at all, but I wonder if it's still even potentially a little bit different in, in Thailand. 
It's completely different. And actually, I've got my laptop opened up, and that's what I was waiting for to pop up was actually my laptop so I could actually see a little bit of this chat here. Uh, but uh, I run both uh, Zoom and YouTube through VPN because, yes, what I say can get me in trouble and they can mm. come and haul me off and you've never seen me again. Uh, it's a military controlled country. Yes, we have a king, but the king has no say. It's the defense and prime minister that have to say the defense minister, which is military. So, you know, my, the kingdom of Thailand is under military control, really. And yeah, I'm kind of looking around, seeing if there's anybody watching, but you know what, uh, uh, in my village that I live in, this is the only time I'm probably going to speak English today. Crazy. What a, because what no a one different speaks life. English around. What a, what a <laughs> life. That's cool, man. Well, we're pleased to have you. Thanks for, for popping on. And uh, I mean, I'm sure there's uh, a few curious people. I see a couple asking in chat too. Uh, do you have anything that you specifically uh, like to grow if you can talk about that? Uh, or if not, that you like to ingest any uh, any specific cultivars that are your favorite? Oh yeah, matter of fact, uh, we got a little bit of this uh, cup winning Gorilla Glue that came into Michigan in what was that 2014, uh, and a little bit of uh, Chong and cheese. I am uh, because of my accident and all the metal in my face that's still there and everything. I'm a uh, cause and effects person. My taste and my smell is kind of uh, gone away. So I like uh, narcoticize or I like my soaring sativas. You know, I, I don't have a problem taking a plant to 120, 140 days. But, you know, I like my Afghani one, my Romulans, my UK cheese, things like that. Uh, I enjoy getting stoned. <laughs> nice, nice. Love to hear it. And those are some, some pretty renowned uh, names, especially of the past. So that's cool. And I see, I mean, we got a couple others. We got iMedic and Potent jumped on. How's, how are you doing, iMedic? Uh, not too bad. And you guys? Great so far. You're muted, Fumi. Not trying to overpower you. First yeah, time on the show, man. Welcome. Thanks, dude. Welcome. Good evening. Long time watcher. Right on, man. Nice what to meet you. What are you talking about tonight? Uh, tonight, I have a good little selection of concentrates. Uh, what do we got here? Grease Monkey and Strawberry Shortcake. Nice. Grease Monkey's bomb. Don't know if it's bright enough for you to see in there but it smells good i think i end up having all these strains before they become really famous and everything i had banner back in 2014 somebody gave me uh grease monkey you know you have to i Y'all have to understand, you know, you're showing me all these buds and I'm like going, oh, my God, I wish I could fucking have one because all I get over here is, uh, well, it doesn't come in bud form anymore. Let's put it that way. 
but at least I'm not smoking Thai or Lao, which is five to eight percent THC. That wouldn't work. <laughs> you just got to smoke more of it. <laughs> at my age, uh, you know, I smoke cigarettes, and you'll see that uh, I apologize that for that now uh, smoking the cigarettes on here, but. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things I'm not going to change. And that's too much pot to smoke. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm taking this. I take uh, cannabis and I take the indicas for the nerve pain that I'm constantly in. You know, they won't give me fentanyl and they cut my Dilatas down. So what are you going to do? Give me morphine that does nothing for the nerve pain? Okay, I'll smoke more pot. Well, not only that, but uh, so, fentanyl and everything else is probably terrible for you, no? It is, but uh, when you need it, you need it. And that's all that it is. And as long as you do things with the understanding that everything in moderation, moderation is the key to everything. You know, um, I like to eat tabs uh, and I microdose every day because I don't have the medicine that I really need here. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to let someone eat three for the first time. Hell no, man. It's uh, all in moderation. You ease them into it. You give them a tester first, you know, it's uh, here in Thailand. Uh, if, I sit here and smoke with a, a tie. I don't let them hit my joint more than three times because they can't understand me. I had a friend over the other day. He's in law enforcement. He actually showed up in uniform and we sat here and puffed. And, you know. Okay, I, do, I just experience oh yeah it, it is quite an experience here and it's been a quite an experience wherever i've lived in the world and traveled in the world uh i like taking pictures of smoking outside of airports so i've got a nice little collection of me smoking outside of airports as i'm getting ready to jump on a plane to go to a different country uh, there is one thing I'd like to uh, mention to everybody out there. Because of my accident, there are times where I will be talking and I can lose where I'm at. I lose my train of thought. It totally goes away. Uh, well, no problem, but... man. I don't even have an accident to blame, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's called me hitting the marijuana. I just, I just, I just <laughs> smoked too much weed, yeah. Get on the show, I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? But I'm making fun of you, Captain 420. It's uh, everybody basically that comes on the show has something basically wrong with them. There's none of us that are, you know, some kind of... Zeus has not... Even Zeus has problems, dude. Like, That's the Morgana, Timmy. Fucking problems, dude. That's the Morgana. That's what it is. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, it's fun talking about all the different <laughs> the different styles of stuff. I can, I've said this before that I can visualize... Southeast Asia being this kind of a hub of, I keep saying kind of, not that kind of, I'm trying to qualify it, like 
uh, I can imagine it being a hub of incredible flavors. Not only incredible flavors, but it has such a different climate than even South America or or the Southwest of the U.S. or Humboldt uh, County has such a different different everything. The light is different. The the freaking monsoon season, the light is probably different. I mean, everything about it is different. And so that weed absolutely has to be different. So I can imagine, like in the future, that will be probably the the, the home base of all the really long flowering, crazy, uplifting, psychedelic high, like really interesting, vivid flavor shit. Uh, the rosin that'll come out of that, like I, I, I can imagine it would be really, really interesting. Um, because now we've gone completely babbling, but at a hundred degrees, terpenes kind of burn off here. <laughs> so well, unless find, you'll find other shake, unless you're putting a fifty shake cloth over right. there, you're having a hard time getting any type of terpenes, and uh, mm. you know. I've been here for coming to Thailand since 2015 and uh, I still can't find the chocolate Thai, <laughs> hmm. but we did just pop some uh, seeds recently where the first leaf started off with three and then your second leaf was at five fingers. So that was a little mutation that we found here, but it's a, it's a pheno hunt. Uh, you're gonna find lemons, limes, and things like that. Uh, DJ's blueberry came from Thailand. But those strains aren't here, it's a big pheno hunt. And if anybody out there wants seeds, uh, you know, get in touch with me. You know, I'll give them out by the gram. They don't cost them so anything except maybe a trade. There's no, um, I guess there isn't. You said it was basically illegal, like two joints that throw you in the jail for five years. Like there's no real breeder scene there, is there? Like there's <coughs> there's no high uh, subcool or there's, anything, right? Well, no, actually you can't say that because Four hours south of me is the uh, owner or was the owner of a Amsterdam seed company. Uh, 25 minutes north of me here, 20 minutes on the bike. If I take the bike, uh, I'm looking, I can go see uh, someone that really doesn't talk to me. And I've tried to in the past, but uh, because of who he works for and everything. Uh, I have Jaime, or Jamie, who is canatonic. Uh, I've got him just here in my town. He's up at the university, which I actually worked at for three days before uh, they decided to fire me because uh, the job that I offered to do, I offered to do it for very little money and it was taking money out of a Thai language school's pocket. So, you know, it's all the politics of things and they let me go. But before they let me go, they, I came in and I spoke in one class and they offered me to teach three classes a week. But by the time it got back to the fact that I wanted to take the money that they paid me and go out and buy grow books and cannabis books for the university and leave them for the students. You know, I didn't want any money for myself. Uh, I don't need to, well, 
everybody needs money, but it's not like I have to work. I moved here on a set income and a set lifestyle and, you know, uh, my house here, uh, I will be back in the States for about a year. Uh, my dad's not doing so well there back home in Cleveland with the weather and uh, COPD and shit like that. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be shutting up my, I'm going to be shutting my house here, but I have a three bedroom house and it costs me 1500 us dollars a month, a year. So I can shut the, a year, I can shut the door on my house and come home for 1500 bucks. Wow. (laughs) I think we should all move to Thailand. Right. He's like, (laughs) where, where, what place, what part of that? Um, He's like, I'm just going to live there while he's got an empty place. You live at his place. Uh, what was I going to say? What happens to a place in Thailand? I'm joking. You don't have to come over. Uh, he's like, no, no, I think this, this place is private. Uh, what happens to a place in Thailand if you lock the door for a year? Like, honestly, like it's tropical there. Like there's, or is it tropical where you live? I don't know. We're looking at palm trees behind you. Like, do, do bugs come or what is it? I live in the, I live in the northern part of Thailand. You can't get more northern than this. Uh, I did this for two reasons. This is the highlands. Uh, this is where the mountains are. And this is where it gets cool. Uh, you know, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Ohio, Michigan, around there. So I'm used to a little bit cooler temperatures. And today's actually a perfect overcast day. Uh, it rained all yesterday and last night. Uh, but yeah, you leave a couple windows open and you never shut your house and you make sure that you pack everything and you make sure everything's in plastic totes all sealed up. Uh, my leather jacket, I have to, at times I don't wear it because it's too hot. Uh, I have to wipe the mold off of it from time to time because of the humidity here. You know, I never thought I'd be, uh, you know, drying a harvest with an air conditioner. But running the air conditioner takes the humidity out of the air. <laughs> hmm. I'm from the Midwest, you know. Dehumidifier, not a hu- not a air conditioner to take the humidity out. Damn. Right. <laughs> There's a big learning I'm curve. Just thinking, like over time, I, I don't know. Over time, with like professional, intentional breeding, people will totally like nail the the the, the tropical climate or the the South American climate or whatever, like. I don't know. I've I've heard of how do I put this? Uh, there are terps that will will last in 130 degree, 140 degree day. Like if you could basically <laughs> find um, how do I put this? I'm, I'm I'm apparently already a little bit blitzed. I guess because I can't finish the sentence. I guess what I'm trying to say more simply, so that I can actually get it on my fucking face, is uh, over time if you know that the temperature gets to be 130 degrees or 120 degrees, probably a little bit more reasonable. Well, I don't know actually with freaking global warming, I guess it might get to be 130 in Thailand or wherever. So you'll breed basically for plants that are only resistant to shit that gets super, super, super hot. It's going to be some of those super thin leaf sativas and maybe even the trichome heads will look different. Maybe they won't even be those trichome heads. We've heard of the, the old Thai strains where the, the weed was essentially kind of like an oozing like miasma or whatever on the hairs. Maybe you'll breed basically towards that direction so that there isn't anything to kind of burst and off gas. I'm thinking out loud, but I mean, I, I just, I, I imagine that 
the problem with weed has been that nobody took it seriously enough uh, for weed reasons. I mean, they took it seriously for textiles. There's all kinds of textile weed and they still, I mean, it's been legal for, for decades, basically in Central Asian shit. But the weed stuff's been no. illegal for the longest time. It's not legal in Central Asia? Hemp is illegal in Thailand until they pass this thing. The problem is just like the United States, there's no processing centers here. So you can grow as much hemp as you want for fiber, for uh, hemp board, for hempcrete or whatever. There's no place to process it. So why grow it? The government says, well, you can grow six plants. We'll give you so much for the plants because they're CBDs and we have five of them and they're total shit. And the government knows it, but it's, again, who you pay and who you know uh, type thing. So we actually have uh, found new tie strains of CBDs that only get about three feet tall. <laughs> and short little fat indica leaves. <laughs> but no, there's no cannabis culture here. Everything is a big pheno hunt. You said something about the soaring highs. The soaring highs aren't here. Uh, most of the cannabis here is not over. The highest that I've tested is 11%. 11%. And the terpenes really aren't there. The entourage effect, uh, I don't get it. I get a buzz for 30 minutes and that's it. I mean, that's good commercial but, weed. Some, it's like the Aussie lag. I always forget. It's like the Aussie lag where it cuts for a second. We have to wait. Captain 420, go for it. Sorry, go for it, dude. Here we go. There's some Crown Royal. Right on. Which they don't right sell the in Thailand. Which <laughs> doesn't they don't sell in Thailand. And and here is the last little bit of Ohio I have left. Right on. Uh, Cheers. You know, I grow pot and I also distill my own alcohol too. So, uh, you know, that's about 136 proof and aged in an oak barrel. So it looks yeah. like bourbon. Right on. Out. <laughs> it's awesome. a little stronger. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to jump. I just didn't want to be rude and cut out, but have a good no night, y'all. Uh, I'll probably hang out and chat and just listen. But have an awesome night, y'all. I'm going to go get some dinner. Have a good one. Uh, say hello to Bye, that Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Adios. Uh, what do we call her? Uh, muchacha. Uh, adios, muchacha. Uh, Potent Potics. Uh, what's going on, dude? Welcome. Hey, hey what's up? How much? Losing mm -hmm. uh, housing properties to, to new stupid reasons. That's all. <laughs> yeah, right. That was a good one. I don't know if you want to share. It was pretty fucking good. Oh, Christoph, <laughs> welcome, buddy. La Prisons. Aren't you embarrassed why you lost it? It's worse. <laughs> Dude, I, I would never be embarrassed about that. I would worry that. I'd, I'd put a poster. Out. Well, if he needed, he actually needs a house. He probably has to wait. A I said while. orange. But once he I finds a new house, I'd put a goddamn badge on my chest and be like, "You motherfuckers!" I wasn't I'd, Trump I'd enough for the uh, for the seller, so that was today's. Literally today. You should be like, "Oh man, I love Trump, Chris Trump." <laughs> right? I run Rastas for Trump. Haven't you heard of us? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
on his clips is fucking doomed. If that's the way, I don't know. Strong don't contingent. Know. Yes. I don't even. Come on, Ross, for Trump. <laughs> I, I can't even do that with like a straight face. I couldn't even. <laughs> right. I'm not capable of it. And that's the worst that they're. Oh, they're serious. Oh my god. Hey. Anyway. So than that, Welcome, just dude. working working on some more design stuff and trying to streamline a lot of my stuff that I've been doing to make it easier to do juggle more people at once so mostly just that lately uh, you have um, I, don't know, I guess it's not worth talking about people with like bad vibes and stuff but I was going to say like you have these funny stories about like detractors and I don't know like I, I don't know if you want to get into it but I was just thinking about myself like that's all why is there so much of this beefy bad blood? Like, is it just? I mean, I, I guess there's a thousand fucking reasons. As soon as I say it, I realize like the the questions are pouring forth. There's like fifteen fucking reasons I can think of right now: jealousy, sure. mediocrity, on and on and on. Right? Like, but I mean, why is there so much of this fucking just bad juju? And uh, so, anytime you have gardening, because gardening is like hella competitive. Um, like, I'm in orchid groups and like bonsai groups and carnivorous plant groups and like some of the orchid and carnivorous plant people make the weed people look chill as fuck like <laughs> like some of like it, it it's it, like it, it's kind of universal throughout like the gardening world i think uh, and then pet really? people are also pretty crazy like i don't know every, it's like anytime you get like a close-knit group of people you're just gonna have people that just don't vibe Uh, it's a common thing that I've seen, and I've seen it in my own kind of life, that a lot of times the most extreme people in a group will take over the group. And they're, they're basically the same people in every group. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's a, a weed scene or a wine group or literally anything else. It's like those people, basically, they happen to like that thing. And they had this controlling personality. They end up basically taking out. They either make the, the, the place have kind of bad vibes and everybody just kind of takes off or they physically kind of take over the thing. I've seen it happen a few times. It's just the weirdest goddamn thing. And it's been the same kind of personality that's always done it. You know what I mean? The other thing is, like, I'm from the East Coast, so we're just kind of, like, loud and in your face. And the West Coasters don't like that shit. Mm. So... <laughs> You're right, though. You're 100% right. Because on the West Coast, like, we, we rarely do we do I ever see people kind of confront things head on. Rarely. But like you and Dan and a couple other people, like it looks like you guys kind of always solve your problems basically face first. It's kind of funny to see. Oh yeah, well like you go, you solve your shit, and you move on. Like it's not. It's, I don't know. There's like definitely some some differences between east and east coast, west coast, and like how people like deal with things socially or whatever else. But I don't know, it is what it is. Sometimes west coast I, crew, especially when I was young. I used to get a little too riled up when I was younger, especially I'll admit to that. Still now, once in a while. Uh, did weed help? Did weed help you be less rowdy or more rowdy? Oh, it's fine. I, I definitely speak looser on here. I'll give you that. I'd be in, I'd be in jail without weed, man. <laughs> I've heard that before. Who was it that used to say that? Me. I'm say actually, was it you? <laughs> I'll say it all the time without uh, weed. I'd probably end up I want to say that. killing somebody. 
Yeah, I want to say something. Uh, you know, you've had Twisted on here. Uh, I caught part of that uh, one night. Uh, Twisted actually grew up uh, in my neighborhood. Did he really? Uh, a couple years. That, yeah, basically why I was at the end of my career with Normal there. I, but he uh, grew up at where I grew up at. And uh, yeah, he's a character. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if, I, if there wasn't cannabis there, I have that Midwest short ass attitude that, you know, hey, listen, no, this is the way to, it works. You want to argue with me? No. Boom. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I'm done arguing. <laughs> But yeah, it, if it wasn't for weed, I I need a whole shitload of other medication. That's for sure. <laughs> Funny, there was basically a, a, a zero. I remember this from when I was a kid. There was a zero tolerance policy for any fights. So any kids that got into a fight, no matter who it was, no matter who was at fault, they both got suspended for like I don't know, five days. It went on your record, whatever. So like any serious kids that wanted to kind of graduate high school and stuff, they didn't want to get in a fight. Other kids just didn't want to get into fight. Like it was a zero, zero tolerance policy. A couple of my friends had to go to like after school this, after school that, and then a zero tolerance policy with police and stuff. I don't know. It's bizarre to think. So like, I don't, I don't ever see fights. I just, I never, ever, ever see fights. Like, I know you might see one in a bar maybe, but like you never, it's just not part of the culture here. Like in Portland, like, fuck, I just, I don't remember the last time I saw an actual fight. It's funny, I'm like West. chicken and egg as we're talking. I'm like, I don't know where, I don't remember the last time I actually saw a fucking honest to God fist fight. <laughs> I, I don't even know how many fights I was in, like, by fifth grade, like in Philly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, straight, like, we're going into scraps on a regular basis. That was just part of growing up. Yeah. yeah I remember no, when I was in same. grade school. No, they had, it was like a zero tolerance policy. Maybe it was just my school, but yeah. Nobody ever got into fights. It was the stupidest thing. I think a lot of us would be like in a completely different place in life nowadays if we had grown up and at least kept the same attitude. Maybe. Yeah. Isn't that funny <laughs> how just the, the environment you're in could completely... You know, it was funny. So like, so like there's some friends of mine that used to make homemade pipe bombs and they used to go out into the woods and drill holes into the trees and they'd pack the, thing, the, the pipe bombs in there and they'd try to blast the trees straight up and then get them to fall back on the stump to split the tree in half as like a funny, stupid thing to do, right? But they weren't harming anybody. They weren't doing it to hurt anybody. They were just fucking around, right? And they got caught by like some hunter or whatever. And then like he took them down to the police station and the police like confiscated all their shit and yelled at them and made, you know, made them give everything from their house. And then that was that. Nowadays, these kids would be on like international watch list. They'd never yeah. be able to get on an airplane. <laughs> like and they were just, and these were just kids fucking around. They weren't trying to harm nobody. They had no intent of, of using them on any humans. They were just fucking around, being you know, being stupid boys. There's lots of stuff. I don't you know how many of us took apart fireworks and then you know had fun with something else. You know, like when we were kids. Right nowadays, they'd lose their minds over that shit. This is all like silly, stupid stuff. That, we, that a lot of kids used to do back in the 90s and, and, and early 2000s when we were all kids. Uh, uh, and, and nowadays, man, these kids would be treated like international, you know, criminals. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just, it makes no sense to me. Like, the, we, 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 we backed off on the, on the drug stuff and then we went completely insane on everything else. You know, it was like we had to, like, just shift that attention elsewhere. We couldn't just, like, 
you know. And I do think that people that do make dangerous things need to, you know, for with ill intent need to be absolutely held accountable. But like at the same time, a lot of these kids are being treated like they're, you know, criminal masterminds. I know shit. I was accused of all kinds of stuff because we made a model train when I was in school and, and we made a battery pack. We made the battery pack wrong and it caught fire. Right. And some kid said that we were trying to hurt the class and we got called into the, the thing and we got, you know, the, they had asked us questions separately in the whole the whole night. It was big, big bullshit. My parents had to go through and all that. And I mean, that it's just it's crazy, you know, and there was no point of it. The whole, you know, we my grandfather helped us build the damn thing. Right. We weren't trying to hurt nobody. We just they just one of the batteries happened to be bad. Right. Like, there was the only thing that happened, <laughs> but there was no ill intent at all. But now, again, going back to nowadays, they completely overreact. I'm sure it would have been 10 times worse. You know, and there's no ill intent at all. I think that, you know, they, they need to, like, let these kids, you know, actually, you know, yes, absolutely have some consequences, but not treat them, you know, as adults that are, you know, criminal masterminds like they end up doing half the time. Uh, dude, I have the worst timing lately. I was like, oh, he's still going to be talking. So I'm going to type this in the chat. I could totally just like keep talking and, and whatever. Uh, dude, I was the, now I'm, I'm, I am getting like a little bit freaking toasted because I'm already like focusing on what I was going to type instead of responding to <laughs> Dang it. Fuck, now I can. I, yes, I, I, I am. I'm with those, you, brother. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, this is going to be an interesting <laughs> night. All right, I'm just going to say this, honestly, because we got to pick one so I don't say like nothing right now. I was going to say that this, this whiskey, it's funny to say that these are both from the Portland area. Uh, both under $50, honestly. They're not like it's super duper expensive whiskeys. Uh, both delicious. Like the dude was on the nose of these. They're both fucking delicious and they're delicious in completely different ways. They're completely different mouthfeels. This uh, rainbow whiskey was very, very rich, like just mouth coatingly rich. Like just uh, two minutes later, after you took like even this, after I took the smallest sip, I could feel like my entire mouth coated still in that kind of like sweet rye, I guess. I don't know. I was thinking it was kind of barley noodles or something, whatever. It was probably just wheat rye, I guess. Anyway, this is completely different. It's still a bourbon whiskey, but it has this noticeably licorice, uh, not in this overpowering way. I know a lot of people are like, oh, gross, licorice. This is just kind of, just note maybe even anise, maybe not even licorice, but maybe just kind of anise. There's this very, very pleasant, like, candied anise. It's fucking super interesting. And it's super interesting that there's almost no difference. This is why I just splashed them on myself. You know, I am fucking getting blistered from splashing uh, alcohol on myself. It's from Bull Run Distilling, uh, straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, I guess they're probably not supposed to call it straight bourbon whiskey, but we're not from Tennessee or Kentucky, so fuck them. Uh, you guys are from uh, Bull Run Distilling up in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, up in Portland, Oregon. Bull Run is basically where all our water comes from. Uh, it's this uh, reservoir. And so, I don't know, like the, how do I put it? Like, People are, are proud of their water. People that are, like have good water, they get proud of their water. So like New York is super proud of that was the Catskill Mountains or whatever. So here we have like Mount Hood water, basically like it's all like river water and so on. Whatever. I'm too stoned to, to too stoned and drunk to tell the story properly. I'm gonna shut the fuck up, but I'm gonna say bull run is the shit. You're doing just Whiskey's fine. Awesome. But I'm gonna make like a bull and I'm gonna run. So everyone have a great PK, uh, evening. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you beautiful segue list, like dude he's gonna leave here before <laughs> everyone gets too fucking sauced hey and everyone <laughs> while you're not too sauced make sure to share this episode get your get your thumbs up give it a big old like and uh take a big bong rip after to reward yourself peace everyone
Uh, DK, always a pleasure. DK and Tara doing great things over on, uh, I think, Wednesday mornings. They were just on, yeah, they are just on today, I think. Uh, yeah. What, Saturday mornings as well? Actually, they can say in the chat. Dude, I just feel like all over my stuff. There's freaking, like, yeah, I'm going to have to go wash this off. So you can, yeah. I'm not nearly that drunk, I don't think, yet. Hope everybody's hey, enjoying friends. the most intoxicating show in cannabis. Right? <laughs> Again, do not drink and drive. If I hear that anybody drinks and drives, they're banned from the show forever. But do not. So intoxicate yourself at home. Mm-hmm. Cake, munchies. What kind of munchies? We don't really talk. Uh, we haven't talked about munchies for a while. We, we were good. Like people complain like, oh my God, we're getting fat, Fumador. So I was like, all right, man, we're not going to talk about munchies for a while. But uh, we're getting a little bit blitzed. Uh, I got uh, I got some healthy munchies. Like I I, I I I was thinking ahead. I was like, you know, if I get really too sauced, you know, what do you want? You want something salty? You want something you can munch on? I was like, all right, you know, get some Kalamata olives. I just I just got a jar of olives. We can sit here and just like snack on olives. I don't even know what a Kalamata olive is. How could you not know what? It, well, I guess you I, are I from, don't. It's kind of funny to think that someone from a Caribbean island would have probably never heard of a Kalamata olive. Like, why would you? No idea. It's a Greek olive. It's a, it's a style. It's a Greek name for an olive. You know, anybody here is from Greece. They're like, no, it's Kalamata or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not Greek. So I just say Kalamata and Kalamata. If I was from Arkansas, I'd be like Kalamata olive. That's terrible. But so. Anyway, they're really good. They're salty olive. Uh, they're not salty before you salt them. But. This is really me bullshitting about olives. I, I have very little expertise about olives. I, you know, I, like I should know a lot olives. about olives. I should know a lot about olives because my uh, grandfather was a, uh, he uh, he got a job shoveling coal. Was he an onto, olive uh, farmer? No, he got a job on a Greek freighter shoveling coal into the engine. That was his first job. And then he learned Morse code from there and got out of that shit. But where do the olives play in? Well, the Greeks, they put olives on everything, and he, he, he couldn't stand olives as a result. He, he just uh, got sick of them. That's, and that is where the olives came from. Those goddamn Greeks, man. Yeah, they put olives pretty much on everything. Like the oil, the olive. They put it on bread, man. They probably put it in their ice cream. They probably have olive ice cream. I happen to really love, uh, I love olive wood. I love the olive uh, the tree. It looks, looks beautiful in gardens. Just everything about it is good. I love the, the olive Kalamata oil. is a dark, large, dark brown olive with smooth, meaty texture named after the city of Kalamata. That's the worst picture that they could have probably picked for that city. Or maybe it's the <laughs> city. I don't know. I mean, for such a nice olive, it's, it seems like a drab, a little bit of a drab. Okay. The most modern picture of Kalamata, right? could you? And... Plastic chairs. We want to know that they have a city with large parking available areas and plastic chairs. It's important. Not uh, a car on the street. Not even one car. No, there are lots of olives. Or a bicycle for that matter. This, no bicycles. They're all harvesting olives. Don't you realize it? They're all off pressing, preserving, squeezing. They probably hand squeeze them. We can read further. Often used the table olives. They're uh, usually preserved in wine, vinegar, or olive oil. That's like a uh, human centipede, but with olives. We just took it there. Olives. <laughs> uh, let's see here. A plate, a 
case you didn't know what it looks like, it's a plate. And for anyone listening to the podcast, uh, you're just going to have to visualize some uh, dark purple, you know, almost black uh, olives sitting in a plate that is itself uh, <laughs> olive themed. <laughs> Might have been cracked. Yeah. Good point. They're good. They're tasty. They're good on pizza. They're good by themselves. They're good in an omelet. They're, uh, I can see why the Greeks would have put them everywhere, but if you hate them, then that's, that's a bit of a problem. They're a little bit like Spain and pork. Like they pretty much put pork in everything. Like when I say pork and ice cream, I, it's probably not ironic. They probably have ice cream that's made of pork in, in Spain. They really love pig. In all fairness, it's delicious. Me and I love sauce. That's why I can't turn raster, man. We always forget that, or I always forget that, that uh, Rastas are usually vegetarian. Yep. Yeah, but they're Rasta vegetarian. They'll still eat conch and fish mm. and lobster. Conch is good. Uh, rare up here, though. I was going to say, well, nice, right on. Uh, old friend joining. So they're like uh, pescatarians, some people call it, like fish vegetarians. Yeah, they're like biblical vegetarians or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. I guess in their eyes, at least. Apparently, I was listening to that saying like, but where's all the beef? What's that, Spencer? Oh, I see Captain 420 jumped on and I'm at. What's up, guys? You guys haven't met, right on. Welcome back, Smash. How you doing, Smash? Good, the weed fairy dropped some weed off while it was gone. It is marked as Holy lemon tree. Dude, interesting. Uh, lemon tree is one that I consider... I'm happy that other people grow it. I love to smoke it. Like, that, you're going to enjoy the shit out of that joint. Like, I don't think I've ever had an unpleasant lemon tree joint. And I've had some crappily grown lemon tree, but I've had some stunningly grown, and it's just, it's so uniquely interesting. Oh, it's been a while. It's been eight, 18 months, maybe. Like, the zest of the lemon. I want to, the bright, 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 bright yellow lemon flavor, basically. Like, super, super fucking bright lemon. I'm forgetting what the exact character is. It's super bright. I really like lemons. Lemons and limes and but I just I, I just find that uh, lemon, especially lemons, I find lemons don't last very long with me. Like, I just need to keep smoking them and smoking them and smoking them. Mm. But I love them. They're, they're super racy and they get me going real good, but then it's only short-lived. That's that's what I noticed. Anyone else? I have I've had good luck with lemons. Like, I've actually really enjoyed the 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 Jack the Ripper crosses, the ones that were most kind of lemon-limey. Those were the ones that I liked the most, actually, from Subcool. And I've had good luck. I want to say those are the ones that I had the best luck with, actually, with the lime. Because now that I think about it, I've had some kind of mediocre luck with some limes that were kind of underwhelming. So, yeah, I guess I, I understand your point now that I say it. I can argue with you, but only so far. Dude, I've enjoyed Jack the Ripper, though. Have you ever tried? Uh, it's just one strain. But... I uh, I, you know what, I have Jack the Ripper seeds sitting at home and I've tried popping them a few times, but uh, I just popped one or two beans and every time I've popped it, I've got a mail. Every single time. I think I've popped five, five of them or so. The universe is telling you something. Yeah, tell me to breed with it or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, dude, I like it. Uh, Rasta Jeff, speaking of Rasta, he just bred with a, a Jack the Ripper F2. I think that was kind of a subcool gem, honestly. Like, I, I quite enjoyed some of the uh, space dude stuff, I guess. 
the Roswell was super nice, but I remember kind of talking to St. Bernard's and they're like, ah, it's more Space Queen. But then I actually got, so I got the cuvee and it was actually really nice. And I was like, oh, okay, I like this again. But the Jack the Ripper stuff, I was always intrigued by it. I like the way it grows. I like the way it looks. I like the way it smokes, I like the way it smells. And, and it seemed to hit hard. You know, that's one strain, but still. Actually, Fumi, I hate lemon. I have a jar of, I have a strain of lemon that has been around since the 90s in Southern Ohio. That's very famous. And literally I have a glass piece sitting next to the jar because no one's going to smoke it out of my piece of glass. That flavor, <laughs> that taste of lemon gets in there. I call it the lemon pledge of lemons. It's called lemon G and it comes from Southern mm. Ohio. I have that cut and I'm kind of upset that someone let out the seeds that were made uh, about six years ago with the Corkle cross and they let it out in Michigan. And some of uh, the people on a podcast in Michigan grew it out and they were complaining about it. And I tried to explain to them that uh, actually, no, those seeds got released by another person here in Michigan and you guys got one of eight different phenos. And there's only three good phenos out of the eight. So sorry about your luck, but uh, no, let me come back and F2 those. And once I F2 them, I'm going to get them out. We're going to pass out some um, uh, tester packs to people. I'm gonna, I've already got three people in mind, so I'm going to pick seven more people. We'll do 10 tester packs because I know the genetics aren't going to harm. Uh <laughs> You know, I love working with older genetics. Uh, don't have to worry about shit. But uh, yeah, it's the Lemon G Quirkle Cross that I've been working on. And, uh, you know, that Lemon G, hopefully when I get back, I can send that off to have it tissue cultured and get it back before I leave again. Because uh, that's like spraying straight lemon pledge into your mouth if you were ever a kid around grandma's house and she was cleaning the furniture with lemon pledge. That's I have exactly this memory of someone talking about that strain. Yeah, lemon G and it's this crazy, crazy lemon, but I cannot visualize who it was that was talking about that. Lemon G is really fun. Yeah, 89 lime pop. Mm. Or I had 87 lime pop. It's always a good one. Um, lemon tree, I think is one of the more subtle lemon ones, you know, it's not like a heavy hitter. It's just like a hint of lemon. And then really, it's always it's, been super loud. It's more Do they have their own brand? It's just called lemon tree. The whole brand is basically from that one strain lemon tree. It's like a cut of tangy. I think I, I can't remember exactly what it is. This one's more, he definitely got, got limey instead of lemon. Yeah, I just realized that's good. honestly more desirable. We... Go ahead. I like it. The limey, yeah, yeah. The limey, yeah. Yeah, the lemon is a little bit old hat. I have to admit, like it's a little bit. You know, I'm I'm definitely more interested in the, the lime now. So lemon tree S one. Oh, they're saying lemon tree might have been lemon skunk by sour diesel. I had heard that it was just. Of, I think. Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me know. It wasn't Andrew. It was something else. 
Anyway. I don't think it's very good. Yeah, I wouldn't I grow it though. Every time I, I guess that's why I said it. Like it's one of those strains. Like I always enjoy smoking it. I always, always enjoy smoking, and I'm glad that other people like bring it to. We had like weed poker night one time, and a friend of mine brought like a whole little baggie of lemon tree. It was enough for all of us, and we were all so happy because we all had like easily like a joint and a half of lemon tree. It was just like we luxuriated on the lemon turps. <laughs> but you're right. It's it's like you know, I don't know. I guess this is the unfair stereotype of Chinese food, but there's the stereotype of Chinese food, like to go Chinese food that you eat it, you're hungry a half hour later. It was that kind of weed. Like we were, you know, playing poker and we had you know, a bunch of weed in front of us and all of us basically rolled up right again. You know, like it was a delightful joint, but within like literally five or 10 minutes, we're all rolling up again, basically. It's the dumbest damn, damn thing. But it's always delightful. It's always pleasure, like pleasant and pleasurable. You know? For sure. It's definitely always a good one to like, I wouldn't grow it like you said. I'm not a. Right. I actually gave away. It was lemon lime right. series, and it was like an '87 lime pop crossed with another. I forgot exactly what was it, but I was like, I had no interest in growing. It just wasn't my thing. So Nico had a question for uh, for Captain 420. He was uh, what was it there? Nico, did you want to ask that or? Yeah, um, yeah, you were saying just uh, uh, sorry. Uh, nice to meet you, Captain Four Twenty. I heard your story, and uh, yeah, like uh, many of us, uh, you need uh, medication. I heard, and I yes. you were, you were saying you don't have access to the medication you need at the moment currently. But uh, what exact medication do you need if it's not uh, to, you know, if it's if if I can ask? Well, right now I'm in uh, northern Thailand, and the medication that I need comes from Afghanistan, Pakistan. Uh, something with CBDs in it. Uh, most of the cannabis that I really enjoy is about 18% THC, though. Uh, it's not the really high test, though. Uh, just here in Thailand, I can't get that because no CBDs grow between 0 and 20th parallel. They're not used to this climate. We have to bring them in. And well, that was going to be one of my things to do here was to take CBDs and put them with strains that will be able to flower here in Thailand under uh, 12, 13 hours of darkness and light every day. So when you make your rounds, I'll save these for you. Um, I think I'm going to pop up. They're 30 to 1 CBD, fem seeds. Because I'm not going to grow them. Like, I, I don't find much. Well, I do find benefit when it has, like, a 30 to 1 isn't beneficial for me. You know what I mean? I would have to cross it into something for it to be a uh, way more THC in it for, like, so, a ratio I would like. But I feel like you, if you're trying to bring it in, you know what I mean? It would be something good to cross into some stuff you have to raise up the CBD to help you out, you know? Just to let you guys all know, uh, my first trip to Amsterdam was 1996. Uh, and who did I seek out? I, seek, I sought out Neville. 
because I needed uh, to learn where my medicine came from because certain strains got me high and certain ones didn't. On deadlock, we called them pretendicines. You know, they were those strains that came out of our smokable cannabis that didn't get you high. Well, now we're all looking for those strains that were in the 80s and 90s that were on dead lot that did that because those are the ones now that have CBDs. So uh, I started uh, looking and that's why I like my Afghanis, uh, my heavy indicas because they mainly have CBD in them to a point. Uh, Matter of fact, in 2014, I went out to uh, the High Times Cup in Santa Rosa, and I helped uh, DJ at his booth there, DJ Short. And uh, there was one condition when I came out, uh, you know, there was no pay. I paid for my plane ticket out there. I paid for my car. I paid for my hotel room. And I asked DJ for one thing, and he blessed me uh, with uh, some CBD clones that I brought back on the plane to Michigan. And, uh, you know, I just seem to be into things a little bit before their time. And just as they're getting hot, I seem to get out of them. Uh, but you know, I brought, uh, basically Michigan had one CBD strain at the time. And when I brought back Harlequin, uh, Canatonic, ACDC, and I forget the other one, um, it's escaping me right now, but, uh, you know, I brought those back and started handing them out there at GC3 and Flint. But, uh, yeah, you know, when it comes to that, uh, hey, remember I said earlier, I'm a stoner. I like getting high. So the CBDs need to have more THC in there than like the 30 to ones. But I will take all seeds uh, because my parents' house was broken into. And on my way back from California in 2010, right before the state of Illinois, past their medical, they decided to finally charge me and let me get the hell out of Illinois. But uh, Illinois got probably a uh, million dollar seed collection now because there were still packs of uh, Heno 5 haze from Sensi Seed from 98 in there. Uh, there was the crosses and all the phenotypes that I was waiting until this time and this point in my life to bring out uh, the crosses that I did with the cherry bomb two male, uh, which turned everything, even my jack. It, it, it turned a Jack Herrera cherry flavored. And mm. I've never had anything turn my jack. My jack has always been dominant with ever I crossed it into. I could always tell that jack was there. But, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate all the help. And I've asked some people when I come back, I'd like to try all these new strains because I am on a lot of these podcasts. And, you know, Smash showed the bud that he held up. They just got. That looked great. 
you know, all these new strains. I'd like to, you know, grab a cutting or two and run them. And I've, I've got the room to run a lot. Uh, I've got two breeding projects that are going to be going through the Lemon G cross with the Urkel. And I'm going to be crossing, uh, doing an open pollination and a selective pollination of Mel Frank's uh, skunk number one. I got 125 of those seeds sitting there in Ohio. So we're ready to go. Oh, I plan the jam. I'm a little bit pissed off at what's happening in Michigan to the caregivers. Uh, like I said, I came into this through the, me the medical and the political side. And we decided that medical cannabis was the way to go to get legalized cannabis. Now everybody's talking legal cannabis. You're just getting recreational. It's not legal. If it was legal, you could grow it at home. And there would be no plant number count. And it would be free. The money would be gone out of it. That's, that was our whole plan in the beginning was to make it legal and take the money aspect out of it. And, that's, uh, and being from the medical side, uh, a lot of us medical patients, we don't have money to go to dispensaries and buy cannabis. Shit, we can't afford $50, $60 an eighth. Ohio for 2.83 grams is $45 to $60. Uh, I'm still getting $300 an ounce in Ohio on the black market. You go to Michigan, a buck and a half, 200 an ounce. And they're cool people. You know, Michigan, I, I really have to say for medical patients and helping other people out has got to be the best place I've ever lived and ever spent time in. So we, you know, we, we need to look at what's happening with recreational and, you know, that's not legalization and where's normal at. Yeah, I'm calling out normal again. I'll call out Michigan normal too. What are you guys doing in Michigan for the caregivers? I'll see y'all in August. <laughs> They're fighting like hell right now. Um, trying to get companies to stop lobbying against the caregivers. And then I read another article today that they're, Michigan's playing with, uh, is going to be one of the first states really integrating DUIs or OUIs for cannabis. Um, so they're trying to do that too on top of takeaway caregivers' rights. Michigan's dealing with a lot of bullshit right now. If you live in a medical state, by all means, go get your medical card. You know, I when the medical cards for California came out, I said, Yahoo. Here you get a get out of jail free card and it costs what? A couple hundred bucks? A paraphernalia charge is 250. So you have your paperwork, you don't get that $250 paraphernalia charge. You don't get that possession charge. You don't go to jail like you do in Illinois for an eighth because an eighth is a felony, you know? Uh, 
without these medical cards and people going out and getting your medical cards, uh, they're going to take away all of our home grows. And once the home grows go, then we're all in trouble. But if you live in a medical state, please, by all means, go out and support that medical program. Pay that $100, $125. Michigan, I think, is $60 for two years. Go out and get that medical card. Become a caregiver if you can. Help someone out. For sure. So it's kind of funny. Massachusetts, um, like, if there was a true benefit other than, like, getting a break on tax at the dispensary, if I could get more than one patient as a, a caregiver, I would 100% be for it. But what they did is they made the rulings where the recreational and like, like, I, I, I still, it's my medicine, but like I grow under recreational terms and you get 12 plants, uh, six for one person. And then if there's more than one person of the age that smokes, you're allowed 12. Um, so with the whole caregiver thing, it makes it a little bit cooler because it allows you to take on a patient if you live alone, you know what I mean, and grow 12 plants. But if you are already in a household where you have two, two or more or one or more people that are smoking of the age, you're allowed 12 plants. So it, you're allowed 12 plants no matter what, if you have that license or don't have that license. And like the tax breaks aren't really even that good at the dispensaries yet kind of sad like i, I want to get it and like i'm playing i'm still gonna get it just to have a backup you know what i mean just because like it is my medicine i don't want to ever like deal with any like a dickhead cough if there is one or you know just just to have it and then when i travel i want to be able to hopefully i should be able to use my medical card here from here in other states i'm not positive about that but that would be also another reason why I would grab it. How can you, uh, if you're allowed uh, 12 plants under recreational, uh, what are the laws as far as like clones go? Do they consider a plant in flowering a plant or I should say a, a plant and veg? Do they consider that an in, immature plant and it doesn't count against your 12? No, um, I think it's physically just 12, no matter what. Okay. I um, because I know Illinois, if it's under five inches, they don't consider it a plant. Yeah, we got to rework it because it's, it's only it's only um, six, no matter what, if you're alone or 12, if there's more than one person. So, well, like, I got a cat. <laughs> it sucks because like even like if I want to take a couple of clones and I'm flowering and I'm like I'm at I'm at like 12, you know what I mean? And the plants are about to come down or 
something and I have something in veg about to go over, I would love to take some clones, but technically I wouldn't be allowed to. And so I, I like ba- I have yeah. to balance that number just just because it 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 just keeps me safe. You know, I don't want to give know, anyone reason to give me more tickets. <laughs> back in the nineties, I, I thought about numbers and the number I thought about was forty nine because when you hit fifty you went federal. So uh, my number's always been forty nine. And then uh, I left normal and didn't have that pressure anymore. And then my number became 99 because I didn't want to hit federal 110,000 grams of plant. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I know all about numbers working with clones. So uh, that's why I like Michigan. But then when Michigan went recreational, I kind of lost some of my protection underneath the medical. So I decided to move here to Thailand, which I didn't know was going medical. And for everybody out there, your medical cards are accepted in Thailand. You can travel in the country with your cannabis. The only thing is it's not flower yet. It's only concentrate. Yeah, it's really funky still. Um, that's interesting. And and evade pens are illegal in Thailand. Yeah, you guys have a bunch of funky rules that I would have to get used to. Oh, I do want to visit Thailand someday for sure. I watch a YouTuber that like all he does is the car scene and like they race some crazy shit in Thailand. Like I'm talking tractors that like you would like like old ass tractors that you stand on and there's like big mud wheels that they made out of metal and like they race anything in thailand it's kind of funny well those big metal mud wheels is because you're going through rice paddies you know uh it poured rain uh last night and uh behind me is a pineapple field and yeah that is all nice red clay mud and, uh, but those are pineapples out there. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, here in Thailand, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. Yeah, we got a lot of crazy laws, but you know what? I feel a lot freer than I do in the United States. Like I said, I moved to Mayberry. I don't see a cop after dark. You don't really see a cop during the day unless you call one. Uh, I came home the other night, uh, didn't notice that the truck I was passing was actually a cop. I was on a 50 kilometer an hour road and I was doing 130 on the bike when I passed him. He never even flipped on his lights in the States. The lights would have came on and they would have had a chase and they would have been calling everybody on the street here in Thailand. You don't get that. Yeah, it definitely is different because, like, even in, dude, the movie Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, like, they they said if your car go, if it's faster than a certain amount, they really won't bother chasing you because they can't catch you. (laughs) And they don't want to risk their life. That was a true statement. Like, uh, even some cops around here, 
most of the time, like police around here will will chase a car or a motorcycle. Um, but you'll some have those some nights you'll just roll by and they just won't do anything. But most of the time they're probably sleeping <laughs> and you just didn't get caught. Like they just were passed out. But I really feel like that's cool that you have like be able to do stuff like that. Like that's something I would like. I want to do the Autobahn one day. That's a big thing of mine. Drive 200 well, miles. Grow some bigger plants. Put some more weight on those plants. Get get a little extra money and go. That's how I went to Amsterdam. Just well, actually, think <laughs> of that. That was just a little auto that I had in a one gallon. For, that's going to give me flour. You know what I mean? Just to have something to puff on while I'm waiting. Um, the one I have downstairs right now, if I decided to go down there right now and spread it out, um, it would be as wide as almost as wide as the five by five, I think. Um, it's a big plant. I just had to up it into a 10 gallon. Um, and this is the first time I've ever used anything above. Like I have five gallon fabric pots, but I hardly use them. I've always been in a lot of I don't understand it. I just, I don't understand it. I cannot comprehend why you guys always stick to these tiny pots. Like, well, I was in a little space. so easy. Like organic growing, it's so fucking easy when the pots are big enough. And so like all the times you guys are like, oh, I had this deficiency and that deficiency. I just don't have any of those. I, I don't have those deficiencies. Like when I first put, put the plants in, if there's a deficiency, it's because the plant's stressed out. I know I did something wrong. Normally the plants transplant transplant in just fine i never see anything but green leaves and stems uh, under the led the freaking petioles will turn a little bit red because i don't supplement with calcium and whatever else but that's cool the plants seem to be really healthy that's just their expression there i think um i, I don't have the problems that, that a lot of people have i can go a couple days extra without watering and flower even if i wanted to because there's more than enough moisture in the freaking pot like there's so much flexibility to the bigger pot. I don't know why you guys always stick to like, oh my God, I'm not trying to make funny, but this is this common thing that comes up. But I just feel like somebody has to say it. Like the bigger the root, the bigger the fruit, man. Shit. I believe it's um, depending on your space and size and what you have to work with initially too. Like my hey, area was, man, like. And how many times Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the area I was working with, it was, it was, I would have been able to get like maybe three, five gallons. So I went with three gallons and I did six plants and I scrogged it normally. Um, but I had it but like I mean, it was- If you could a... only fit like that small of pots, then how much flour could you possibly have fit in there? Like the pots oh, yeah. don't take up that much space. Like in a four by, I mean, how much square footage was it? Because if it was like a four by, how do I put this? If it was a three by three, you could still squeeze three 10 gallon pots in there easily, like easily, easily. Yeah, but it was only five feet tall. I mean, you flatten the plants. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I had. I yeah, but that was, let's say the past is the past. Let's not talk about the past. Maybe the past, maybe it made sense then. What about now? You have this nice big new light. You have this big new, uh, and it doesn't even have to just be you. It could be anyone listening. But I know that like half the people that are listening, they're like, oh my God, a five gallon pot. How huge is that? And I'm like, holy shit, I veg things in five gallon pots sometimes. Dead ass. Like I have moms that veg five gallon pots. That's even too small, honestly, for a long-term storage for a mom. That's too small. It's just too small. Yeah, I'm finding out I, like, 
Good, Scott. I think. By the way, Caledonian, welcome. We are one of these days where, and he's even dressed up fancy, like he's just sitting there fucking waiting to say hello. Welcome, Caledonian, and please make your point, dude. It was date night tonight. I think it's Burt Reynolds. Oh, was it date night? Right on. Yeah, it was date night tonight. Date night with Burt Reynolds. I bet it was. Yeah, Uh, Burt was great on the date. You know, he's uh, he's a laugh riot. Uh, Turd Ferguson. Um, (laughs) Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no. yeah, you know, to weigh in on on that, you know, what I'll say, because, you know, I, I play around with silly small pots, too, sometimes, and I would play around with bigger pots. I, I own them, you know, I just don't use them at the moment, uh, because um, it's it's amount of, like, amount of space versus amount of plants that I want to run. Now, when I get better at editing, and I start, like, you know, cutting back on the amount of experimentation that I'm doing, then maybe I'll start, you know, putting more, uh, more eggs into one basket, so to speak, you know, um, and just not having as, uh, as many plants, but that's really been my reasoning for running smaller pots. Um, although I will say this, yeah, one gallon is woefully small. <laughs> you know, anytime you're doing anything in one gallon, you're just bound to have problems. Um, and, you know, even, yes, you know, you, you were kind of making, saying that five gallon is too small and it, it is for many things, but even three gallons is a lot better than one. I'll just say it that way. Cause um, yeah. Um, anytime you try to grow anything from beginning to end, and if you keep it in one gallon, you're going to, you're going to be constantly feeding it, constantly like watering it. Um, it's, it's not efficient. And so I, I, I understand your, your beef with small pots. Um, I think it's definitely better for the soil, better for the organisms in the soil to go larger pots. Um, and I know eventually I'll get there. I'm just too busy experimenting with too many different um, varieties at the moment to allow the space for big pots. But even then, uh, the bigger pots, you have so much more flexibility. If you if you are, uh, you know, let's say you're 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 growing obviously uh, next door to West Engine where he has a gigantic plant count. I think it is like a hundred plant count or something. He fucking has the yeah. lucky dog. What is it, West Engine? Like a freaking thousand by now? Uh, no, it's like two forty four. Can Jesus, I come borrow Jesus, a couple? Jesus, 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 fucking Christ. Like, I'll, I'll move up there. You just give me the more right? than like, 12. Just give her half the house. And he's like, yeah, I don't even use it all. I don't. I don't, use, yeah. don't even use a third of it. He's <laughs> 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 like, I, just, I throw half the plants away. I'm just... <laughs> That's when you get a grower like commune going and everyone has their med cards and every room is just different <laughs> uh vt grower i want to say was was talking about that in the chat the other day she's like oh we should we should all like throw down on some place in fucking i don't know wyoming or whatever that was like a thing there but uh, you know wherever somewhere utah or whatever where it's gonna be legal. And, uh, yeah and then basically like uh all the growers that are on like the youtube community i don't know it's a fun thought right like oh everybody has their little plot and they grow their thousand plants or whatever dumb number that'd be kind of cool though Shangri Law for growers. Uh, you have to cross like uh, you have to you have to be interrogated by an elephant. I think for some reason in this universe, as you as you cross the, the boundary, an elephant talks to you. Uh, Who's going to be the dick? High. To pollinate everything though. 
<laughs> oh, in that perfect universe, only things that you want to be pollinated get pollinated. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. You ask the plant, the plant says yes, and then the pollen works. Otherwise, and that's not how we go. got our famous strains, right? <laughs> that's not how half of them come about. This will be even better. Uh, what are you showing us, uh, iMedic? What's going on there? Zoom can be kind of fiddly. Try to put it like right in front of Just your Just a little bit of pink tuna. Oh, pink tuna. Right on. That's a pink tuna one. butter. That's one of those Canadian strains, eh? Oh, it's got to be. I only uh, get it a boot once a year. Right? A boot once a year. Yeah. You. We were having some cold conversation hey. about Death Bubba <laughs> and Pink Duna and whatever else. And I think it was Ozzy that was telling us about it. Dude, I have no memory of this now. Yeah, I remember something about that. Uh, he right. likes his Pink uh, pink Bubba and Death Tuna, and he crossed it over right. with something. Right. Something to do with Pink Tunas. It's a, pink it's a good tuna. thing that we learn so much on this show. It's a good thing that we spend a lot of time and, and the information sticks with us forever. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Something, some, some, some shit with Ozzy and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even remember the episode. Your pink but, tuna is uh, kush. Yeah, yeah I like pink tuna. Go back. Sushi. It's good. It's good tuna is pink on the inside. Right, right. We all know that now. We all know that. That is the funny thing that, like, we could tell you when it was, but none of us would ever remember. It was, we always chill so long that it's like everything kind of blends together with us. Mm. For example, I was going to talk about something a while ago. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, it had to do with the CBD. I was going to talk about Ruby Jack. And we just we started talking about other stuff. Actually, honestly, it's still uh, appropriate now that I think about it. Uh, Captain 420, you were talking about stuff that makes you feel. No, Tara was talking about, I want to say, stuff that made her feel higher. Uh, and stuff that had lots of CBD wasn't enough. And then I think you brought up that actually kind of a little bit of a counterpoint that the stuff that does make you feel high has a little bit of the CBD in it. And I thought to myself, you know what? I agree with you. And a friend of mine, I should smoke that next. A friend of mine, Stevie, he's had this thought for the longest time, pardon me for complete, uh, completely being untrimmed, but this is his uh, 100 day haze crossed to the same uh, Ruby Jack dad that originally created, or no, no, the same son of Jack dad that created the original uh, Ruby Jack that I had. Um, that Ruby Jack father it was basically like a jack herrera uh speaking of jack herrera i love that i love that flavor i love that profile it was a, a son of jack so i don't remember right now i guess i can look it up i don't remember the exact cross on there but very very jack heavy cross it was very much like um like a salute to jack cross kind of you know what i mean like a jack f2 or something uh and then on the mother's side the ruby jack had a ruby slipper which was really high in cbd kind of known as an almost overly medicinal strain and wouldn't you know, when I popped it, I fucking loved it because it cheers. got me ripped, but it had a, cheers, everybody happy for cheers. 20. Uh, it had enough of the CBD to kind of give you that medicating <laughs> effect. And the end effect is it got people higher for longer. Like everybody, everybody, everybody was always impressed by those goddamn Ruby Jacks. And for some reason, and this the 100 Day Haze will probably, actually, no, this is a different mom, sorry. But um he ran that mom to something else. I don't remember. I guess that I cannot, I can't remember. I'll just stop talking about that. Uh, how do I put it? Um, I guess I'll end it with that. Honestly, this theory that there's, if there's a little bit of CBD in there, not too much, but a little bit, it seems to make the weed last longer, hit harder, be stronger. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I realize probably now that I'm talking about it, it was like an hour ago that we were talking about it, but 
whatever. I've, I've just been interested in it. I, I know Captain 420 had kind of a, you know, like you, you, you brought it up and I was like, oh, fuck, he'd probably, probably be one of the guys that actually like nods his head. Yes. I don't know. What do you think? I'm sorry. I'm a little fucked up. What was that? <laughs> uh, I was talking about weed and uh, how weed is good. <laughs> yeah, weed is really good. Uh, but for me, uh, you know, I, I like a little bit of a combination of both in my weed. Uh, you know, it, I, I don't see where the CBD has any ill, re Ill effect on the high for me, at least, because uh, I'm sorry, I just don't pick up a lot of these uh flavors and smells that you guys all get either so you know i'm trying to uh fight nerve pain that's constant all the time so i'm looking for something that's you know heavy heavy narcotic feeling it is beautiful but, though know, that cannabis I, has I, so many i'm talking over you go ahead but i do enjoy a really nice sativa high I mean, a nice soaring sativa high, uh, but you can work CBDs into your sativas too. And that's what I was going to be doing here in Thailand was working more uh, CBD strains that are more on the sativa side to fit the climate here. And I know you had talked earlier a little bit, I know jumping back, uh, but yeah. Uh, definitely here in Thailand in the north during uh, October on, I can grow indica, but uh, come the rest of the year, I need a really wispy plant, a haze, something you can almost see through because of all the moisture. Sorry, uh, Potent just sent me something uh, goofy. Um, Say what it is. It's too fucking stupid. Whatever. Uh, it, it's pretty. It's pretty what interesting. It's kind of hilarious. I was just making a joke about something. That... It's a video about surf Nazis. So I haven't even started watching it, but I can already tell it's going to be fucking hilarious. I can tell. Oh yeah, anyway, he said Nazis, so I, I sent in private chat a link to surf Nazis must die. If you've never seen. Did it, I say it, Nazi? I don't remember saying Nazi, but maybe I did. What did I say Nazi about? Oh, maybe I just misheard you. Did I say someone was a Nazi about weed or something? Yeah, I said I did not see that coming. People could be Nazis about their weed or <laughs> some kind of context like that. You said it. Anyways. Did not see. Yeah, did not see it coming. Yeah. It's a trauma yeah. film. If you're, anyways, not to get off topic. Oh, um, just heard what he wanted. Absolutely, though. Uh, I wanted to like back up what he was saying about the CBDs, not like in the equatorials, or you're running into some mm. of those same issues, both mm. in Jamaica and in Zimbabwe. Um, with the CBD strains, be, you know, just wanting to kind of always be on the hot side, uh, no matter what. The other problem we have in Zimbabwe is because previously they were um, doing a lot of tobacco and tobacco farms historically treat uh, pretty heavily with manganese and high, high, high manganese also will increase THC expression, um, you know, to a point uh, as well. So that was like one of the other soil challenges we had in Zimbabwe on top of the, you know, angle of the sun and the heat. What type of uh, challenges do you have mineral-wise that are maybe more unique to Thailand? 
<laughs> well, you've seen that red clay out there, right? <laughs> you can't grow shit in that. Uh, basically, uh, what we have the biggest problem is finding land that isn't contaminated. Most of the land that that is over here has been, especially the rice and the cornfields, has been heavily contaminated. So there's not too much land that is available to grow on here that we can actually grow medical grade cannabis so it doesn't transfer into the plant from the soil or the water. And that's another big problem we have here is the water. Uh, a lot of the uh, rivers that we would be pulling and streams we'd be pulling our water out of has runoff in it. So, uh, you know, it's really bad. So there's a lot of amendations that we have to do to the soil here. But it's just really nice that living in this type of and uh, all those amendments are out in nature and we can just go get those basically, you know, for free. Everybody talks about cocoa and I see coconuts along the street every night just sitting out there. You know, all that husk and all that fiber is just sitting here in Thailand for free. So why not put it on the field? And that's what you have to do here. I have yet to grow here because uh, like I said, uh, I'm to that age now where I don't need to go to jail. And yes, I do have a t CBD permit, but I can't find anybody to rent me property. And one problem with that is, is I'm a Westerner and uh, yeah, it, it's racist here. You know, uh, there's two prices for everything. I'm sure you found that when you were in South America, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're white, you have more money, you get a different price. It's double or triple the price. This is why you send one of your workers to go buy everything. You just give them a shopping list. I'll go there. I'll, I'll usually go. What we usually do is I'll go tour the place with one of my guys <laughs> and find make basically a list and take photographs of everything I think is useful so that I can send them with a little shopping list and photos this is what we did in Africa. And then I'll send a different guy from the farm down there so that they don't know. And then we don't have to pay the, the white guy price. But uh, <laughs> I've also had the whole, you know, DWW driving while white, you know, in uh, in Jamaica. On the south side of it, there's, you know, not nowhere near as many tourists. I've had that too. I've always, I've always been told to have someone drive for you that's local, and um, in Jamaica, if they, if they see that, I think they think that you're like part of a paid tour thing or something, and they'll they won't fuck with you. And I, I've seen a lot of like people like they'll negotiate. I actually watched a video of like I think it might have actually been Thailand or it was an Asian or an Asian cultured country, and uh, a, a white white guy walked in and he kept bargaining, kept trying to leave, and they kept lowering the price and lowering their price. And there was an Asian man there, and 
he ended up paying less than what he just paid and he got wicked pissed off because they were bargaining. It's just, I think it's just how you, you get like, I don't know. I, I always feel like I could get a better price if I'm at it. Like if they're trying to highball me, I'm going to lowball them and I'll just walk out. There's a million hotels. <laughs> I think we're talking about different situations. Uh, the other thing I would oh, say too is if you're traveling yeah. in a country that you're not familiar with, always keep at least sixty to one hundred dollars US on your person to like fast cash your way out of uh, a problem if uh, you know you do run into someone being particularly a prick at a checkpoint or something. I've heard yeah, that, I like, carry uh, five hundred baht in the upper pocket, uh, the right pocket. I keep three hundred baht in case I don't have my helmet. And I keep a thousand bot in the other pocket for, you know, in case I, he doesn't want to accept my Thai cannabis papers and the fact that I have flour and not uh, concentrate. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, every pocket's got a different amount of money for uh, a different occasion. <laughs> Yeah, you can pay your way out of a lot of those things, I, I feel like, if you need to. Allegedly. Yeah, and that thousand baht is uh, three days pay for somebody. You know, uh, the yeah. normal Thai person only makes $10 a day, and that's a 10, 12-hour day. But yeah, in most countries, if you can buy your way out of a, a traffic stop, uh, most definitely do that because the alternative is a lot worse once you get to the jail. That's one thing you definitely don't want to do. And these are my cop friends telling me this. <laughs> Never go to jail in another country. Like we have bad jails, but they're even worse. Never jail in any country. Except for like the European Union is chill. They're, they'll treat you all right like, there. Most of the places like Germany and shit. Oh my God. It's pretty yeah, nice yeah. In fucking hotel room. But the rest of the world fucking do that. Don't Switzerland. That. Switzerland's trying to like actually they have like hardened, hardened criminals. I believe it's Switzerland. Don't quote me on that. It's late. Um, and it's actually like um, more of a <laughs> dorm environment and like a rehabilitation environment they have tvs and their own kitchens and they like it's like real life but it's actually really nice i, mean, I forgot it's exactly actually what marvel yeah i marvel at that kind of society it seems to be a little bit more at least in that respect it seems to be a lot more mature like i've said before that in norway like after that gigantic serial killing and blah 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 the guy killed all these kids and whatever dude's still alive you know it's actually kind of a problem he kind of trolls on the internet whatever but they have this different uh, perspective of, of the world they want to first of all be forgiving and rehabilitative and everything they didn't want to be punitive because they for example think like even if that guy is beyond redemption like our society is not beyond redemption it's a very much different perspective you know i i used to think i i thought for some reason that the u.s system would value rehabilitation and actually it turns out that it's far from the case but they don't they don't give a shit about rehabilitation. They only really want to punish you. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's anyone who's ever trained dogs. I mean, every time I say this, someone in the chat will say, Well, no, actually, you can beat the shit of a dog and it does great. But uh, anytime that I have ever in my life seen positive reinforcement versus negative mm -hmm. reinforcement, the positive works better for the dogs. Not only I can that, say this in have... my own life because I, I grew up in the old system where you fucking smacked a dog if you didn't like it. Now I wouldn't touch a dog. Go ahead. 
you have these insurance companies that are like basically like uh, we um so like state farm insurance uh okay um pays for mothers against drunk driving for all of their stuff and for them to be there they're all directly funded by the uh and they actually pay to force laws to get passed to force people to take their classes through their program right so the whole thing is financially motivated they they don't give a shit at all about helping anybody i'm not, I, you know i don't know about the people in mothers against driving but the, the the insurance company yeah that might be a bad example i think they actually have a good reputation is doing that no, no 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 i'm just saying the insurance company funds them and uses them as to weaponize their forced uh, extra money like like basically so that every in every state they get money anytime anybody gets arrested for a dui that's fucked up a private company should not get that that's wrong i think we can all agree that that's wrong regardless if the state wants to that's fine if it was the state that was doing that i'd have no problem right like that's that's my, my problem is, is that it's a private entity that's an insurance company that is using people's emotions to get extra funding for their own company and that's fucked up that that's emotionally manipulating people in order to increase their own profits and that's something that has to be fucking addressed eventually in this country and and i i had to, i went through that personally when i got arrested for protesting they charged me with a dui and my lawyer was like well just go take the classes because it'll be uh, easier for you when when trial comes thankfully they threw out all my charges because we played back the arrest and i was you know nowhere near my fucking car nor was i drunk I didn't. I blew straight zeros when they arrested me in, in jail. So, you know, there was no, you know, I hadn't drinking at all probably in 72 hours that day, or you know, from from that day, I was out camping the weekend before up in the high country where you don't want to drink anyway. It's too high altitude. Anyways, long story. But um, they charged me with a DUI, so my lawyer was like, "Just go take the classes," and that's when I learned that all this stuff is how it's funded they come in with like state farm insurance sweaters on shit and and they're reading you know all their little briefcases got state farm insurance and the whole nine it's like wait a minute this isn't what you guys said it was this is like a a, a, a you know a division of state farm that gets money every time someone gets arrested like that's fucked up like that's that's something that i think does need to be and who, and who knows what other parts of our legal system are like that monetized right with that type of model i'm sure there's other people that have other things that are required to do for other types of arrests that are equally as you know you know mon a monopoly on on all this bullshit, and that's wrong you know it's something that has to change with the legal system again not shitting on mothers against driving they i'm sure they help people but uh, i'm saying the people that fund them uh that's the problem and how they get those laws through for a long time they're written so that they're the only ones that can provide the classes that's my problem if they want to have state funded classes and stuff and require all the same shit that's fine it's just the fact that it's a private entity that's basically forcing people to have it as part of their their punishment and no company should be able to legislate profits off of the penal system like that that's bullshit well so Turbo we have the same legislates shit. profits off the tax system you know we, we don't have to like you could honestly just like fill out some forms and the the, the government would send you like your, your refund the entire system could be simplified but companies like TurboTax TurboTax lobby to make sure that they basically get to be a middleman that charges money and there's all these fucking filters where some fucking gigantic behemoth basically just gets to suck money yeah. out of you 
exactly. Like, it's always like that. The only time, like, I've ever seen the, like, little guys, like, actually getting, like, money is when the government had, like, military contracts up for bid auctions and there was, like, a bunch of companies bidding for it. Um, but, like, now, even, like, I have to, I've gotten five tickets. Like, I don't drive right now because, like, I got five tickets in, in the state and they made, they want me to take two classes and then pay a bunch of money. So like, but they use one company to take the classes. You know what I mean? Same shit though. It's like, the, that's the only place that you can take those classes. They do it in different uh, cities throughout the state. You just got to pick a time I'm actually online since COVID. But the community yeah. College or something, you know? it sucks i gotta take two of them because i got tickets like it's 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 i don't know they even took my license away for a year they were like here we're gonna take your license so i was like wait it, it was this is right when covid started to happen and i was like are you serious because i got into a couple accidents so that got that got used against me too um so i ended up with five things on my like they, it's not even like all tickets it's five things on surchargeable events so it's like whenever they can charge your insurance you know what i mean and for a year they're like oh we, we take your license away for a year if you get six of them i only got five and they still took it away for a year and now they're still making me do two classes and they were supposed to be eight hours it used to be eight hours in person you know what I mean? I would have to take the class twice. Like, that's ridiculous. Now it's online four hours. So it's just kind of sad, like, the systems we live in. Yeah, but think about it this way. You'll have all the answers for the written part. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to fly through it anyways. I'm pretty sure I know the company that made it. My dad, my dad taught, like, motorcycle safety and driving for, like, 28 years at like a place so it was like you i actually took my license test there not like the uh, registry type thing so it was cool i'm gonna eat my cheeseburger because i'm hungry So what type of uh, insects do you have to deal with down there in Thailand? Basically, uh, the worst ones here are the spider mites. They get a lot of things. Uh, we found in one of uh, my friend's uh, beds he just put in that uh, he planted some marigold plants and he found a whole bunch of mealybugs were just congregating to the plants. And he actually had to take one out of the garden because they were just covered in it. So those little white mealybugs uh, we're having a trouble with those, but, uh, you know, 
we're starting to implement things over here and see what actually we can put in with the cannabis to help uh, fight the insects. Uh, and again, like I said, uh, you know, I, I have been here, but I haven't yet grown here in Thailand. It was going to be my first time coming up, but uh, things have called me back home. And uh, besides that, uh, it's going to take Thailand a year before they can really start to uh, figure out what permits are given out and things like that. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to get a shot here until probably November, December, if I'm lucky. So, uh, but like I said, I've never grown here and it was gonna be an experience. And uh, I do know some people that have grown here. That's why I can tell you about, yeah, the Melia bugs here in Thailand go straight for marigold plants. Uh, I've seen a lot of plants with spider mites. All you see are little dots all over the plants. And, uh, you know, it's just a constant battle, just like back home. Uh, the powder mildew, I really don't see that here. Uh, bud rots, I don't see that because most of the cannabis that I see is 30 to 45 days premature. It, it, they don't uh, finish the flowers out here. Crazy. It's more money crop. Well, I guess that makes sense. If it's a 12 or 16 week crop, like 45 days for them, it's like, no, get that the fuck out. Get that, get that to market. Looks ready. Let's get it out. Yeah, we're not that we're not that bad, but we get a lot of premature um, pulled stuff. And back in the day, our best weed was some of the premature pulled stuff because the other, the other stuff was Mexican uh, brick. You know what I mean? So we were ended up getting Canadian um, premature Canadian um, in, and it was decent. I'm sorry, guys. It was you guys. Dick, you guys are dicks, but whatever. About what? What are we talking about? We're talking about cellos. Goddamn, goddamn Canadians. Goddamn Canadians. Goddamn Canucks. Goddamn Canadians. Goddamn Mongolians. Break down my feet wall. Right. Dude, I had the chance to go and eat at that goddamn, like, the restaurant that inspired that entire sketch, and then I just, I banned <laughs> very good reviews on, on, uh, what was it? That uh, actually was a restaurant. Or whatever the one that it's an actual restaurant. Yeah, City Walk. It's really popular oh, in Burbank. Yeah. I'm gonna look at it and now I'm gonna find it. They have like a. That's a definitely... I think they have an app. I think they have an actual app. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But I got all. I was super nerdy. Like I, I guess I'm still kind of nerdy with restaurant reviews. Like if a place has terrible reviews, like it usually sucks. So yeah, yeah pretty like, much. They, they happen to have like yeah. just the, it's the, the, I think the it's smoke still and fire had decent reviews, but they had like two months of just awful reviews. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see maybe wait until the new manager sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you can have a couple bad reviews if they're all bad. It's all bad. Yeah. yeah. Caledonian uh, taking off. Uh, the freaking Burt Reynolds uh, suit was the uh, what was it chafing or was it? Uh, no, uh, Burt Reynolds. He retires for the evening for uh, cocktails. That's probably what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. It was the uh, cocktail. Caledonian. Cheers, dude. Just to take it off. Nice to see you. 
yeah um good to see all y'all as always um we'll catch you around next time whenever that is you know uh this is my first wednesday with you so that was interesting i just wanted to come in and check in i knew i wasn't going to be able to stay long i you know i am on a date after all this is on the the one of the longer times that you've been here actually well it's a long one of the longer times i've been on this because i've never been to wednesday but uh well there you go we'll see hey anyways good night have a good night, brother. Hope, Cheers, dude. hope you have an awesome night, man. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye, y'all. Him and his wife or girlfriend are girlfriend. He's on that date right now. That's kind of funny. Scott checks in. What a good! I would. Love, I can't wait. Hopefully, when I do get to like driving and stuff, I would love to smoke with Caledonian. For sure. He seems like such a cool person. Good vibe. Yeah, uh, it's funny to think that because uh, I've known him so long now on this show, I feel like oh, he must have been at the Tasting Society, must have been at, at Cannabisians meeting, and I feel like I know him since you know a couple of years. And it was so hilarious. One of the first times I said that, I was like, oh, do you know so and so, like Stevie or somebody? He was like, oh, I don't know that person. Uh, and he was like, no, I went to like two meetings before COVID hit. It's so, like we we basically <laughs> gotten to know each other like on this fucking show, essentially. Oh, it's just so bizarre. Like, like my memory is going to be so distorted for friends and stuff. It's just so absolutely bizarre. Yeah, the got funky. What are we? There's good things about it too, I suppose. Did we, we meet some onwards and upwards? Uh, did we meet at the Northwest Cannabis Club, or did we meet at that Dugros thing there? Did we meet there, or was it before? Because when I was in town, I always tried at to pop the there. Northwest Cannabis Club at Dugros. Yeah, yeah, that's it uh jr organized that event it was called the dude grows nug throwdown and i want to say they did have a second one but it wasn't in portland fuck it was supposed to be and then for some reason it felt well you know what it fell through because they actually i guess i don't want to go into details but uh, there were some some there were some conflicts with that club. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't an ideal place to go to. And uh, I caught some shit because people thought I was affiliated with them, and so they avoided me for the longest time because they thought I was somehow like tied at the hip to them. And I don't know. I've actually come to terms with that. Like I've, I don't know. I've, I've said this on the show. Like I, I, I wish they weren't gone because they actually closed down and stuff. I, I just wish that things had kind of ended differently and it was not a. I don't know. Whatever. We don't have to sugarcoat or speak ill of the the gone or whatever. You know. I wish them well. I hope that they, they do better stuff. I, I don't know. I, I just, I hope that people in the future will not, I don't know. That's pissing in the wind, I suppose. Club owners oftentimes aren't the best people, frankly, but uh, I would like there to be decent club owners because honestly, like the better the clubs are, the more that we can have good communities. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Luke. Sorry. No, it was just a super cool place. It was an incredibly cool place. Uh, it was an incredibly cool place. That wasn't the problem at all. Yeah, that wasn't the problem. Some, a couple of the employees and stuff. Too, I guess I'm just too drunk and I'm talking about it. I shouldn't talk about it. I just, I guess where I'm, where I'm going with that is that I, I don't want there to be bad vibes. And I don't want, like, those people, I wish them well. I don't think they meant well. Like, a lot of those people were chill people and everything else. We caught them maybe on a bad day or whatever. But uh, it would be nice if people, like, every day, like, think about, I say this at the end of every show, but who knows if people watch the end of the show because it's a long fucking show. Like, how do I put this? Like, try to be positive. You know what I mean? Try to put positive energy into the world instead of negative, if you have a choice. I was going to say, on the previous note, um, uh, actually, not nothing to do with Northwest Cannabis Club, but just on a on the note of uh, 
well, this was a different, actually maybe not on the note of any of that, but um, there was a local dispensary that um, uh, OMMA from Oklahoma, uh, I guess was contacted as part of a custody, angry custody dis dispute between two parents where one parent was trying to use the other parents cannabis use against them in family court and got uh, dispensary employees to testify against the other parent which to me is like Are you way the fuck over the line oh yeah this happened That's here like in a fucking town i'm in or a town that we, right next door to where i am uh where, where we sell a lot of product to and that blew me away dude their their customer base has just crashed and rightfully so but this is come total bullshit like how the fuck is that legal like that's that's it seems like there's first off so we're under the dispensary hip, like the, we're the were the bud also, tenders like yeah right hipaa shit like but were the bud tenders like expert witnesses or what they were saying they were buying excessive amounts of cannabis that was the whole thing <laughs> what's no. excessive based so on i have yeah, 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 the, <laughs> the thing is yeah that's the thing who is that that's some random worker. What is? I help admin some of the local county groups, and you know I get to see. You know I have to basically moderate some of the shit. Um, but yeah, that was completely, completely insane, and I couldn't believe. I mean, you want to talk about something that get people fucking pitchforks and torches in three seconds? Go fuck with people's kids over their access to medicine. That's fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. In a state that has a, a pro program for minors. You know, fuck, I know three different medical patients that are that are under the age of 18 that we work with, right? We're about to take on a fourth that we're helping out. So it's fucking crazy, you know? No one should be, you know, facing that. But I just blew me away to hear dispensary employees testified. I was like, holy shit. That's a whole new yeah, level. Yeah, I'm of thinking about I'm thinking about the future because a lot of times you would have something like that you'd have like a, an expert witness, but that expert witness would have to have some kind of credential. So maybe that would be the manager of the dispensary or something. I don't know. But in this, and they would be paid. They would honestly be paid to show up. And so that circumstance would be like a job for dispensary owners to go and testify against customers. That's an interesting new paradigm that we're going to have to consider. But now I'm also thinking that actually the bud tenders probably testified for free. Like based on what, like what's their expertise? They sell weed at a dispensary? Like you clerk at a grocery store? I mean, does that make you an authority on bananas? I mean, like seriously, like uh, how do you know that they're selling, they're buying those bananas for their personal use and not for their cultural use? So how do you know that they're not skinning those bananas and making clothing out of them? Like, you know that they're eating them for the excessive potassium? Like there, there's no fucking way that that person would be an expert witness, no fucking way. So how would that bud tender be a, an expert witness? So they fucking rat it out for free. So I'm just My thinking question. to myself like nationwide, there will be bud tenders that will rat that shit out for free. Go ahead. How the hell are they able to use the medical system as like the whole thing through and through access to those employees? There's a whole lot of fucking things that should have stopped them before they got to the dispensary. That's kind of icing on the cake at that point. Yeah, I don't. All right, listen. So they either went in there and they were like, "Listen, we'll pay you to say this because um, you work here," and they got paid through shady means. You know, because that's I'm pretty sure the medical market, I'm not positive in every state is it's regulated through the state and is and, and it and it kind of is. That's what I'm saying. Like, did they just ask the bud tenders? And they were like, well, sure, we'd be happy to testify against our customers. 
that makes no sense. It, it, I don't get it. And he definitely needs to fight that and be like, listen, I have a medical card. Who is this person to tell me? I wouldn't have expected that. You know, I wouldn't have expected to hear something like that, you know? I mean, yeah, no, it, I was, terrible. we were, uh, my girlfriend and I read it and we were jaws on the floor, like, what the fuck? And then we immediately called the, you know, because we, we sell edibles and stuff in town. We immediately called the, the place where, you know, our, the lab basically and made sure that nobody sells to them again because we don't want our name associated with them at all you know that's that's completely insane like that no one should have to worry about you know any of that shit when they're just trying to get help you know in medicine I mean, it's, uh, I mean they, they have no basis to even make any kind of judgment. You have literally no earth. And I say no, this nothing. sincerely. Like, if you buy the legal limits in your state, they have no way to know who you're buying that for or for what reason. It doesn't matter. They give you a limit. They give you a legal limit for the state. The state has appointed this is the legal limit. You can buy up to this amount. You can even, in some cases, come out the door and come right back in some states. You can buy that legal do limit it. several yeah, times. On and on and on. It's just fucking weed. A lot of states have realized that. But for example, Captain 420 has a much higher need for weed than, let's say, some just absolutely recreational user or whatever. But they have no way of knowing who is who. Like you look at him, he's riding a motorcycle, he comes in with this full on fucking uh, bat suit with the leather and whatever. Actually, I don't know, maybe you wear flip-flops when you when you ride it. But if you're going 130, chances are you might be wearing a helmet and so on. So he comes in there. They don't know him from a hole in the wall. How do they know that that, bro, that person only really needs to smoke one gram a day? We know that because uh, we're experts. Okay. I'm kind of shocked. I'm honestly kind of shocked. I would never, I wouldn't have ever imagined that a bud thinner would first of all, I had to have the nuts to go and say like, well, I'm an expert. I can find the art of which weed someone deserves. But then second of all, they would rat on someone. Go Steve, ahead. what source? Like article wise, article wise, where'd it come out of? Well, this was this was a post by one of the parents involved. Mm, interesting. It was on the on the local county group, and they had some supporting evidence for it too in the post. So it wasn't just like an angry Facebook post. They had screen, you know, pictures of documents. Did you even know is the world's flat, bro? <laughs> What? Check the ice walls, bro. You were and I delved my toe into Facebook recently and immediately was like, abort, abort, abort. Yeah, that's bad. These olives are great, by the way. I got bacon cheeseburger as well, so. Jesus, H. Christ, Master, you're always eating freaking fire. Bacon cheese. Did you make it yourself or buy it? No, I bought it. Oh, cheater. Yeah, bought it. But no, Although, oh, if there's any, if there's any burger that I would say, like, okay, I, you get a pass, like that, that's one. So I use the top for the, of the um, bell pepper for the cheese, and I have it cooking on the other side. And then I put the top oh, I was back on. Him, I was giving him uh, shit for his uh, bell pepper, stuffed bell pepper picture. I was like, dude, you forgot the hat. It's just an appearance thing. And he's like, oh, that's where the cheese is. I understand. But it's like fun. You offset it a little bit. It kind of looks like a hat, whatever. It's just kind of cute. I, <laughs> in. I just I took it while the hat on there. Warming up, though. So I didn't want, you know what I mean? I said, oh, fuck it. I'm tired. It was late. <laughs> You'll never get that third Michelin star, man. It's never going to happen.
like the Michelin Man. Woo-hoo. Boy, that's good. It feels very doughboy. I definitely get trying to. I need a new camera. I want to. I got to figure out what I want to do. I want to. We need the new Canon EOS R3 when it comes out. It's only going to cost like $8 million. No, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get a cheaper DSLR. I don't uh, know which DSLRs one are kind of old hat. Why not like a, a mirrorless now? Oh, I might go with mirrorless. I like the Samsung mirrorless. They're pretty nice. Samsung mirrorless? Yeah, they have mirrorless. I think it's called the J2 or J1 cameras. Uh, use. They're a little bit older cameras. Uh, they have pretty good reviews. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going. Camera. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't get one of those. I'd go, I'd go for something newer. I'd go for something like Fuji. Fuji has pretty inexpensive cameras that are bomb. Like they're really nice. You know, I, I was thinking of doing like I really like that point and shoot Olympus and how good the stabilization is on it. So I was kind of thinking of staying with them because like that thing takes bomb pictures. You know what I mean? I always say learn to edit before you buy a new camera. The new camera is not actually going to make you a better photographer. It just it oh, will just, fulfill yeah. your desires, but it won't really. If you have concrete needs, like for example, if you cannot, how do I put this? If you cannot change the aperture, if you if you, if your camera does not have a manual settings, uh, or if it doesn't have the settings that you want, like the aperture doesn't get big enough, or if the focus isn't close enough, on and on and on, then there are concrete reasons to upgrade your camera. But a lot of people just assume somehow that a nicer camera, more expensive camera, will magically make them a better photographer. And actually, it's a really disappointing moment when they buy the camera. And then it's, how do I put this? It's like this negative reinforcement. Remember what I was talking about, positive reinforcement with, with dogs. It's actually a negative reinforcement for a lot of photographers. And a lot of photographers give it up because they buy an expensive camera, maybe even a couple lenses. Maybe they even fucking go nuts. And they just splurge yeah, crazy. Well. Yeah. And then they take the same fucking photos or they're even worse because they know they don't even really know this new camera basically, whereas they knew the, the old camera pretty well and they give up. Yeah. So actually, like I say, far better advice, honestly, far better advice to start editing your photos. And I'm not joking. You have to start Whoa. editing, shoot in raw. So first of all, if you shoot in JPEG, you don't know what I'm talking about, what editing is. You're just always fucking the photos. You're playing with sliders and stuff. You shoot in RAW, and that's, by the way, another reason to get a different camera potentially, because uh, in RAW, you can change the ISO after the fact. You can do, I always am embarrassed, like when I, like just today, I posted a picture, the ISO was off. I, was, I, I wasn't paying attention. I posted it, it's too yellow, but whatever. It's fine, I'm just leaving it. Fuck it, this is there. But the point is with the RAW, you can basically go back and say, oh shit, that's not what it looked like. And you can literally move it because it's raw information. It's took all the raw, info, like with the raw, whatever center data basically it, it, it you can change the iso i'm too fucking drunk to basically say this clearly you yeah no, i guess your heart's content but with a jpeg you'll make the picture more distorted one way or the other when you change things like the iso yeah. or even just the color balance or whatever so you shoot in raw and you start to edit your own fucking photos and you basically create for example if you want to do it my way you create your own presets so basically for you don't buy some assholes presets that's just a fucking waste of time because you still have to adjust the photos yourself. Every one of those presets, the presets is like a recommended suggested guide or something. It's still basically nothing that you can use. Uh, you create your own presets though, for example, to unify like all my Morganas in my one environment will have one preset. And so they all look the same. Bedrock Boogie will all end up looking the same. And I'll just basically click that preset and then adjust it to make it look right. Uh, how do I put this? Probably half of this doesn't make any sense. Some of it makes sense. But the point is that you can't do any of that unless you start actually editing on decent software. So for example, and I'm also not talking about like Visco with the free. Okay, I would actually, I've said this before and I would actually do this now that I'm fucking babbling. 
Visco on a phone. Like if you just use your phone, like if you have a newer iPhone, this newer iPhones are crazy, yeah, that's by the, the way. problem. Well, so if, the, you do, if someone in the chat does, if they want to just yeah, kind yeah. of keep dip their baby toes into the world, Visco is actually a fun app and it does a lot of film emulation stuff. So what it does is it kind of overlays these, um, what do you call them, uh, presets. They're, they're like presets, they call them something else, but they're a preset that overlays the kind of the look that that old actual film used to have, like Fujifilm or Kodak film or whatever. They have some other kind of film, like fun uh, emulations whatever and you can got what you get basically is you get the sense of how how is my style what is my style what do i like do i like contrasted pictures do i like stuff where the light is focused in like okay i'm boring half of everybody but that is a fun like i, I started with that app on my phone a few years ago when i was just like eh, let's fuck with my phone a little bit and it was actually kind of fun i really enjoyed it because i used to shoot with film so it was kind of nostalgic for me like oh this is like my old you know fuji Velvet or whatever the fuck right that's maybe you don't care about that but the point is like i would totally do something like that if someone's listening in the chat like if you're like oh i don't know where to start like yeah just fucking buy that the app's like i don't know five dollars you pay like ten dollars a month no ten dollars a year maybe i don't remember what it is it's not it's, it's a little expensive but not that expensive buy it for like you know six months or a year whatever the minimum amount of time get used to it and then graduate to something better but uh with like uh, actual cameras and stuff on the other hand i would say um a lot of computers actually come with pretty decent uh, editing software. You can get like subscriptions. If you if you sign up to like a local community college or something, you can get discounts on all kinds of stuff. You can get really crazy discounts on Adobe. So even though Adobe is crazy expensive, if you're actually a student, you can get a much lower uh, rate on that. You can get Lightroom, all kinds of stuff. But how do I put this? Um, what's what's I'm uh, this whole time that I'm talking, I'm trying to remember this free photo editing software that I can't think of. Um, this computer came, my computer came with a lot of shit. Um, There's a lot problem, of really shitty editing software out there, though. There's a lot of crap. My stuff. problem is, I'm not, well, I was trying to take a video on my phone today on for Instagram, and I always have to, I always have to go in with when I video or take pictures on the phone, I have to physically go into it edit that picture and lower the brightness it always shoots out of focus it's harder it's it's the phone's not really good the, my point and shoot is good but it's starting to really show its age you know what i mean the batteries and the like it's just becoming more of a pain in the ass um it shoots amazing for real they took this picture with it behind me like i can get good pictures with it but then still like and by the way that's a great example of a picture that if your phone could shoot in raw you would get a much by the way i just remembered what it is i literally have the fucking program it's called dark table it's free it even has a nice little like colorful logo um i think I, it's another one i have too i never use it but digicam i think is another one that's like it both of those i think i tried they were okay uh, i use capture one uh, i have lightroom too but i prefer capture one but you got to pay for that it's kind of on the expensive side it's super complex and whatever Darktable is a little hard to get used to, but the benefit is that it's free and there's a fuckload of YouTube videos. At least I think that's the one that had a bunch of YouTube videos about how to use it. That's really helpful, actually, more YouTube videos than Capture One had, frankly. Uh, and so you can learn all about like the processes and how to do this, that, and the other thing. That's really, really useful. Because like I said, that picture right there is slightly overexposed. You could, for example, learn how to basically change the manual settings. Or if you shot the in raw, you could literally just dial it back ever so slightly you could change the iso a little bit so it could look a little bit nicer like you could honestly make that picture look like three times as good just by properly editing it basically in a good you know editing software and that's everyone thinks oh you're talking about photoshop picking it no, 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 no. 
you, you'll start to understand what I'm talking no, about. No, yeah, I get it. It's hard to describe, I, just, I guess, you know. I'm trying to I'm going to end up getting a, a light box and um get you know, the you're little about something else. The light all that's all different stuff. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about lights and the this and the, the Well, that's my problem. The bicycle. All everything Don't always... have to change any goddamn thing. Don't change any goddamn thing. Just start editing with dark table. Literally that. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe with, your camera doesn't I could shoot edit. Up, but I'm pretty sure most yeah. most point and shoots from the last even. I think my old Canon G9 shot in in raw. So like you, it's a setting. You can see JPEG or there's a couple other ones like now. Now there's half. Yeah, no, half not this one. Or that one doesn't do raw. Are you sure? I know that. Yeah, I looked. <laughs> I've been through the whole thing. Trust oh, okay. me. <laughs> um, I, maybe my phone does, but my phone sucks at focusing. Sucks. Suck, suck, suck. Maybe instead, I mean, the phones, well, I don't know, I can tell people how to spend money, but I can always buy a new phone. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about buying a better phone. Um, I think it'll go on iPhone, well, actually, yeah, iPhone maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's what I have, but uh, Potent's going to say the freaking uh, Pixel, right, dude? What were you saying? Pixel 3 or whatever? Yeah, Pixels are the shit, man. I like I'm a I'm that type of person though you know what I mean I'd buy I thought about the Pixel I looked at it I don't know I I have cheaper phones I've always had cheaper phones but even my cheaper my last phone took better photos but this one takes good photos it just it just takes up and it edit like I like the software in this one it's easy to use um, like I actually understand how to do stuff and it's just sliders. And like, I, I, I like literally one day I went through and I just started sliding things and I'm like trying to figure out what looks like more like in there and how I could, I like fading the background out. I don't like having a background. I rather just have it focused on a flower. Like I'm learning and I, I, and I know I need a better camera. Cause the, like, like I like that one the battery cover is kind of funky and it, and it keeps opening while I'm trying to shoot. So like, I have to hold it certain, you know what I mean? I like the camera aspect. I like having a camera. I'm going to get a tripod. Get on bricks. Uh, we've been talking about Ouch. Google this whole time. Uh, it's called Snapseed. Uh, it used to be its own company, but Snapseed is now owned by Google and it's pretty decent uh, editing software. It's really good for, uh, like all the AI stuff that they do, but the 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 interface is somewhat simple. Uh, however, uh, it's actually good editing software. You get on your phone. I think they used to call it something else on the desktop. I, so I don't know. I don't know. It might be some different name, but whatever. Snapseed, I think is what it's called. Anyway, it's actually pretty yeah, funny. What do I have in Power director. Um. I wouldn't have come on your phone. Like a lot of the stuff that comes on your or on the computer is just good progress. Oh, I'm looking at my laptop. It's, yeah, it's not probably worth it. Uh, like the stuff that came on old Sony's and stuff. It was yeah, it was not good. Um, yeah, but this is brand new. This probably came out like last year, right. I think. I don't know, whatever. But um, try Snapseed or uh, what else? Like I said, uh, Darktable. I don't know if anybody in the chat knows. There's also, oh shit, what's it called? GIMP, but GIMP is a little bit more of a Photoshop clone. It's a little bit more like, these are a little bit all more like what I'm talking about, a little bit more like Lightroom clones where they kind of basic photo editors. Uh, Lightroom essentially is that. It's essentially like a cataloging and basic photo editor. Photoshop, they had, like I don't even use Photoshop. That's full on photo editing where you can actually like redo the entire photo. You can 
changing layers and the sunset's different and there's a fucking there's gnomes there now where they weren't there before and with Lightroom you don't do any of that stuff you basically mess with kind of the the appearance of the photo you fuck with the exposure the vignetting the light colors all that kind of stuff um yeah GIMP will basically do all of that plus it's free Cheers, I'm Medic. Uh, thank you for chiming in, by the way. Do you use GIMP? Uh, on my old Macintosh, I used to use it quite frequently. Um, but yeah, GIMP is, is like an open source. Uh, it'll basically do everything that Photoshop and Photoshop Plus, all that kind of crap will do. The only complaint you can have is that it's a little bit rough around the edges, but so is Photoshop. I don't know how that's really that much of a complaint. Yeah, but it's free. Hmm. Photoshop is really good, but it's also really expensive. Dude, I really thought this description. came with something. Um, I thought it was something decent, too. Actually, I, I, I mean, most of the computers, yeah. Like, when you, you, you get all excited, like, it's just vaporware bullshit. What do they call it? Bloatware or whatever. Like, Samsung, uh, let's say Samsung phones were famous for that. Just, like, hundreds of fucking apps on there. What was the computer company that just had mounts? HP, maybe? First thing you do, your computer came with, like, half a shit. Potent, go ahead. First thing you do when you get a new cell phone is root it and immediately right. install it. Yeah. I haven't I haven't run a non-custom OS on my phone in fuck eight years maybe. Yeah, it's disappointing. Like the computer company, like they they make you. I don't even know what they're doing honestly because they already sold you the computer, but they basically fill the computer with garbage, ads, and bloatware, and stuff that needs a subscription to work. Oh, you're talking about PCs. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Misunderstood. I thought you meant cell phones. Yeah, PCs. I, I don't think, know. I usually, think that's I what he's my, uh, browsing through. It's getting expensive to build your own. Uh, it's cheaper to buy a pre-built right now than it is to drones. The parts are fucking stupid price. I had to buy a pre-built. I wanted so to I like just upgrade my video card, and I was like, "Well, shit!" Like for a little bit. My internet just got a shit or did everybody no he it? just paused his oh, I just yeah, I just upgraded to you. So I got a what is this? I got an RTX, I got an iCore 7 10th gen, and it's got an RTX um 2070, I yeah, 2070 super. So it's a pretty decent laptop. Um it's MSN. I, I like it a lot. It's actually probably the best one. Just smaller. I, it's a 144 hertz screen. Um, it runs pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, I have a, a 1080 Ti. So I'm like just behind you on the video cards, but it still does everything I want it to right now. I just, gonna... you know, the only time it's ever annoying is for is for VR. If I want to run like some of the newest stuff on Max, it can be a little bit rough on it, but that's about the only time where I really, it's mainly, I, I want mainly want a new one because for VR, that's really the only reason why I want a newer one. This, this actually laptop has shit set up already in it for VR, um, virtual reality type shit. So it's pretty dope. Um, all I would need is goggles. Um, and I've thought about getting them, but I, I still like playing. My, I want to get a driving simulator first. My favorite, yeah, I, uh, I like Elite Dangerous and just doing space trucking, flying through space and then just 
dropping off cargo, picking up more cargo, flying, bopping around, looking at the stars and the planets and shit. And like, just relaxing, especially if I can't sleep. I can hop on there for an hour or two, do some space. I call it space trucking. And then, you know, I'll be That's tired. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about like, it's just fun to think like about space truckers. Uh, that's kind of what the 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 aliens uh like before they got like abducted by aliens and stuff like i guess in the first movie they were marines but later on like ripley was basically like a space trucker kind of they're just like fucking around in space trucking but whatever uh what was i gonna say um can you imagine space cargo cults like the alien species car you mentioned cargo cults like what would an alien species cargo cult look like like i don't know some squid alien they're like oh they're, they're bringing cargo they would call God. Oh, they think you're in God. Right. Think about it. Like, if some aliens came down in the Egyptian days or some other shit, or like, I don't know, 2021 years ago, and uh, came down and were like, hey, I'm your God now. Or shit, the conquistadors did it and fucking to the Aztecs. You know, and they were just coming across an ocean. You know, that's not even, you know, planetary travel. I mean, they're definitely going to think that you're, you know, if they aren't already to the point where they have, the, the honest to God, well, if, if you don't already have flying technology, like to just even fly an airplane, at that point, you probably would think that they're God. I mean, how would you have the logic for flying machines or like the concept of like powered flight with you know what separate from a deity right like if you if you like it breaks down to like a mechanical sociological you know layout here i know because it, it depends on how complex the machines that, are sure, I, but I think you guys can yeah. Yeah, that advancement in technology is is uh yeah is basically makes you a god. Do you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna announce the discovery of uh, of aliens here at the end of the month, or you think they're gonna do another uh, one of these? I don't think. So. Don't I thought they already did. Yeah, it would be lovely if they did, but yeah, no, I don't think so. Do we need them to announce it? Don't we already all? Well, no, but I mean, like, you can't really deny that video that the Nimitz took. Like, there's no nothing that's man-made that can do those things. No, that's Bro, true. Or otherwise, you can't. Which one was, was the Nimitz? I feel like the Nimitz one was actually a pretty easy one. Oh, which one? Which one? Fuck. The one, so the, the Tic Tac that, that, well, there's two of them. One that goes in and out of water, like the water isn't there. And then there's another one where the fighter, two fighter pilots double confirm uh, that the thing is there and he locks onto it with the targeting camera and chases it for a minute uh that's the one that um tom from blink 182 released he's like uh <laughs> self-funded ufo researcher <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I think probably it's just drones and shit. Honestly, it's disappointing because I would like there to be aliens. You know, I'd like there to be like a way to contact. I would like the friendly aliens first of all. But I'd like there to be like ways to contact the the, the outside world. Yeah, Pushover aliens. Yeah, right. That's just nice ones. Or, chill ones. Attack aliens. 
So the YouTube is so much faster now. It's not way behind anymore. It's like literally almost no, like our video too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just I just opened it up to open up Zoom on my phone. Um, I was gonna go downstairs to check on stuff. I gotta clean up and do a couple things. So I figured I'd just do it. Um but I looked at the video and I was like, wait, I just grabbed my phone and normally I wouldn't have my phone yet. If it was like, well, I normally would recognize it and it'd be like a couple seconds later. Honestly, it was really late. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, like if I ever have to, if I'm watching something, whatever on the computer, I have to go upstairs and microwave some dinner or something, uh, whatever, you're like getting a drink, whatever it is. And I have my phone. It's super important. I have to listen in or something. Uh, if I turn on the phone, I don't notice it maybe because I'm walking away. But when I come back, like it's like, oh, God, God, God. it's like an echo, basically, you know, anyway. So there's gonna be an echo with smash coming in stereo wise. Uh, I was just thinking about uh, freaking Stargate. That was kind of one of the plots of Stargate with the freaking Goa Wold, where like these uh, alien, they themselves were like a parasitical alien that infected other people, like other aliens. And then they basically like came to Earth on these gigantic pyramid spaceships and then like made human slaves and shit. I'm going to uh, take off and make some dinner here. Uh, I'll catch you guys uh, probably Saturday. <laughs> Cheers, dude. He's like, all right, with the fucking alien stuff, I'm leaving. Take it easy, Potem. No, no, no. I, I'm done. Uh, I'm starving. Uh, I should have ate before I came on. <laughs> Cheers, dude. No worries. Great to see you. Uh, by the way, we keep for, I keep forgetting, fucking hell, I have not even once said about his uh, aquaponic thing. He was so nice that uh, he gave us a discount code, and then I have forgotten every single time to talk about it. Here we go. Copy and paste. If you guys would like to learn a little bit more about uh, aquaponics, aquaponics, Steve is definitely the person to do it. And he's given us a code, FUMI, the code for apmjclass.com. Uh, what was the discount? It was some amount of money. I didn't write it down. It was a one bazillion dollars. A goddamn trajillion billion monopoly money and money. It was, yep. it was, I was like 50 or 75 bucks. It was significant. I don't remember. It wasn't like a percentage discount. It was like an actual dollar discount. Was 50 bucks, 75 bucks. I can't remember. Anyway, some amount of money. 50 bucks would be about 10%. Uh, we can pretty tell expensive them it was, one. Ten dollars, and then just pocket the rest. I'm like, oh my god, give me rip this off. I probably shouldn't do that. That's how it's honest now. <sighs> Captain Four Twenty, uh, what's going on? You, you, you were, uh, you're like, dude, I don't know anything about, uh, or I don't want to talk about uh, APMJ class. Maybe you do. Do you know anything about aquaponics? Like, uh, do you think the Thai growers would? <sighs> I don't know. Would they, like, I guess they have alligators and stuff there. Would they want to grow aquaponically? That's a stupid question. I don't know what I'm asking you. Better question. What's your grow style? There we go. Fucking crocodiles. Oh, you're muted, bud. Yeah, you're muted, bud. You're muted, bud. Still super quiet for some reason. Yeah. Is your headphone plugged in? You're not muted. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hear you. We, I think we can barely hear you. 
It's like the, it's like it switched. Uh, it's like his mic switched to the computer or something. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, we can't hear anything, man. Headphones don't seem to be working anymore. Mm-mm. Maybe switch, yeah. How about now? There we go. Oh, there you go. Got you loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, the headphones actually uh, just died. <laughs> so, but uh, here it's going to be... Um, you know, basically your black earth with uh, buffalo dung, elephant dung, um, chicken. Uh, basically, what we're trying to get down to is what everybody is back in the States. And that's, uh, you know, going with like the living soil. Uh, Thailand's a very poor country. Uh, we do get clear salts and clean salts here. So you can use that for your uh, garden if you want, because everybody else does in major quantities. And that's the problem here in Thailand is uh, you try to teach them something and they've just been stuck in doing it a certain way for years and years and years. And they don't want to listen to a new way of, hey, don't put that on there. <laughs> you know, try this. And uh, their whole uh, answer to everything here is chemical fertilizer. And that's what, you know, we're having a problem with. But indoors, I grow in uh, perlite, pro-mix, or basically any type of peat moss. Little bit of black earth, little bit of manure, and that's it. Now I keep things simple. Uh, basically, I use a food agricultural fertilizer, or here in Thailand, I go down to the farmers market, and there's a guy that sells supplies, and he sells nitrogen, he sells everything by the gram, by the ounce. So I have everything I need basically just made up here. So I can add those micronutrients like copper, boron and stuff like that, that a lot of the uh, bottled nutrients you just can't get. But, uh, you know, everybody knows that once you want to start using organics, that basically you have to set up your soil for at least a year, year and a half in advance before you can actually use it. So. But we're following basically the same things everybody in the United States is trying to go to with those living soil beds. That's how we grow cannabis here. We don't want to put any type of fertilizers and chemicals on it because it's all going straight to concentrate, really. We were talking about that earlier. I was talking about that earlier. Like, um, I mean, those beds, we're not talking about 20 gallon beds we're talking about 100 200 400 gallon beds in some places 
you know, in big, like a, a, a tray, basically. Like that's the complete opposite of a four gallon pot or a five gallon pot or whatever. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's how do I put that? That plant has access to that entire bed. Like whenever they tap in, they tap into that mycorrhizal network. Hopefully if it's a good low till or no till bed, whatever, a good living soil bed, it's gonna have mycorrhiza in there. And as soon as those plants basically tap in one or two days later, they've already been infected by the mycorrhiza, infected in a good way. And they have, have access to all of the nutrients in that entire bed. So they literally can't get a deficiency if that thing is healthy. They just physically can't because there's so much fucking buffering capacity in that soil. And then on the other hand, you could have a one gallon, three gallon, five gallon pot and that plant only has access to that one pot, has nothing else in this life. It's not enough. It's not enough food. Pardon me. You're basically just like just giving that plant just enough. You know, I don't, I don't think that's the way to grow plants. I, I, I would very much push back. I think everybody that thinks that's the right way to do it, I think you should consider another way, which is to give the plant like way more than you think that it should have and then see what happens, honestly. <laughs> Oh, I burn the hell out of the tips all the time. If I'm not burning the tips, I don't have my nutrients right. <laughs> and that's another thing, Fiona. Uh, it was mentioned the other day about, uh, you know, CO2. And I think that is uh, not being used enough in today's gardens. And uh, a good rule of thumb is if you're running between 900 and 1200 parts per million in your uh, nutrients, uh, you know, you can run basically a thousand to 1200 parts per million on your CO2. Uh, I think if you go over that, unless you're running hydroponics and you're pumping 1600 parts per million into your plant, uh, going over 1200 parts per million on the CO2 is uh, a waste. I guess the only reason why I push back on CO2, like I don't have some kind of a fundamental problem with it. I just like, um, how do I put this? I haven't seen that it was super duper duper necessary in my garden. So that I had the luxury of basically saying like, all right, the yield is still good enough. Da, 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 da. And I was like, man, it's just this like wasteful process. I get to be like this, uh, a cool, authentic hippie that doesn't uh, soil the world or something. I don't know. But the reality is like, how do I put it? If I had a commercial garden, I would totally run CO2. Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be some big question. Like it's just like in my small space where it's basically like the garden that I would like it to be, uh, the yield is more than enough that I would like it. To be. Like, how do I put it? Like everything is adequate, basically. Like the, the stretch is even a little bit more than I'd like it to be. Like the, the, the garden is popping. So I'm like, dude, I don't need to have that CO2. So I get to be like, I get to toss my nose up at it. I don't know. That, it's such a unique circumstance. I realized it's like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain that without people saying, well, okay, look, you too. I'm not trying to say it that way. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like well, smaller time gardeners, they don't, first of all, I think a lot of them don't actually get any benefit. Very many hobby, small time growers, uh, even amateur growers don't really get a lot from CO2. But that's about it really that's really the whole point i, I know i realize i'm put, pissing in the wind i don't know it's just like a, my stupid little take on it go ahead captain for 20 oh that that's okay Fumi. you you covered it right there but uh you know 
if you're growing indoors and in a room, uh, you know, CO2 is something you have to look at. Uh, it's something I looked at here in Thailand because uh, I'm going to be running in the 80 degree range instead of the 72, 73 I'd like to run in. I'm going to be running in those mid to high 80s, even 90s at times. So, you know, I got to stay away from stuff like cookies and stuff like that, that herms out. That's for sure. And like you said, actually pumping that CO2 and running LEDs and stuff, that's going to help you maximize those, the quality of that crop. How interesting, right? You have to think about different kinds of environments. Uh, the other day, Smash was complaining about the winter. And I was like, oh my God, my best crops are always in the winter. My kind of... Uh, uh, my experimental crops I save for the summer because I'm like, oh, those are not going to be the absolute most beautiful crops in the summer because sometimes I might even have to shut off one of the lights in the summer or turn down the lights or whatever because, you know, heat issues. But uh, in the <laughs> winter, like, oh, man, balls to the wall. But how do I put this? Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought with the CO2. Um, the CO2 allows you to grow in that enclosed area. And I totally agree with you. The wintertime is the best time. The summertime is when you make seats and go out on tour. I <laughs> hmm. go hit the festival scene. It's easier uh, to keep the temperatures in check in the winter, for sure. Yeah. But the CO2, running the CO2 does allow you to increase your temperatures that you can run at, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was going with it, yeah. You know, there's all these little things that you have to understand. I haven't been on social media that much since, like, 2002 and overgrow. So all of, I'm learning ton of, Tons of stuff from you guys. I mean, tons of stuff, especially about the soil, because we're, I grew up in the time where you did it in a bedroom or you did it in your basement and you learned how to work with those different microclimates. I'm sure if you see my first garden here in Thailand, you're going to see a lot of dead plants because I'll probably end up killing a lot of stuff because I need to learn how to grow where I'm at. And when you're indoors, you learn that by adding CO2, you can raise your temperatures in your garden. Uh, if you're growing with water, then if you drop the temperature and you keep the temperature a nice cool, say 70 degrees in your reservoir, your room can get also hotter. You know, there's all these little things that we're learning and I'm really learning with the soil and what to add with the soil to help combat uh, spider mites and other insects. Because right now, to tell you the truth, I'm learning basically Every month on the internet that I keep on watching shows, I'm learning about a year's worth of information that I used to get or was able to get because basically uh, we didn't talk about this. How useful is this information? Because I sometimes wonder about it. This show certainly has been uh, very unstructured and it's been this kind of live stream, like it's never pre-recorded and whatever, like, uh, 
it's it kind of I've marveled at how like sort of unstructured it is. And so we do talk about fun stuff and interesting stuff, and yet it comes through this whole like conversational format. So it's like, how useful is that information, or is it just like um, infotainment? Depends if coots on or not, right? <laughs> And it's containment or something. I don't know, you know, like any of these shows, how useful are any of them? I guess I wonder to myself, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes we take ourselves quite seriously. Useful. I try not to, but. I, I think they're pretty useful. I think they're pretty useful. I think any information, any information used towards our goal is power. So and anywhere I can get it, I'm happy for it. I mean, that's been an interesting you thing. Like, how do I say that you can't go ahead, Captain? Or, Captain go ahead. Knowledge is power. I seek knowledge. Uh, one of the reasons why I came to Thailand is, uh, you know, I've seen Europe. I've seen the United States. Uh, I'll be going to Hawaii probably in January, February. So that'll be my 49th state out of the 50. Uh, but I came to Asia because of the cheap, cheap travel. And I'd rather see something than read about it in a book or see it on TV. Why not, if you have the chance, go and uh, see it in person, do it in real life. And what's the best stuff you've seen over there so far? What do you think you're missing? The best stuff I've seen over here? Yeah have been sunsets. I am actually a big sunset person. You want me to tell you temples and stuff like that? Well, I'm not big into temples. And actually, once you see one, they're just kind of repetitive. Uh, you know, there is a lot of cool stuff like the bridge over the River Kwai. You know, the killing fields in Cambodia. You know, there's all of that. I, I enjoy going to uh, Samarit to see every year as they start to clear out more and more of the forest, how big actually Samarit Cambodia was. And they're finding out that it's this very huge metropolis city. So, you know, it's nice to go back uh, in a couple years, every couple years and see them to clear out more of that and unearth more, you know, stuff that's been buried for four, five, six, seven, eight hundred years, thousand years. Isn't that something? Just enjoying the people, the culture. It's hard too. don't don't. Don't take it, uh, you know, as it's an easy thing. Like I said, this is about the only time I'm going to talk English today. Uh, the rest is Thai, and my Thai still sucks. <laughs> but uh, at least uh, I feel try. Like a, yeah, that feeling is terrible, too, when your language is terrible and you're trying to walk around. You feel like an actual idiot and because you sound like an idiot because you basically can't communicate properly, right? That communication is this incredibly important thing that we forget about until we basically can't do it, right? So you basically go there and you can't, you can't say like, "Hey, where's the best place to buy a banana?" Comes out, "Me want banana <laughs> best," you know. And they're like, "The fuck of what?" 
the only Thai word in the English dictionary is the word bong. <laughs> and I actually, live, I actually live in the city that has Thailand's oldest bong at the museum. <laughs> That's the only word that translates properly from English to Thai, Thai to English is bong. <laughs> That'll work. And the bong is actually the distance in between the rings on a bamboo tree. That's what's considered a bong. Yeah, man, she wanted a big, big bamboo. <laughs> Which come to find out that there's like 120 some different bamboo strains out there. <laughs> right. Did it turns yeah, out it's uh, Scotty consistent. of the DGC is a bamboo farmer. That's funny when you hear that. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I watch that Wake and Bake show every once in a while. But uh, I'd rather come and watch podcasts like yours. Well, cheers. I asked my woman, what could I do to keep her happy and keep her true? She said, darling, darling, a big, big piece of the big bamboo. <laughs> she <laughs> wanted a big, big bamboo, bamboo. Aye, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said she worked working for the Trini Dollar Bill Mark. You ready first, folks? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I don't know. This is this is an unusual, interesting show. We got smashed over there watering. We've got uh, iMedics silently uh, in the background. We've got uh, a second smashed. And of course, we've, we're back to everybody being scared to come on the show. It's like, it's only 10.30. I was like, dude, it's got to be like after what? No, it's like at not even mm -hmm. midnight. And everyone's scared to come on. They're like, dude, we don't want to get too lit. Or I don't know, maybe they're all Whiskey don't lick me know. hard. <laughs> uh, maybe, man. That rum, that, that rum hit you a little bit. Uh, uh, I didn't even get into it. I didn't even get into it. The whiskey's no? been pretty. It's oh, whiskey. did it bite you? It did. It did. Oh, yes. Fucking bitch. you. always. Always gets me. Dude, goddamn alcohol, man. Like, uh, uh, weed is so, uh, honestly, on some level, you can I know. say that weed I can in a puff good way all is unpredictable. I can, I can puff all day, but it never it never gets me like like alcohol does. I was going to say, believe it or not, the same thing by different means. That sounds stupid. What are you talking about, Fumidor? Okay, I'm a little bit drunk, so, so forgive me. I probably don't make any fucking sense. I was going to say weed is unpredictable. That was probably the wrong word. I meant to say that weed is... Uh, uh, different. You can get like uh, Caps Turpa saying, dude, he needs that heavy shit. It's basically like it would probably knock out someone else. Like you're in, you have pain issues. And so as a result, like it's probably masking a lot of those pain issues more than anything else. And so let's say, I don't know, just pick somebody out of the chat, Matt or Australian or somebody, maybe they're a Christopher or somebody, maybe that weed would hit them like a fucking brick and they'd fall asleep. You know, it'd be one of those weeds that they just kind of, uh, but there's all kinds of other weed that is uplifting and happy. And like you say, you can smoke that shit all day, every day, and not get like blitzed or unhappy or whatever. And you have like one or two freaking drinks, and you're like, oh. I still love alcohol for, for several reasons. Like, like when I see somebody who's an asshole in alcohol, I just don't be friends with that person anymore because I, I feel like it's like the truest self shining through. 
in, in some ways, you know what I mean? Too, man. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say like, "Oh no, it's it's not true." Oh no, 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 no. I don't know, man. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's the most probably unguarded we are. If dogs don't like you and you're an asshole and you're drunk, I mean, yeah, like yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know if there's a try. Either or, I think it's either one. or. Yeah, if you, or. if you if you if you hit it's twice, both, oh man, we're gonna catapult you to the sun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, it can't just be one dog. Like, I know a couple dogs that dislike me. I don't trust those dogs' opinion for anything. I wouldn't trust those dogs' opinion on a bone. But most dogs like me, and most people that I know, dogs like them. I'm a fucking dog whisperer. Yeah. I'll walk. I'll walk up to mean dog, just start petting them, right. and people are like, "Oh my god, that dog bites everybody!" And I'm like, "Oh, really? Seems nice to me." Dog whisperer. Everyone always uh, says that the dog whisperer was some kind of a secret jack off. Uh, <laughs> I read his book, one of his books, maybe one of them. It was kind of interesting. Uh, it was uh, nice was. to learn about the the calm, assertive energy and blah blah blah. It didn't come off as like a big dog expert necessarily, you know. And you're talking Caesar. You're talking Caesar there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog was yeah. yeah. The show was fun. Whatever. Um, I think some of that shit was overwrought though. Like uh, his whole thing, like uh, you have to walk in front of the dogs because if they're behind you, they think that you're in charge. If they walk in front of you, they think they're in charge. Uh, I don't know about that. I think in a lot of pack. First of all, packs are apparently families. That was another thing that was like totally misunderstood. Yeah. Like packs are literally just families of wolves, and like the people in charge are literally like mommy and daddy. You should see my German Shepherd with my kids. Um, if somebody, if like a grandma comes over and even picks up one of the babies at the house, the uh, German Shepherd will like follow and like stay within two, three feet of the baby the entire time that somebody else has it. Yeah. Just waiting. Watch. Just when you, don't you dare try to leave with this thing or anything. Uh, I'll shred you. Yeah. <laughs> dogs are the best too because if you don't do anything wrong that dog will just be lovey-dovey and cuddly wagon tail and you know, I mean, look at you fucking sideways a little bit but uh, <laughs> you know it's friendly but you just wrong that dog a little bit dogs are honest in ways that people are often not honest yes yes they are they also don't usually hold grudges they do sometimes though i've seen i've seen some dogs hold grudges believe it or not, but normally they resolve their problem and they're kind of over it. Do people let their problems fester for years? Like freaking years, man. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen dogs hold grudges too. Like I had a dog back in the day that like my dad had a bunch of like workmen that worked for him because he ran a little construction company. And this one dude we used to always be mean to this dog we had. And then, like, this dog would make plans to fuck with him. She would, like, see there'd be, like, a, a, a truckload of them coming up up the thing, and she'd come and pick the one workman off the back of the truck and pull him right out of the out of the bed of the pickup. Like, she's, like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. She would, she would stalk him. She, was, she hated him particularly. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't like Kabuki. 
you say that yeah like there's tons of i don't know how to put this like in my life i've seen dogs fuck with each other i've seen dogs like play practical jokes on each other especially if they didn't like each other i've seen dogs dislike one person and only one person <laughs> it's, it's just so interesting all the dumb different, different things that they do that's what i'm saying like if a dog doesn't trust you man i just i don't know if i can trust you we're gonna have to we're gonna have to discuss it like every time in my life that one of my like one of my great dogs they're not had, writing you off right was disliked then, somebody like, dude i'm not learned gonna write in you retrospect off. i probably should have you know what i mean like that's the worst thing like all the dogs that i've had like that that dislike somebody in retrospect i should have fucking listened to the we're dog. right the we're dog right, was right yeah. you know? like the dog was never wrong what did I tell you? Fucking dogs, man. Hi, Medic. Do you have a dog? Or are you a dog guy? Yeah, I much prefer dogs over cats. Mm. What did somebody today about cats? I'm not anti-cat necessarily. I kind of... I don't. I don't like them as much as dogs, though. I have to be honest. Like, there's, there's just an order of magnitude. I haven't had a good experience with one. I just haven't had a good. I had a experience couple of good cats. I had a really cool cat. A really cool cat. It actually was a sad story. Like, uh, I fed him at the time. I just thought the canned food from the store was enough. I just, I don't know. I just, whatever. It was like just not far out of college. I was like, oh, this will work. And I wasn't a cat fucking expert, dude. I don't know. Apparently, the canned food, especially both dry and wet, is terrible. For uh, uh, especially male cats, and they'll develop like um, uric—I forget exactly what it is—uric acid crystals in their bladder. Dude, it sounded horrifying because it was super painful. It's like gallstones in their bladder, and then basically he ended up dying of it, like literally dying of it. He, he went into extreme distress. He'd gone to the vet for that a couple times, and they got rid of it. And then one day, I don't even know how he got it again because he wasn't on that food or anything. But I guess they said he was prone to it now. Whatever. So somehow his, his freaking bladder developed that and I don't know, he couldn't urinate and I took him to the vet and he died there. Anyway, but that cat was amazing. Dude, I don't even know if somebody in the chat knows about that. I could not believe that you could buy canned food. That was a really eye-opening experience to me at the time. I wasn't a very, uh, I don't know, like I was, I was pretty skeptical of a lot of different things, but I guess I didn't think that you could buy like death food for cats at the store, you know what I mean? Mm. And that was essentially what it was because I, was, I wasn't buying like dollar store even that you would assume is paid for consumption, frankly. But I wasn't buying discount food off the back of a truck. I was buying it at the store. And uh, it, like the vet was like, yeah, yeah, this is a thing that happens. Hmm. Anyway, that cat was so chill. But the reason why I love that cat more than anything is he was half a dog. Like he basically would like, he, he was approachable and friendly. You could play with him and interact with him. And he would come to me if I had, you know, called him, he would come to me. He wasn't temperamental. He was like aloof. He was very, he was dog-like, you know what I mean? Like when you, dogs are engaging. And so like he was engaging, basically he was. He was a cool fucking cat. Dude, I could not believe that, that, that like you could literally, he was only three and a half maybe when he died. Three or three and a half. He wasn't an old cat at all. It was a long time ago. I had a sweet, I had a sweet cat. It was like, um. What the fuck was it? It was like one of the big ones, and it looked exactly like a little cheetah. It, like its print looked identical to a cheetah. He was beautiful. Um, what the fuck was he called? They're expensive as all hell, and I couldn't figure out why the why the fuck they were selling them so cheap online. Anyways, my wife decided we're getting this thing. 
So we get this, we get this cat and, and he's, and he's, he's super nice. His name was Tonka and he was fucking great little animal. He's super friendly, got along with the kids. Only problem is he pissed all over my fucking house, like everywhere. Like put a, you could put a, you could put a, a litter box in every room and he'd still miss it. Like. <laughs> The whole room could be a litter box. He pissed on the Oh, he might as well been. <laughs> For him, it was. <laughs> so we parted ways. <laughs> I've heard of cats like that, man. Like man, the whole he house just... could have been sand, and they'd find a way to put it on the window. No, man, just he he hated. Yeah, no. He, and then he, he didn't know what he didn't know when he was doing it right or when he was wrong. You'd go catch him doing it, and he'd freak out. You'd walk in and he'd be in his litter box. You'd be like, "Yay, good, good job, buddy!" And he'd go oh freak out and go and finish some out somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, no. That's what I'm saying, man. Dogs are better. My my. So now my wife's like, she's never, never even gonna bring up a cat again. Not even a chance. I don't know. There's some good cats. Like I said, that cat was amazing. I've I've seen them. I've seen them. I one of my drug dealers had a really cool cat. Really nice. Really friendly. I had a cat. If I tell this story, I don't even know if I should tell this story. Uh, I had a cat. We basically, she was really fat. She started to eat the food from like the dogs. And everybody else. Like, she'd eat everything, <laughs> everything, everything, everything. And um, uh, so we basically put her on a diet. And the, the thing is like, she was kind of the aggressive asshole, honestly. Uh, she terrorized this other cat that we had at the time. Like honestly terrorized this poor fucking cat and uh, ate its food if we weren't paying attention. So we basically have to feed her separately. And even then, like, finally, we feed everybody else basically first and kept her, I think, in the other room and would let her out and feed her a little bit less. And that was so infuriating that she jumped off the balcony. One time she actually jumped off. She was like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. And she jumped out of the balcony. I found her around the corner later that night. And we all, we were all freaked out. We couldn't find her. But later that night, I was walking the dog. And she was around the corner. She found a neighbor that basically had an open bowl. And she was just chilling. <laughs> I went up to her and I was like, hey. And she's like, hey, what's going on? She was all friends. That exact thing happened. But she was like, I'm good here. I'm good. Like, you know, she did the whole leg, you know, whatever. But then she went right back to the bowl and sat down. She's like, I'm good here. <laughs> no, so no, we you just say you're going. Like, all right, go with God. I, she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> that fucking cat, man. She's like, I don't know. I, you. I won't accept a slight diet. I'm fucking out of here. I'm out. What do you mean a diet? <laughs> Fucking cat, man. Shit. Yeah. I don't think a dog would do that. I don't think a dog would abandon you over like slightly less food. No, the dog would just like, go beg for food elsewhere and then come of home. The bowl less. Dude, like, yeah, like a dog would like starve to death first. What's that, Smash? I love my cat. My cat's mad show. <laughs> I mean, but it wasn't like that goddamn cat. Fucking diet. Yeah. Cat piece of shit i mean some of them i know i i have known some cats to be really mean or really aggressive and stuff and like getting clawed i'm I'm allergic to getting clawed it like swells up and it's the only thing that like i can get scratched by a dog and it doesn't swell up or a bird or any other animals but when a cat scratches me it always kind of swells up it's weird 
probably the, I hate to say it, but it's probably the fecal stuff from their litter box. Yeah. They actually so preload know. their, their claws with their saliva and their saliva has bacteria oh. in it so that it does cause an infection if they do cause a scratch. Cat scratch fever, actually a real thing. Oh, for real. Huh. Well, now, now we know. That's why I love this goddamn show. Because in the middle of like bullshitting yeah. half drunk, we're like, that's what actual mm -hmm. cat scratch fever is. I thought it was just like a. I'm mad at something else. Dropping knowledge. Yeah. Dude, I yeah, thought it was just totally, the like, I thought it was a totally like misogynistic thing. Like, basically, like, <laughs> oh, bitches be gray in the summer. Yeah, I thought that's what it was, literally. No. Nice. Tell us about the card, man. The voice cracked like I'm 12. Tell us about the card. Yeah. Um, I really like to know. These are like 10 days away. This one started to fade really early all over. This one is the, the same thing and just started to fade. And that's another white wedding, which is just starting to really fade. This one has been hungry and it started one of the bigger ones for like blood size wise um, for the top colas like but um this one's probably I would say six days away seven days away um, this is Lake Tahoe which is um, a wicked nice mix of Blue Dream Tahoe OG uh, actually, Tahoe OG crossed with Blue Dream. Then they took the, that plant and they crossed it with a blueberry Afghani. Um, oh, this one's pretty big too. This is a white wedding. Uh, this one's really heavy. Like that's a like the stacking on it is like. Uh, hold it still. The, the 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 image is kind of jerky. Try to. In fact, I didn't spotlight you. Hold on. Well, let me move something out of the way. Boy, you should. I just watered. I'm an idiot. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, it, the image is kind of lagging. We get like one out of every ten frames or something. So if you could hold it still. Trying, it's hard. Yeah, there pretty tight notes. It's pretty good. Sit down. I still think you need to experience like this. So that plant in the background there, I think is going to be better. Like I think you need to experience some of those good, healthy, vigorous cannabis plants. Like if if uh, if folks haven't had a chance to see what really, really vigorous cannabis plants have, like are, uh, yeah, like that plant right there is doing a lot better. You're, you're going to have a much better time with that one. I mean, all of my indoor grows, I've kept small, really tight noting all the way up the plant, always tight noting. And then I stop it. I should have left it, probably should have let it go. I probably should have just kept everything on it. I definitely trimmed up way too much. Um, but yeah these ones are the ones that i was dealing with a bunch of problems too and they came out of the 
a bunch of different situations that kept happening, and now I'm finally like at the, that's what I'm saying. A bunch of smashed all the situations, situations, situations. You don't get that stuff when you put it in a bigger pot. A lot of stuff goes away. Literally, like all a lot of the stuff. That's why I keep kind of hammering on this kind of subject. Never like is, a lot of the right. problems that I hear about I've never go away with bigger pots. That's it. I've never had yeah. a problem. Smash, you keep arguing with me when I when I tell you other things. I'm telling you, I've never had a different. problem like before. I really never had a problem. I had a nice schedule down. Nothing ever ran out of anything. It was a couple months um, veg, and then. Not even a couple weeks veg, and then I'm what's uh, I'm well, I should I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I guess I'm trying to say that it what I expect because uh, how do I put this? Even if it's a how shall I how shall I phrase this? Even if you didn't give a shit, if it was a hobby grow, if it was just like for fun, you know, like it's your West Engine gets to have like 240 plants. It's your like twentieth out I had of 240 room for plants. That. Right, I would still maximize the performance of those plants to the best ability that they can. So I don't want to. That's why I grow thirty, not not two forty four. That's yeah. I don't want to see floor space. I I have no reason to see floor space because that's light that you're spending basically on floor. Uh, I don't even want to get in there, honestly. No, seriously, (laughs) I don't even want to see. I want to see the when I open up the grow. All I want to see is plant. I want to see like fucking plant and you guys should see like I guess I should take more videos frankly but when I'm taking those videos those reels that I've been doing I'm doing those at eye level I'm not doing that I'm not crawling on the fucking ground there's those that are at eye level those plants are fucking big you know like they would be much much bigger outdoors but they're plenty big indoors and so yeah I I mean I don't like like, to bend over look at my plants I like my I like bigger plants so I can just walk through the room and everything's at my eye level Normally, I have this thing up halfway, and the plants are sitting like this. No, 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 you misunderstand, Smash. The plants are big enough that they are at eye level. Oh, yeah, no, I get that, but I'm saying I put my plants to eye level, and I was using such a small tent, I was minimized to any everything. So I, I trained things to be really, really small. And I try, was try to make them bigger. In the back, yeah. the back, yeah. Now, like, this is yeah, no, you got the room, time to use it, yeah, yeah. Now, light? I... sweet, yeah, exactly. Finally. You got the yeah, the... those HLGs are good for penetrating, too. So, you're just got a 10 gallon pot. Like, I didn't even own big pots, dude. I own three gallons, that's the biggest I own for indoors. Oh, it's nice. no, this is no, now you got 10. Yeah, I've you always go out said, and now you got tens, bro. But I've always said big common. plants are made for outdoors. Indoors is no. to have fun and to smoke. No, I, I don't ever want to waste. No, especially indoors. Outdoors, you don't pay for the light. I pay for the light <laughs> indoors. You know, everything indoor, everything indoors it. you control and you pay for. So in my opinion, you actually have to maximize. Like I would be less concerned about the outdoors, frankly, than I am on the indoors. So for indoors, I have to have high gram per watt. I have to have good performance. I have to have like I, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean I otherwise you're just wasting yeah. your time, I feel like, you know. No, not when you're in a little tent and you're that's where you're confined to though. What's a little tent? Smash, what's a little tent? From the ground up five feet tall to the top three feet, maybe. Matter, I don't know, like that doesn't matter. You I mean you don't have that now. The past is the past. The past move on. I do you don't have, have to talk about it's it. It's my veg tent. 
Oh, well, the veg tent is a different story than the flower tent. I don't know why we're talking about that. The veg. Because that's what I flowered and vegged in. That's what I used. Oh, well, then that's the past, though. But that's the past. Now it's a veg, and now it's something different. This thing is brand new. Like, this tent's brand new. Like, I just just put it up. This light. I didn't even have enough, really, light to fill it out. I just kind of grabbed it, and I. That'll do it. That fucking that'll light that light will do it. But I'm hoping that thing gets or the big plant back there. Like I said, like if I I don't know, it might be too late for me to come in here and and like spread it out. Cause I think if I spread it out a little bit more with some bamboo sticks, that thing can almost like fill up a good portion of this area underneath the uh, why is it uh why is it too late by the way, fill up a good pot is very small for want, that but uh yeah i want these I, I would triple that pot if you wanted to cover a four by four i would triple that pot honestly but uh, why is it too late because that's only in like week one week maybe two it hasn't, it hasn't yeah, been it's uh, going on it, it's going on week three yeah it just started. is it really yeah oh, i guess it's too far away Oh, week three, you can still spread it out. I mean, a lot of people do a big, oh, okay, now I can see the buds. You can still do a lot of spreading on that. It's, it's not going to be the same as you did in week one, but it, uh, a lot of people do defoliation in week uh, three with all the fan leaves and stuff. So Yeah, I did a big defoliation the last couple of days, like looking at and dealing with that problem. But like, sorry, I have one? these things finishing just so I have some flower till that finishes, until I have things going, you know what I mean? These are kind of like 10, couple days away, couple days away, couple days, probably 10 days for some of them, maybe 12 days for some of them. <coughs> this, this one's probably going to go a little bit longer. It, it, it's behind everything else for some odd reason. It's a, it's a white wedding. So, but this one should be coming down, I'd say, another week or couple days so i want to finish those because it's i mean when the pots are dry and i pick them up it's still kind of like or i shake like i'll take one of the um like a piece of the salmon just kind of move it and feel how heavy the buds are and they're all pretty decently heavy so i'll get something to smoke off of that stuff and now since i can keep going I'll, I'll, I'll finish this afghani off because now it's in that 10 gallon and this will be harvested within the if next you wanna, if all those other guys are pulling out smash i'm telling you right now i don't know why you keep fighting me on this like honestly like i, I seriously don't understand why like, i feel like i'm taking crazy pills like i guess i'll, I'll just stop talking about it from now on because I don't, I don't know I, I don't know why else like if you want to fill up that tent the one way to do it is to spread that out oh, for fuck's sake it's in week three all right never mind i guess never mind it's probably too late to up pot it. Never mind. I'll, I'll backtrack. I already up pot it. In the future, if that we if that plant were in like uh, still in veg, you were talking about that other veg tent. Anything that you have in that veg tent, if they're anything approached that size, I would up pot them in a twenty gallon pot. I wouldn't even fuck with a ten gallon. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm buy another them. pot, a twenty gallon. That's very common for growers. They go to the grocery store and buy new pots. I don't know how many times I've gone to the grocery store literally just to go buy yeah. some pots. Like I had everything else, but I'm like, oh fuck, I'm out of pots. You go to the grocery and you buy pots. Shit, you do that. Uh, so I would go and I'd buy a 20-gallon pot, fill it with dirt, and basically fill that, the, put that whole plant in there. By the way, you don't actually have to fill the entire way up. A lot of people will get a 20-gallon pot and plant a little bit down and maybe do two-thirds, and then maybe the next grow, put a little bit more dirt in there, and on and on. 
But in the meantime, like I would put a 20 gallon pot, uh, the veg plant in a 20 gallon pot, put that in one corner. And then I would do three more of those in all fucking honesty. And then anything else that you put in there, I would just plant in half of one of those pots. People always forget that too. We were talking about that earlier. Like if you have that 20 gallon pot, like you can plant two pots in, or two plants in there. You don't have to plant just one plant, like depending on what your plant counts or however you grow, like that 20 gallon yeah, pot can sit there in one corner. One. You can fit four of them. Basically, you could probably fit depending on what, if you get plastic 20s, you could put five. If you get the tall ones, you could put six. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of different things. I don't, I don't know what all the different stuff you have at your grocery store is. Um, 15s are good too and in 15s you could put two or three all of those flowering plants all of those could fit in one 20 gallon pot and they would be happier i don't think you understand like i used to scrog out my other tent and it used to be fine like used to okay, the soil used doesn't to. have anything to do with the scrog those are two different yeah things. but like you don't have enough soil saying, space to scrog I just, that out. i just put that in a 10 gallon like clearly i know i have to move to bigger pots and i'm doing it I don't know why you lecture me every time. Like clearly, I just went to I there. Guess maybe and I am. All right, All right. I'll stop. I, I guess if it sounds like that, I'll stop doing it. Never mind. All I got right. a ten-gallon pot today, though, and I just uppotted her because we talked about it. You know, I'm like, I didn't have that here. That's a ten-gallon <sighs> pot back there. I it's really, it. it's really hard for me to pull off my sevens. It's really hard for me to pull off my sevens, and it's hard with extras of fish water and jadam liquid fertilizer and all that and it's still hard to keep ahead of every everything um but it's doable um but fumi's right it's just it's a lot fucking easier just to have a bigger pot and then worry about less stuff yeah, I don't know. It just comes down to like, fuck, I, I don't mean to lecture. I guess I'll shut up, but it's a fucking gardening yeah, podcast. Like, I don't want people to have a shitty garden. I don't want people to like, I'm just, I'm just, a bad no, way. Just, if I I'm see somebody pouring you. broken glass into their garden, I'm going to be like, please stop doing that. That just, that's horrifying. Don't do that. And they'll say, like, oh, but Swami so and so from such and such told me that I should pour broken glass in for high fucking magic capacity or some <laughs> shit. And I've heard dumber things than that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and just stuff that it's just like, you know, that it's going to poison the soil or whatever, you know, that there's high arsenic in something or whatever the case may be, or somebody will do just some fucking dumb shit and everywhere else I'll hold my tongue. But I mean, fuck, this is a growing podcast. I'm not going to hold my tongue. I mean, no, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying not to lecture you. I guess if it sounds like that, I'm not trying to lecture you, but uh, I was just messing I with you. I, I love, I love the idea that people can have the experience of growing seeds that grow like fucking weed. You know, not little bonsai plants like that was the illegal old days. You know what I mean? And like they had to keep the plants small and have like two, three joints. Like here's me luxuriating on fucking weed. People are like a, a couple of people DM me like, oh, my God, how much fucking weed you smoke? I can do that because I fill the entire tent with weed. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to ration the rest of the time that I'm off camera. Like I most of the time have more than enough. Weed. Enough. Mind your own damn business. <laughs> you know? And not only that, but it's funner to grow that way. You know, when everything is just fucking rocking, like you get such a sense, at least I do, and you know, folks that yeah. talk to Caribbean, you get such a sense of joy when the plants are just fucking, you know? Yeah, everything's like, honestly, happy. You go in there and you, you just there, smile, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like Big the fucking picture of the ruby jacks today where it's praying straight up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you cannot help but smile when you see that. Like, no matter what your day is, like, I've had I was, something shitty just happen or whatever. You walk in there, you look at Ruby Jack, or, or I get, well, yeah, actually, I get you look at Black Prince Ruby or something, or a thousand one nights, but Ruby Jack in cries, you look at it, 
Oh, never mind. Because the plant it. is happy, you can't help but be happy, you know? And I just I want people to see that kind of stuff, I guess. I'm not trying to lecture you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was messing with you. Feel me for real. I really was. Like, I, I know I need bigger. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm You always off. tell like, me, and I'm like, man, I'm trying. Man, I'm trying. Like, I know I am. Yeah. I really am trying. Like, you're doing I well. Bet. You're doing well. And every grow is better than the last, man. Yeah. And just keep oh, working on it. The back looks much better. Yeah, I'm exactly. trying to look at the size of it. That plant is just, it's uh, just bigger. Everything about yeah, this no. plant is better. That plant yeah. just wants to be flowered. And yeah, she's going to be a nice plant. The leaves I've been trying to figure out healthy. Like yeah, that was the way healthier. Of moving plants in, how I want to do it. And like these things are in torture. Like this was <laughs> testing stuff, like getting used to stuff. Like I kept everything really small, a couple of weeks and flowered. And it didn't really, they didn't get big. I just kind of LST'd them through their whole life. Um, but that stuff is like I let go now. And then when that's done flowering or maybe a couple of weeks before, I'll put the papaya in here, which will be right here and right here will be two seven gallons. And then I'm probably gonna maybe put a scrog just across right here for those two papayas in this door. Cause I have that door and this whole tent zips out for like the corner. You know what I mean? The whole corner zips out. So I, I, um, I can always access it from that side if I need to get in there. That's what I'm trying to figure out because I like being able to, if a mess happens and stuff, I like being able to get in there and clean it. So there's a lot of factors of like how I, I want to set another it Another reason up. to have the bigger pots, like what mess? You pour into the middle of the pot and there's no mess. I mean, if you're watering and like it, it I would have to buy fucking another, I'd have to get a pool line, another pool liner or a hard drain system or something, a table to put them on. So I don't have to worry oh, about running. saucers. You just get saucers on the name. I mean, you can yeah. do a few things. You can do a tray, and I guess I've, I've tried both, and I guess I kind of prefer both. Like, I don't know, there's six to one, half a dozen to the other. Uh, a tray under each pot for itself, or like its own, basically, saucer, or a tray for everybody in the entire tent. Yeah, there's pluses and minuses the with the entire tent you can basically do kind of a flood and drain depending on what you want to, to do you can honestly run everyone to run off some people insist on doing to run off i i don't uh, advise that but if you wanted to you could do that and vacuum up the the runoff basically at the bottom uh whatever there's a bunch of advantages but at the same time bugs will spread from one uh a plant to the other in a whole tray whereas in saucers they might be contained into that one saucer for a little while Six to one, half a dozen of the other. I definitely want to do a table so I can not worry about it. Like if it does drip out, even the saucers, I don't really like them. They kind of get in the way. I, I mean, I'd rather have the whole thing waterproof. Like this, they say this lining is waterproof, but I want like a five by five table or something. Just to oh, go. Uh, they make them uh, Botanic Air, actually. Well, a couple of companies make them, but most of the time it's Botanic Air. They're kind of expensive. I guess they have black and white. Yeah, there are. I mean, shit, I don't know what to tell you. They and just go to the expensive. just go to the hardware store and get a um, a uh, uh, hot water tank overflow catch. It's four by it's four by four, and it's it's for catching water. It's exactly what you need. It's hmm. gonna cost you like ten dollars. 
Yeah, I was looking. And at you can plumb them with a drain too if you really want exactly. to get crazy with it. I was looking. The only catches is a round, right, or is that square? Square. Square. They're square. Is they're like square? four by four square. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, they're pretty nice. Like I was looking at them down at the hardware store. I was gonna do four of them in here and then plumb a like get it like this high off the ground and angle and plumb. Let's get drain. some pallets. Just get some pallets, man. Oh, I have wood, man. Get it how high off the ground? Just he, he, he said this. He said six inches. Just get oh, some yeah. pallets, and that's a perfect. You don't even have to build nothing. You just put your, your uh, trays on yeah. top of the pallet, and you're, you're set. Yeah, but yeah, then I would have to thing. plumb through the pallet. I mean, I'm just going to build a little just block. The line through. It's probably going to be a little bit taller than six, maybe 10 inches, because it needs to have an angle to it. I'm going to have it all come down to one, one central drain bucket that I can vacuum it out. So that's my goal. Automatically. Like, I don't know why, why build a drain bucket? Like, I don't know why you guys water to runoff. You don't have to water no. to run. I don't like having dry pockets because I do dry downs. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Never mind. Um, geez, uh, how do I put this? Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about something else, I guess. Uh, Seven minutes till next 420. Right on. Anybody else drinking whiskey or rum or anything else? Or is it just West Engine and me? (laughs) We and Whiskey Wednesday, like, I think Captain 420 had something. A couple other people were here and there, but most of them. Face face Wednesdays with uh, West and. Okay, it was a little bit poorly, but well, it is technically your fault. I'm going to blame you, West Engine, because yesterday I was like, I did post it right at the end of my flower flyer. I was like, oh, by the way, we do Whiskey Wednesday. Probably nobody like, read that. And I was like, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, right? The one person that read all the way through, he's like, yes, finally. And then at the end of the evening, I was like, oh, are we going to do it or not? And West Engine was like, yes, let's do it. So we did it. We, might, we have to, right? Yeah, right? Something like that. Something like that. Well, at least we, West tape, we can happy, right? At least. Uh, hey, I I got up at 7 a.m. for this show. Cheers, my friend. Cheers to Just you. Just let you know that one drink got me pretty damn tipsy at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, what does the that's also my of... first drink in like two weeks too? Is it really funny? We're, What's a we're on kind of a lockdown right now. <laughs> oh, really? No bars, nothing like that. No alcohol in restaurants. It's only eat and get out and wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, it's twenty-five thousand baht fine, which is about seven hundred U.S. dollars. Oh well. Yeah, the COVID thing is serious here. Mm. It's because Uncle China brought it into us. Mm, maybe who knows but in the end yeah it's some serious shit that people didn't take seriously for a long time i guess the olympics are happening they, they were putting it off putting it off putting it off and now apparently the olympics are a fucking go i'm honestly surprised i heard it the other day and i, I still thought they were going to call it off but uh the olympics are a go fuck i don't know man bad idea oh, sorry for the loud noise I think this is something we're just going to have to live with. And the shot, you're going to have to get that every year. As like a booster. 
I don't know what what uh, what other vaccine do we have we had to get every year? Not none really. Once you uh, once you have the antibodies to it, you change. Yeah, well that yeah, and then the ac- efficacy is all on that. It's like usually only about twenty percent. Apparently, a lot of that's because they have to kind of pick the strains, and a lot of times they yeah. pick wrong. Like a couple of years ago, I yeah, guess they no, picked exactly. completely fucking wrong. I don't know. Possible we were going to... I mean, the thing is, we're probably stuck with this kind of stuff in the future anyway, you know, with, with climate change and everything else. There's going to be all kinds of weird shit like this that comes out, mm-hmm. and this is just the, the drop in the bucket. That's Honestly, that's been the thing that's bothered me the most about this, that it, it's been handled so badly that I'm like, all right, the next one and the next one and the next one is just going to get worse and worse and worse. But this was already bad enough because it's just not going away. It's like fucking almost two years now, a year and a half. It's like still not going away, and now the Olympics, I'm sure, is going to be some super spreader fucking thing. Because in Japan, they're talking about like it's 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 going back to shit. I guess like they got so casual with everything that nobody really even wears masks. It's just really like, apparently a clusterfuck waiting to happen. It's disappointing, you know what I mean? It's really disappointing to see that South Korea did so well, and then everyone's just like, oh, this is not a big problem. And then like two years later, it's still a fucking problem. Crazy enough. That's like a lot of our problems in this in, in our entire in entire human society. You know what I mean? Like space junk, all this different shit, like the plastic <laughs> patches and stuff. It just, it just gets bigger, you know. Yeah, no. Turns out Pixar just went in time, like they went basically forward in time and just <laughs> videotaped Wally. That was like just a documentary. <clears throat> I don't know that we'll ever get quite that bad, but piles of garbage we already do the piles of garbage i mean we just we just cover it with a thin layer of dirt and they smell so built houses on it (laughs) they do now don't they it used to be that the dumps were like you know 50 years or whatever you couldn't build anything but now they're like well it's perfectly stable (laughs) seems fine (laughs) it's fine to me man i don't know nothing wrong with that Great place to put an affluent neighborhood. Absolutely. If you've never been to a third world country, come to one. You'll get a whole new respect for life. In what sense? Fucking delay is terrible. In what sense? What do you mean, Captain 420? Like, uh, how, how do you mean? Just the way ev- the cultures and the way people have to live. Hmm. You know, they, they don't time... choose to live this way, but, uh, you know, they, they have no incentive to go any further. Um, a lot of third world countries, you know, it's like walking through war zones, especially here in Asia because of the climates. Uh, Not even 100 meters down the road in Cambodia, in a major city, down a side street, there were houses that had dirt floors in them still. And the people were 
they had one or two families in these houses and the conditions that they live in. You know, uh, you talk about uh, seeing garbage everywhere. Well, it's because they don't come to pick it up. So these little garbage piles just get bigger and bigger and bigger. The, the country, the city doesn't have garbage people that come out and clean that up. So they just build it up and you see it everywhere because the money is just not there for garbage collection like the United States or I mean, Cambodia still deals with landmines and everything else. It's really sad to see. I just saw something like either in Vietnam or Cambodia, a rat got basically awarded like the highest star of, of mine sweeping and whatever, because they, they have millions of unexploded mines in Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam and everything else. They have these trained rats that go out and find these fucking mines so kids don't get blown up and stuff. Um, how do I put it? Uh, you know, every time I hear about Cambodia, it just fucking it ruins my mood. It doesn't like it could be like a sunny day with the Swedish bikini team or something. Like I dude, learning about, about Cambodia is terrible. I don't know. The food is but nice. you shouldn't you shouldn't do that because now that that uh, that whole time of them doing the genocide has passed. But the guys uh, in the government basically, now are basically like former genociders. Like, Whoa, it's just, it's well, it, 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 the government is military and Chinese. Yeah. The Chinese bought Cambodia, believe me. Because I was thinking about before staying here in Thailand, I was thinking about Cambodia because Southern Cambodia is really nice and the people are really nice, uh, mainly because most of the people in Cambodia are now under the age of like 30 <laughs> because of what happened, you know, but uh, yeah, that was sad, but no. Please go to Cambodia. It's a wonderful country. You'll have a wonderful time. Uh, I love to do photography, right? So like I've always wanted to go to like Angkor Wat and stuff. It'd be so fucking fun. Uh, have you ever been to Burma? It's super sad to hear about all the shit that goes on in Burma these days. Well, I can I, I do go into Burma a couple times a year. They have a uh, a bike rally just over the border here. So I do a border run in December in Burma. Miramar, I still like, whatever. But uh, same goes there. They're just as poor as Northern Thailand. And there's a big portion that you cannot travel in. They're still at war. It's a Burma's yeah, Burma's shit fucked right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, you know, I can only go like a couple hundred kilometers north into Burma before the military stop you. And say you can't go any farther. You're white. You know, I don't know. (laughs) If we do find out about aliens, like this is this thing that the the plot point in every goddamn movie, like, oh, once we find out about aliens, everyone's happy. Well, actually, probably not. They will probably fight each other for who's most popular or something. Like, if we did find out, this is extremely hypothetical, but if we did find out that there are actually aliens, would that stop us 
from fighting each other over the dumbest goddamn shit that you can possibly fucking imagine. Because doesn't change shit. Like, you're just the dumbest fucking shit. Like, I don't know. Like China, like they they could totally leave Hong Kong alone, but they don't want to, you know. Or the Uyghurs or anything else. Like, they could totally yeah, or, or leave Singapore alone, or right. Like people could totally be chill and live and let live, but they don't want to. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, we're gonna steal that. You know what I mean? If you knew that there was aliens and space life and space travel and everything else, would that change your perspective? I think probably for all the dumb, shitty people that do that stuff, it wouldn't change their perspective at all. Honestly, it makes me no, sad to realize mean, that. You know, but that'd be the next objective to conquer, like Vladimir Putin. I don't think he would. He'd be like, "Well, yes, I will not take over the galaxy." He just doesn't want to lose what he has. He's just, he's not going anywhere anymore. Like he doesn't. He's not. He hasn't been grown in a while. He's just, he's, Belarus. Yeah. he's just he's just kicking. He's it's not doing it. Russia. Yeah. It's like um, China. On the other hand, yeah, like is, is, chocolate, milk chocolate. is is growing, building their military, mm. and and taking and taking over the. The Pacific, like so. But they say they almost Thailand and Cambodia. Hmm. What's that? China owns most of Thailand and Cambodia. In the last, in the in the last most of the Caribbean years, in the last eight years, I I literally watched the Cambodian government come into small village on the beach and made everybody move out and right behind them were Chinese bulldozers where they told everybody basically I heard a three weeks in advance that we're giving you X amount of money for your property and you're moving out in three weeks Hmm. even though this land's been in your family for centuries you're moving. <laughs> they did the whole trap on everyone. Like they would loan a bunch of countries money and just mm-hmm. keep loaning them and keep loaning them and keep loaning them. And then there's in such a financial debt that they try to take over the government because they owe them so much money. Or or, or they or the other thing they do is they they use it for their advantage. They they get everybody to vote with them. They get all these little nations to vote with them at the UN. So China can never be defeated on anything. They can never be put in any any positions. That uh, they they did they completely do it with Antigua. They they come in, they give them way more money than they can ever afford to pay back, and then and then then they 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 just then they become slaves to the Chinese. They just have to they they vote with them. They do whatever they want. Yeah, a lot of the, they've 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 uh, what they've done is they've taken a lot of land for the money that they uh, that they were owed. Now that's what they're that's that's what they're doing is they're swiping up land and they they're even building this gigantic Chinese like fuck. It's like a it's like a I don't know what you call it. It's like a friggin' prison, but like a embassy all at once. It's like a, a giant security yard, and they're just. Building this monster five story. There's nothing five stories in Antigua, and they're building this monster five stories, like barrack, no windows, like guard towers, like. And this is for their their Chinese living in uh, Antigua. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't look weird at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I wish people would just be chill. I don't know. I have this dream that everybody's just like smoke a joint, like chill out, not be a dipshit. But at the same time, yeah. there's plenty of dipshit weed people, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, there's plenty of dipshit yeah. weed people. Yeah, exactly. It's a sad moment when you realize that, oh, fuck. Damn it. They were actually nice before they smoked the weed, probably. You know? <laughs> no, they or, were worse. You know, they were worse. I mean, they say like those people four who liked, times worse. They didn't get better with the weed. They were just cool people. And all the other people, they were just shitheads. And then they just, they maybe got less shitty, it's but just, not much. It's just magnifier. It either magnifies the coolness or the shittiness. I guess that, at least that's a good thing, right? Because we were talking about like, uh, how boozy people like a lot of times get kind of fighty and you can't really trust somebody you don't like on booze i agree with you honestly i hate to say it but i kind of agree with you uh luckily enough weed doesn't really do that i guess you know what i mean like how do i put it it doesn't expose everybody your... chills out yeah 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 at least a little bit yeah dude alcohol does though like it really brings out the asshole in some people some people, but that's, I think, I, I really feel like that's a lot to do with what's inside them. That's that's really what their, their constant mindset is. Just anger towards everybody. Have you guys ever heard of anybody? Um, so I've, I've encountered a few people who didn't want to smoke weed. Now, mind you, not mushrooms or anything else. This is not a euphemism or something. They literally didn't want to smoke weed which I think is pretty innocuous, all things considered. I mean, the first couple of times you get super baked, maybe it's scars and twinkles and whatever. But even then, it's just fucking weed. That said, a few people have been apprehensive about trying weed because they were afraid of what they might discover in themselves. And to me, that, that said a lot about them. I was like, well, shit, you probably have something to be afraid of. You know, like when you're that scared of yourself. I thought about it later on. I was like, well, okay, fine, it makes sense. But I mean, when you hear that, what do you think, man? I I I I, I could kind of see that. I felt that when I was trying DM. I, that was what I feared with DMT the first time. I said um, uh, that I that I would see something I didn't like in myself. But just and weed, though. We saw so completely the opposite. But <laughs> you are the reincarnation of Superman. Yes, yes, LL. that's exactly what I saw. How'd you know? Dude, that's that's strange. Um, yeah, the uh, Fortress of Solitude and stuff's awesome. It's great. I got it on timeshare. Um, yeah, my, mine is on March. You know. There's nothing it's awesome thaw, about that you know. fucking okay, ice okay. palace. Penguins are out. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Fresh fish in March. It's Nobody good. wants to stay there. Nobody wants to stay at Superman's ah, whack fuck house. You, man. Fuck you. <laughs> Last time somebody left their socks there, it was gross, dude. But whatever, that's fine. It's fine. Melts in the ice. Of solitude. Yeah, you go there and you talk to you talk. You learn all the secrets of Krypton. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> is like, what the fuck? Where, where am I? Like, why am I here, man? I don't even know. What are these people talking about? Like, what are these idiots fucking babbling about? Whiskey Wednesdays uh, is taking a Whiskey while. Wednesday is a high, It's a hit, man. It's the hot new show that everyone's talking about. By everyone, I mean me. Uh, and you too, you've been talking about it. Has anyone else mentioned this show today or, or are they just here like to, to, to help out to keep it from derailing? <laughs> Smash, I like, mentioned it to like four people. 
That's true. That's true. You did. That's huge. Right on. That's huge for me. Being in Thailand, I don't talk to that many people. Right? Do you think any of those people will ever uh, watch a show like this? I'm always curious because uh, we've gotten viewers like podcast listeners from Bulgaria and Romania. I don't have no idea who they are, but it shows like in the stats or whatever, you know, on iTunes and Podbean, a couple different ones. There's like different countries. And um, I was surprised that there was less Australians and more Bulgarians. For example, you know what I mean? They just, it was out of nowhere. So, like, how do I put this? Like, do you think high people will ever listen to a show like this, or would they have their own show, basically? Uh, they have their own shows. They're nothing like what we have back in the states, or the caliber of people that we have. They don't have that. the The cannabis culture here is all brand new. Uh, most of the people here, uh, one of the biggest problems I have is, you know, you have someone trying to grow cannabis that's and telling you, no, you're wrong as you're trying to help them. And you ask them, well, how many times have you actually grown cannabis? And they tell you none, but they still know more than you, uh, but there are a few people here that are Thai <laughs> that actually understand, you know, you don't go buy a date in a book, you go buy triclones. But they're very few and far between. But there are a few. But, uh, you know, as far as fo following a, a U.S. podcast, they have to pretty much be college educated to understand English. And the language barrier is the thing. You know, Chris, Christopher gets on here and he's from France and he talks to me and I've got to take that and take my phone and do a capture with the screen and then go to google translate to see what he says to me because he's talking to me in french you know and i don't understand french so you know it's oh, really right. nice okay. though you know but those are that he comes from an educated country where those people you know english is basically kind of a second language to everybody in europe and is now. A lot of people in Thailand speak English too, to be perfectly honest, but uh, I've met a lot of them that speak. Uh, Japan is an interesting one too, actually. Now that I think about it, my kind of more clear example was Japan. I've said before that I think Japan is gonna develop a monstrosity of a cannabis culture. Whenever they switch, they're gonna switch like overnight probably. And they'll probably wait for everybody because they're kind of this notoriously uh, uh, conservative culture. But which is a little bit surprising, honestly, with the Olympics, but whatever. Um, they're going to like all their whiskey. Speaking of weed and whiskey, what is it? like their whiskeys now are world class. Some of the best whiskeys, the actual dead ass best whiskeys in the world are from Japan. Uh, and they just they sent Japanese people like the distilleries just sent people to, to uh, uh, Scotland and Ireland and shit, and even like Kentucky to learn distilling and to learn just everything about how they did stuff. They're probably going to do that. They probably do it already, basically, with the freaking. Uh, 
Humboldt County and the, the Emerald Triangle, or they probably have Japanese people there learning how to freaking grow killer weed because one of these days some investor knows that they're going to basically do it in Japan. <laughs> and um, I was, I guess, I was going to with this that Japan is historically so different from us. Like they, they, they have different phones. They like the iPhone's not that big there. They have all kinds of like Pokemon shaped phones and like our shows just bomb there. They don't give a shit about our fucking stuff. They don't care about our celebrities. Like. We can just go fuck themselves because they basically have. You know what? That's kind, that's kind of cool though. Like, I mean, at least, they have, level, at, least they, at least they have their own shit. Like, they don't right. just. We're we're not all just hanging off a of Hollywood's ass and right. tell them being told what's cool. You know. Right. I'm not even 100 percent sure where the I point of that was because it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like they have their own thing going. Like that's good for them, man. Like I, I admire that. It, should have your own individual. Because... I don't know. I, I just I, I, I admire the individualism. I'm trying to figure out what the Japanese like weed scene will be. You know, I guess like uh, I guess I was going. I was kind of babbling a little bit, but I was like, oh, they kind of. Yeah, still I still do their think own they're thing. so far you know behind. I, mean? I think they're so far mm-hmm. behind. They're going to take a while to catch up. But I mean, like anything, and I'm how sure far they'll be were great they behind when Scotland? They how far were they behind Scotland with the Scotch? This fucking heat's called scotch. Fair enough. Like, it's you called know. fucking scotch. And yeah. now they win like every goddamn gold medal, this, that, and the other thing when they have like a, a yeah. ceremony. There you go. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> so that's not like a super fleshed out thought or whatever, but I just, I keep bringing it up. I just, I want to think about it. Like, I don't know. Those people will probably never watch this show. I guess that's why I brought it up. Like the Japanese folks will just, they just they will never watch this show because for some reason they never do. Um, they just do their own freaking thing. Like Japan just does their own thing and they leave the rest of the world alone. But that doesn't mean they won't have excellent weed. Like they'll probably see our Instagrams. Like I've had Instagram friends from Japan all like a lot of times. But so they'll follow our, our weed channels and they'll see our, our strains and stuff. But they'll do their own breeding that like somehow miraculously is uh, different and better. You know, it's just it's fun to think about, I guess. No, totally. I'm falling asleep. Oh, last call, off. gentlemen. Oh, last, last call. call might even be a fast one. Dang it, this, we might uh, fall like flies. Uh, so I guess I am calling last. See, they're fucking. They're they're calling like flies now. Dang it, ladies and gentlemen. Better hop on quick. Okay, I'm here, I'm here gone. for maintenance. You see what I mean? Holy shit, they're all fucking falling. That's coming in to chat because you start to have Spain coming in now. You've got part of Europe coming. So, you know, basically I look at this and this is 1.37 in the afternoon for me. Mm. <laughs> I've got a whole day to go. What do I do until Fumi or Eagle comes out? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've thought about like just cutting the show to one day or shorter shows or whatever. And somehow I managed to keep it like longer shows. I don't know. We've been doing much shorter shows lately. I don't know how you do it. It's actually been relieving. Shows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't actually. Yeah, I don't know how you do, do it, it, man. I'm not really, hundred percent sure. Can't be good for you, man. You need to get a little more sleep. Like, <laughs> like it, it can't be like just screwing up your rhythms it's like that. Me. For years, I haven't actually slept too much. Maybe that's my superpower or one of them. What's that? Special? <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It kills me to sit here this long. Hmm. Like my back hurts by the end of this. Really? Mm-hmm. Funny. Well, we'll just start doing shorter shows. Maybe it's not good no. for people. I don't mind. Like, you guys are fine. It's just for me. I have a bad back. 
That's why I like getting up and doing something. Normally, I'll try, I'm going to try doing that more. It's way better. Like, just bringing you guys downstairs and listening in. Sorry, I can't do chat. I could bring the laptop down, but it's just more to bring back up. I would like an office in there. Yo, I kind of want to know. And what's the world's biggest indoor plant? A cannabis plant. No idea. I don't know. It'd be huge. It'd be huge. We should look for it. I ha- I was thinking about I trying. I the to world's go- biggest indoor plant would be at like a zoo. It's really? like a big ass tree in a zoo. Yeah. It'd be somewhere at the oh. one one plant limit. <laughs> Specifically right? cannabis. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Grown in a silo with like just LEDs all down the side, like a nuclear right? silo, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, hundreds of feet long. Well, I was looking in my shed. Vegged it for three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be like imagine just the whole silo. Like you can climb up and down it. Would look at the cannabis. Can you walk in that. That's one plant, bro. Yeah. We're expecting about a hundred feet of stretch. <laughs> you accidentally brought the LEDs too close, and it pops the silo roof off one day when it's. <laughs> God damn it! Not again! Right? Dang it! Fuck! Every time. I would like <laughs> to set. So the only shitty thing I think I would I would I would be. At some point, I think I'm going to move into the shed because the ceiling is way higher. So it would give that HLG way more room to breathe and give me way more room to get, like, bigger plants and do living beds and do a couple of them. I was looking at it today in there, and I was like, this would be awesome. And there's a little spot for, like, cloning and stuff. So I kind of want to do the whole build a room thing, you know what I mean? Just dedicate myself to this shit. I don't like the tense limit. You kind of, I mean, especially like I when they want. I kind of started to like the tents. I mean, uh, in the near future, I'm going to probably get out of tents mostly. But um, there is something quite. Uh, it's organizing, you know. Like it, it forces. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. It forces you to organize. Uh, you have to choreograph almost even more than just organizing you have to choreograph how those plants are going to fit together and so the plants like they're going to have different stretches in some cases or different uh, 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 vertical horizontal requirements maybe even a little bit different feed requirements and so you kind of I don't know you plan this freaking game I'm probably babbling right now but no I was reading in chat he said in Vermont there's a What's that? Marsh. Oh, damn it. Mar- Martial Artist 2012, I think. It is, right? Um, he said there's only two, two, two plants. Well, we're going to call Vermont a fake state from now on then. <laughs> I think if that's... Limit, that is... <laughs> we're going to grow some big-ass plants. Jesus, speaking <laughs> of nuclear missile silo plants and some shit. <laughs> Well, See, that's where you need one of those 800 gal one of those 800 gal bags for your plants dark I was thinking more of like one of those big trucks that they had in Die Hard filled with gold but that's just filled with like 
poop mixed soil and it just backs up and like dumps it down mm-hmm. the silo. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I truly like love for all the dirt to fall down. Like gorilla growing, letting the plants get as big as they want. Um, back in the day, that was always the fun thing to do. Um, especially if you had a good enough spot, you know what I mean? Outdoors has always been the way to like, I've, I've, I've been able to like grow a huge plant if I wanted to. I swear to God, last time we were talking about a uh, fucking gorilla growing, Terry, uh, Terry Lee was laughing her ass off at us. Like, because I'm sure she was envisioning gorillas growing weed. Like, I, I am positive of it. Like, I bet you she was, yeah. She was, <laughs> without a doubt, she was laughing her ass at him. I said it, then you said it for a smash last, like, would have been two episodes ago when she was here. And I'm sure she was laughing at us about it. I, I was positive about it. She was going off. It was funny. Some of those were some of the best, honestly. Right. They're pretty why funny, funny have... thought to have like gorillas growing weed though. Like, mm-hmm. why are they growing weed? Are they gonna smoke it? They could smoke it. They could, some of are them. they gonna? Like what strains are some they of them? Probably are intelligent enough to man, they're more they're... when they look at it, they're like man, they are not lighting a light. That's they didn't opposable thumb. Come on, they do not have the opposable thumb required to use a lighter. They're mm-hmm. fucked. Right. No, yeah. yeah, they can figure it out. I mean, I could pass them this, I suppose. Right. Bang, right. bang, rock, bang, rock, spark. <laughs> right. Kind of hard to aim in the bowl, though. Do they even know what a bong is? I mean, we now we know what it is in Thai, but I mean, do they even know what it is in Thai? That's so funny. That's the only word that translates over. Yeah, they know what a bong is. The first pipe I smoked here in Thailand was actually an acrylic bong out in a farmer's field in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> made by a gorilla? No, it was made by China. <laughs> I remember I, I seen a documentary on like the city of Bong or Bong City. They actually like have a tourist attraction type thing for it. It's kind of cool. There's a town in Austria up. called fucking. Good, Jimmy. There's a town in Austria called fucking. <laughs> There's a town in Saskatchewan called rape. Jesus. <laughs> <I'd> climax. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know. My kind of town is to move to rape. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from rape. I'm moving to rape. I don't know any funny ones. Oh. They changed the name of canola oil from rapeseed, so yeah. Right. Well, that's what it—that's what it's named after, because of the implication. Uh, popcorn. I love some good popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn's a shit, man. Good popcorn's good. Um, a little bit of isn't oil. Isn't it ridiculous pop- to think that we didn't have popcorn? Or the Europeans didn't have popcorn until they discovered the New World. They didn't even know what corn was. They didn't know what tomatoes were or corn or, or potatoes. Corn. Or potatoes. I gotta say, cherry tomatoes are my favorite. Like, I eat them raw, just off the, like, I, I don't really like the big tomatoes. Truly, I, in a salad, I'd you rather have had cherries. A good one. Dude, you haven't had a good one. Uh, once you start to go nuts with the garden, this, it happens to every goddamn freaking weed grower. They start with the weed, they go to peppers, and they go to tomatoes, and they go to other weird shit. You're gonna start growing, like, no-till tomatoes. 
like I, I'm not right now, but this is basically just like a, a, a an interruption. You know, normally I'd grow it outside, but like I'm I'm talking about like even in the garden, like in the veg room or something. Uh, how do I put this? Like um, tomatoes are usually not like uh, what is it? Uh, oh, fuck, it's like, of course I can't think of the word right now. Light sensitivity, like uh, like cannabis. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit. The cannabis is whatever the the thing that makes cannabis cannabis. Photosensitivity. Tomatoes, I don't think you're like, well, most of them anyway are not photosensitive. So you can put them in the bedroom and they're just totally, they'll, they'll fucking rock out like peppers. Although some peppers are photosensitive, but whatever. And if some, most of them are not, you can totally rock them out in the bedroom and everything goes fine. And you get these like no-till tomatoes that taste like candy, like just candy, like fucking candy. Because if you babied the weed that much, you can baby the tomatoes that same much. Yeah. And you try that and you're like, oh, this is a, this is a, yeah, this is a tomato. I like the aspect of the cherry tomato that kind of have like a a pop when you bite it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Especially like right, homegrown. Yep. Like I didn't mind our homegrown tomatoes, but we normally ate the cherry tomatoes and salads and put the regular tomatoes in sauce for to store away because sauce stores away better and like that's normally what a lot of a lot of italian families would get a bunch of tomatoes and do a bunch of sauce and just put it away for the winters and keep it you know what i mean and freeze that shit for years I was thinking about the Godfather, the original Godfather, and Marlon Brando was freaking grandson in the tomato field in his backyard. <laughs> He's like, and I was like, why are you watering plants with this little squirt gun? But whatever, he's playing around. <laughs> the scene when they're in the, um, I don't know if it's a Godfather, one of the mom movies when they're in jail and they're cooking and they're like making That's pasta. Is it the oh, good yeah, the secret for the garlic, man? It was so easy. It was yeah. liquefied in the pan. He's cut it so thin it liquefied. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right. I'm going to jump what off. about the meatballs? No, we're good. It was funny how they used to do that, too. And I still think places do that. Like, you can bring food in and stuff. Oh, if you're one of those guys, yeah. Like, and if you're well-connected and stuff, and you own the place, I'm sure. Most cell phones and stuff get smuggled in by guards, for sure. Like, that stuff's hard to get in. Unless, like, truly, like, it's hard to get into jail. Like, a cell phone, unless you buy that miniature cell phone, there's only a couple places you can put it to bring it in. Um, And they search you butt naked when you go in. So think about the places you have to put it. (laughs) So think about the only other way... Those things are getting in like full blown cell phones, like normal size phones are getting in. <laughs> People have TikToks. <laughs> What's up, <Spencer? laughs> People got TikToks in jail, bro. <laughs> probably do have the iPhone 12 Pro Max. <laughs> I got uh, I'll take uh, iPad Pro, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let me the 13 or the 15. <laughs> 15 played, obviously. Edge has been rounded off. No reason. No reason at all. Shit, man. All right. I'm going to jump off. I want to say good night to everyone. And um, I'm happy you guys have been along the ride. Like me fixing the garden and stuff like like going through this new, new like transition and shit. And now like 
I have it kind of dialed in, like getting the bigger pots finally. I finally bought some and like making living soil is going to be coming up. You know what I mean? You know, I have certain people that we can, I can get a hold of that are good you at it. Coots mix, man. You, 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 you'll never look back, honestly. Once you simplify that stuff, like all the stuff that you think preoccupies your time, like this goes for everybody listening, like all the stuff they talk about, this mineral or that mineral, or they're sending me a DM, like, mm-hmm. am I missing this? Am I missing that? Like, oh, this chart says such and such, like that all melts away and you end up spending your time looking at the weed, smoking the weed, talking to friends, taking pictures of the weed. Like that's another thing you have more time to do when you don't have to worry about nutrient mixes or vacuuming up runoff yeah. or all these different fucking little errands that don't do any goddamn good. You can take more time taking pictures and editing the pictures and taking video and editing video and just doing fun shit, you know? Yeah. You know, instead of uh, micromanaging, you macromanage. You know, it's probably cheesy, but... Yeah, for sure. It's definitely... The bigger pots are... You, I've always seen a benefit to it. Um, and then... For a long time, my mindset was square footage and cover as many as I can, put as many pots as, in, as I can in one space. And you figure out, like, I can do three of these or four of these or five of these, you know, and I, I ended up with three gallons and it was happy. And I, the plants usually would grow almost to the top of that tent. The light would be pinned to the top of the tent um, and, the, and it would be almost touching it most of the time. But, all right, guys, have a good night. Um, I wanted to say something, but I fucking totally forgot. Uh, whatever, guys. Do you have anything night. to do with uh, balloon animals? No, but they, they can come back Saturday to hang out with oh. bruising buds. Oh, um, I'm working on, like, a T-shirt. I want to make some T-shirts, like, myself. So I'll have some designs of those for myself. And, like, I'm, I'm talking to, like, other people and stuff. I want to start making T-shirts. So that's going to be a little adventure, oh, too. Okay, okay. And I can't wait for that. But all right, guys, have a good night. Yeah, man. Have a good one. Here's Smash. Uh, dude, Doobie Scooby. What it is, man? Can you hear me? Doobie Doo. Scooby Doo Doo. <laughs> Where are you, Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo Doo. I'm trying. I'm not a very technical person. No worries. Uh, if the audio isn't working, uh, I don't know if you're, are you on a computer or a phone or what are you on? A cellular phone. A cellular phone. Well, that'll be a little bit different. Uh, you might have to swipe one way a little bit like uh, if you swipe for. It's up on the top. On your mama. The I shouldn't joke about his mom. I barely know him. I, I, I probably wasn't dating his mom. I'm just mm. joking. Anyway, uh, but you, know, you swipe left. Uh, you. <laughs> Uh, dude, I don't know. I keep I keep saying this yo mama joke. One of these days I'm gonna offend somebody. Uh, but it's the royal yo mama. Anyway, uh, you swipe I think on the iPhone app to the right twice. I want to. Oh, fuck! It's completely the opposite of that. Don't listen to me. Um, trying to figure out how you get to the audio settings. I mean, I actually actually hear you just fine. But the point is, you can get to the. Oh, you know what? You might you might just be lagging. So actually, may have have nothing to do with settings. Might just be fine. That's possibility. I do have shit service. Fuck Comcast. 
Pretty much, dude. That's the answer. So let's let's just roll with that. I think that's the problem. So welcome to the show. Easy fumer. They might bring your old line back. Fuckers. <laughs> I mean, it's annoying too to see how much better it is now that I basically like. <laughs> Yeah, I had to kind of force them to come. I think there's lots of. Uh, I had to kind of force them to come out here, like. Uh, I mean, I, I did that because the guy offered to send them out, but I was like, dude, I had to cancel several of my shows. That wasn't a lie. I had to cancel the show because the fuck of the, the internet was so shitty, like it was just so dumb that I had to cancel stuff. And it wasn't the first time. Like Ms. Jill, the freaking first like half hour of the episode, I was gone because the Comcast was garbage. Like, I basically told him like my internet is shit, and I pay a fucking fortune for this. This has been an ongoing thing. The guy's like messing with this, that. Welcome back, dude. He's messing with this, that. And the other thing on the phone, the guy was really helpful, actually. I've, I've been pretty blessed with people trying to be helpful. It's just the service was crap. So finally, he sent somebody out here, and the dude like moved heaven and earth, and now it's better. It's just annoying, though, because all that time, like it could have actually been better. I didn't have to put up with this stuff. At least they fixed it. That's the bright side, right? Like there's, there's the cup half full and half empty. They fucking fixed it. Yeah, no. Good on them. They came out. They didn't fuck with me. They didn't uh, berate me. So actually, you know what? Salute to them, honestly. They did. They came out and they fixed it. I did have to kind of bitch at them for a while. But once I did bitch enough, they did come out and fix the fucking problem. So honestly, that's uh, that says something. Because some people never fucking fix the problem. I've noticed that. Cats. Cats don't fix the problem. That's not fair. No. No, they don't. Certainly don't. Cats are mean sometimes, man. They'll scratch their own people. Cats are like the Comcast of animals. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty cats. I pissed off half our audience. They're like, I'm fucking unsubscribing right now. I'm out of here right now. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew you. <laughs> I'm going to Letterbox then bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> First litter box. <laughs> First shutting off Pimador. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Doobie Scooby. Or no, no, no. Uh, what are we going? Sensi Smurf, Doobie Scooby, Scooby Doo. What's going on, dude? Welcome. Yeah, I got so many damn Instagram and shit, man. Freaking Instagram, man. What's good, dude? Welcome. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I wish I had my computer on. and all that shit so I could have like cool background like everybody, you know. Oh no worries. I think. Oh, dude, I'm killing a room right now, man. I'm killing a room with wind and torture and pain for all the suffering I went through growing it for it to get spider mites. Huh. It happens, little bastards. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've been dealing with them for, dude, it's honestly been like four months, four and a half months, maybe almost five months now that I think about it. Like crazy. They're little fuckers. You know, you, you'll think you'll have them gone, but it's one of those things. You only really ever notice the signs, like the stippling, whatever else, like right before it's too late. Like you basically notice some stippling, maybe in week six, week, uh, maybe week five. And you'll think, oh, shit, there's some problems. Wouldn't you know it? Two weeks later, you're webbed over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they've been building, building, building. That's yeah, happened to me like web. one and a half times now. Go ahead, dude. I didn't have any of the webs yet, but man, dude, 
They fucked up the leaves, got eggs everywhere. So I'm just going to kill the whole room, fucking bleach her out. I've already got a veg tent full of freaking plants ready to go in. And I've still got a big ass strawberry cough and a four by four, just a single plant trying to fill out a four by four. And it's about to be harvested. So I still got my smoke. But man, it hurts my feelings to lose this one. I know, man. That's what it is. You know, and when you have to throw away butt or something, that's just the worst feeling. Especially when it was such a solvable problem. You know what I mean? Took in a clone, basically, like in my case, I took in a clone and I could have kept it safer. I basically rushed it through quarantine because I thought it was super duper important and it was like beat to shit in the, <laughs> in the winter shipping. So basically That's I thought, like, oh, I can't lose this plant. And uh, I didn't see, I scoped it pretty well. I didn't see any bugs. It's the second time actually I've scoped something really well and didn't find something. But wouldn't you know it, that was the vector. It was pretty obvious in retrospect. That was the vector for some spider mites. And I guess I was lucky. I haven't had to do, I've, I've actually had really good luck with spider mites because anytime I did accidentally bring them on the show, like I just washed them off. Just literally washed them off and they were gone. You know, but these were a little bit more resistant. This is my first case of them. I, man, I just don't like anything other than perfection. So hmm. if I ain't going to be able to smoke it at the end, I, I'd rather just not even make butter out of it. I'd rather throw it to the compost pile and have a new room full of the cream because fucking got hooked up by Ross the Jet. I need to meet Morgana. That's who I need to meet. Uh, I need that pretty big garden. God damn leaves. Uh, I know, right? Um, gorgeous. Gorgeous plants. I mean, here's me like complimenting myself, but uh, I guess I don't mean it that way. Like, uh, no, I've been really pleased with how it looks. Um, dude on the Lime River Rose is stunning too. Like, not too many people have grown that yet, but uh, I think I'll think might still be in the chat. Like, he's got one with the just the super aggressive sativa sawtooths that look like just killer. I think it's probably going to be super heavy on Jack the Ripper, like one of the grandparents. So, I, that should be a killer. We'll and it's a good bit that. lime, and it's a good bit spider mite resistant too. Like, is it? Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem to like it very much. It's it was the last thing in the room they touched. They they did go out. They they did get the cotton candy one, but uh, everything else they kind of just left alone. They didn't want the other three at all. Same. Uh, Morgana was pretty much safe from spider mites, except for I had a really really nice cotton candy. Like she was actually closest to the mom to the cuvee, but this really just candied fino and really early early finishing. Two times she fucking netted over. She was the one basically got hit by all the spiders. Yeah, there's, there's it's like mm. essentially immune and yeah. yeah. Smell the same thing I did. It's the webs, man. I can't do spider webs. I walk through a spider web in the woods, dude. I'm taking off booking through the trees. I don't even care what I run into. See, I've actually do the webs with. Uh, I like spiders. Like uh, now, I actually I totally have spiders killing out my garden. I have. Oh, uh, spiders are the shit, but their webs are not cool. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, we got big ass banana spiders down here, dude. Gotcha. Them fuckers get massive. That's funny. So, do you think sometimes shit gets a little out of hand with edge? <laughs> Here, let me show that. Hold on, let's spot like that. Look at that shit. Oh, did we just lose this picture again? Dang it. <laughs> What just happened? Yeah, tell Smash do you want on the floor? You see that? I don't know. Here, let me try to get I don't know how crazy it is by how much light actually makes it out the door. You know what I mean? 
Can you guys see his picture or not? I can't. No, too bad. I already we lost it. You turn the light on a little bit. Fucking podcast. No, like the picture went black. I don't know what happened, but the picture went black. Fucking Comcast. Oh, my. Speaking of places like Thailand and, and Cambodia and whatever, like some of those places actually have better internet than we do. My there dad we go. swears we by that. Again. Dude, my dad swears by that fucking Highland Thai or whatever the fuck it was. He used to throw back in the day. It ain't here now. Vero 29s or whatever in the timber cobs. This is a. Uh, Slam full to the gills. Plastic pots up front. Fabrics in the back. Everything's great. Yeah, yeah, I can't see anything, man. This is, it's, it's frustrating because I want to see the good. Now I can see it again. For some reason, it came back. Are you guys seeing the same thing or is it just on my end? Yeah, no, it leaves every time. So, do I need to have my freaking blast on or some shit? No, it's it's literally the internet. No, I don't think it's your fault. I think it's the internet. Maybe it's maybe it could be a little interference from his ballast too, or something. That could be. You know what? That could be. Actually, that could be it. Could be what it is. Something like that. The ballast. Run an LED. Let me turn my volume. Like mouth popping off. No, it's probably just the internet. That's probably what it is. Again, Comcast. I'm sure he pays full price for Comcast too. Like if people found out how much he paid, they'd probably shit a brick and they'd be like, "What?" But yeah, it's Comcast, man. Dude, I'm trying to freaking build me a hydroelectric generator on the spring in the backyard, so I ain't got to pay for power now. Uh, that would be cool. You build them out of washing machine motors, apparently. Really? Right on. Yeah, 220 volt freaking washing machine motors from the UK. Since apparently we don't do 220 here. Right. That would be cheap for you know. So do you have a spring in the backyard? Yeah, you can't see it right now, but it's um, I'm kind of in prohibition land, you know, in Florida, where it's humid and fucking muggy all the goddamn time. But uh, there's 26 acres out here. Mm. Just family land, little greenhouse, big ass garden next to it. But the spring would be back down that way to that black nothingness that you cannot see. <laughs> How cool would that be? We've talked about a bunch of well, a lot of people talked about Florida as a as a future like weed spot. It's hard to say. I don't know. Like everybody always says, like, oh my god, it's so humid there, it'll never work out. But well, man, people will breed for that. Uh, that's what that's what my dad says. He swears up and down. There's this freaking tie strains and these land races and they freaking you can just get rained on all goddamn day every day flower for fucking 12 goddamn weeks and never get mold bud rot i ain't seen this shit yet i mean when you look at plants they're designed to grow in nature shit those things evolve most of them and we start to breed them in maybe the fat pigs but you know a lot of those plants are is, even honestly some of the really fat plants we have like even when you look at them like uh what's a plant i mean fucking morgana she has these very obvious looking flowers like if you poured water on it the water would blow off you know what i mean because she has some first of all she has those trichomes that basically create some kind of water what does it call um 
like a water droplet. I can't think of the fucking word right now. Atomizer. Shit, no, uh, water tension, the opposite of water tension. Shit, what am I thinking of? Whatever. Water Basically, tension. the water just kind of flows off because it doesn't stick. Like, there's no, there's no, like, how do I put it? It creates water tension, I guess. Basically, the water just kind of flows off. And so, really, like, uh, hydrophobic never, or whatever. Pardon? Hydrophobic? Yeah, basically the buds essentially are hydrophobic. Like even when you kind of slam water on them, I've noticed when I foliar uh, 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 flowering plants, I'm always surprised if I foliar something for some reason, you know, I don't necessarily recommend trying this, but if I had some reason or I wanted to, for some reason to foliar, let's say in week four, five, six, I'm always surprised how much water just pours right off the plants. You know, let, let's say I accidentally got some dust on a plant or something, I want to wash it off. I'll just spritz some off and the water just pours off the plant like it doesn't belong there. You know, because they evolved basically to shed water. They don't want it on them on flower. That's true. Um, so, all right. So I listen to Rasta Bob on embracing organics. And then you hear people hmm. up in like, you know, NorCal and all that shit where they've got like perfect growing environments. Like I was hearing that terpenes and trichomes develop because of the cold and whatnot so how do you get such fire strains in like south like south africa land races uh you know no they they may they may stay better and maintain better in cold but they develop in all in all temperature ranges they just certain ones volatize at certain temperatures and by keeping a lower temperature you can keep all of them there uh-huh. Well, there's my first. And then, for example, you can make, you can bring out like the perps if it's really cold, but that's only yeah. one kind of like anthocyanins and stuff. Right on. Yeah, I've definitely gotten the perps a lot of strains I got whenever I was growing in my camper with the AC. Because mm. I could drop it real, real, real low and like all my strains were turning purple. I thought it was the LED for the longest time. But That's no, a common just, one uh, with the LED, the, the purple stems and stuff, for sure. Oh, that does happen? So that does cause that? Mm. Yeah, it still happens to me when I was absolutely... I don't think it has to do with... Um, calcium. I don't remember what it is right now. I, I think it's actually not even calcium, but it manifests as a calcium deficiency. And when mm. you slam it with calcium, uh, I think it might actually have I'm something to do with phosphorus. I don't remember what the story is. Too fucking tired or something doesn't matter maybe i just forgot the point is i don't think it's actually calcium but when i did mm. slam it with calcium i just absolutely slam my plants with calcium like pouring basically like a bucket of the herculean <laughs> harvest that you know in my plants at a time i'm exaggerating a little bit basically using it liberally uh then the green stems went nuts but in like how do i put this in the end effect i don't think the weed is any better or worse like honestly when i do a very simple system mm. like coots mix barely any amendments sometimes just water like no teas no very little top dresses anything else like the weed comes out awesome you know and the the, the, the flower petioles will be purple but the weed is good i think i'm gonna run oh, man sure dude i think it might be about that time for the last joint i think uh, yeah uh, i don't think i'm gonna like this one. one and uh did you make it another 10 minutes, another nine minutes, or? Uh... All right, nine minutes, I'm in. I'm dude, in. we're in. See how accommodating Wesson's is, man. That's I'm the in. dude right I'm there. In.
ladies and gentlemen, I think this is probably going to wrap it up for the evening. We've had a kind of a fun show, honestly. We've uh, I didn't get last... that many whiskeys. I only actually drank two whiskeys, so I, I was going to drink like four. But is that all you got? Uh, new? I got a few in me. <laughs> is it? Well, I drank a little. Well, okay. Actually, I didn't drink all that much. Uh, all right. More for next time. What did you have? Yeah. We didn't even talk about your whiskey, West Engine. What the shit? We like we didn't even ask. Oh, I had that flat, uh, flat boat uh, Kentucky bourbon whiskey. It was very, it was really good. I didn't, I didn't get into the rum. I had, I have the El Dorado twelve year rum. I guess I'll save that for next time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So there's that. Really, uh, actually, bottom of the shelf whiskey, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was really good whiskey, actually. Okay, I'll go with the horse that brought me. Uh, we'll do some bull run for the uh, last sip of the evening. What was your favorite sip of the evening, West Engine? My favorite sip of the evening. I don't know. <laughs> the first one? It was that one. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, thanks, folks, for hanging. Thanks, West Engine, for hanging. Uh, how's the garden going, dude? Like uh, we've talked it's, about. Uh... Actually, it's, it's, it's actually pretty quiet. I'm. Uh, I'm kind of shutting down for clean right now, so I got the all. The only thing going is your uh, is your lime river rose, your six lime river rose and flower, and they're pretty much they're pretty much there. I'm just waiting for a little more uh, a little more amber to show up, and then we'll then I'll just cut cut those girls and move them on. I have uh, the clones of all of them are sitting and ready to go, uh, but they'll need. Uh, I just want them to. They're they're actually all great. They're actually uh, they have they have nothing on them. So, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get some. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, so so uh, Sopoil X and and um, gonna spray down everything and before before the next run. And yeah, no, if no, you really well. want to sterilize, you can use one of the other things from them. It's called uh, Zero Tall, I think. That, that okay. you got to wear a mask. It's really bad. Uh, remember, maybe on Saturday or something, we'll ask about it because Potent would okay. know about it. I mean, it has on the freaking label. It has the freaking precautions, but I think you can't breathe it. So they vary, and you cannot do it. Like people think, oh, I'll be fine. No, you can't. You <laughs> it's like it's forever. Uh, but other than that, it works extremely well. It's like the military grade version of hydrogen peroxide. It fucking kills everything. Nice. Dead. I like PPE. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I like my protective wear. It's worth it. Dude, you only got one set of lungs, man. What the fuck? Yeah, no. I totally fucked up your joint by running it down the edge. Even that. if I got two anything, do I really want to fuck them up? Hmm. Right? I don't want to lose a kidney. Mm. Shit. Exactly. Sure, I guess spare one, but what? <laughs> Two's better than one, isn't it? Right. Yeah, that's what they teach you with a flashlight when you go camping. Two is one, and one is none. Yeah. So what, I'm going to fuck up one of my kidneys? Well, then I'm going to have none, man. Shit. Mm -hmm. According to the camping experts. They probably weren't talking about kidneys. but uh, It's an interesting show. We've talked about everything from whiskey to kidneys. Whiskey will do that. Dieting cats. We mentioned dieting yes. cats. Yes, dieting cats. And what happens when you make your cat go on a diet? It moves. Your cat moves. It you happened to my mother-in-law too. Now you might think <laughs> it was off like a hundred feet or something. I probably, that's probably how it sounded. Actually, like I probably should have mentioned there was like a sloping hill, so it basically just kind of jumped level. <laughs> but it was still like kind of dramatic. It was like. Meh. 
I've never seen a cat basically escape a diet by jumping away. Uh, what do we got to do, man? Cat love food more than you. Right? <laughs> I love food more than you. I'm I'm out. Go. Fucking food. Fuck love. I want food. <laughs> love can't buy me food. <laughs> I'm just thinking like cold bear wasteland. It's like There's the cab motto. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A dog will defend your body when you're right? dead. A cat will eat cat. you. Oh my god! <laughs> Every day after you're dead, the dog. Oh, you, like, you got some spider mites. They'll yeah. both actually eat you. So oh, will yeah. birds. Mm-hmm. Little fuckers. Hannibal's been talking about him for a few years. Uh, uh, he struggled with them a bit, and whenever someone says like, "Oh, what's the what's your least favorite problem?" he'll bring up uh, spider mites, and it's just so funny because like I would always bring up like uh, russet mites or root aphids, or whatever, because they were just so horrifyingly bad. But dude, spider mites are bad enough, man. They they fuck up a crop. They fuck up good weed. And you look right yeah, under the web. Right. Right. Yeah, they're atrocious little fuckers. And one of the worst things about them is they're so generalist. You know, like they they can spread to anything. They and thrips, they can spread to basically everything. They can come into the roses and the the tomatoes and all kinds of stuff. Actually, tomatoes, I don't know. But exactly, I got them from my greenhouse. My strawberry. That's what I'm thinking. I think tomatoes are almost tomatoes. Anyway. Here, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. And welcome back anytime and shoot the shit about weed. Hell yeah, dude. I'll hop on there. Especially when I get better service. Yeah, that's me and you guys. Right? Plants that I'm investing. It's fun to see, uh, it, you know, different plants, man. It's fun to see all kinds of different levels of plants. And, you know, like you said, Florida's just kind of getting started with it. So, time will Oh, yeah. And, it, dude, it's like you're battling pests year round here because we got a year round growing season. Uh, well, that, speaking of practice, stopped, Coop, that's man. what he was talking about with the, the orange industry, right? Like you guys hit, got hit by some. Oh, dude, uh, it's so bad down south right now. Mm. Down in South Florida, it's bad. Bad. Entire entire families that have been, you know, raising oranges for well over my entire lifetime, and probably half my dad's lifetime, just completely wiped out. Due to a disease from another plant. That's why you don't go on right there. See, that's the no, that's the unfortunately, that's the kind of the wave of the future. We're gonna have to deal with a lot of these kind of aggressive transplanted uh, uh, pests and diseases and everything else to wipe out entire crops. Hopefully we deal with it. I got too much light on my phone, though. I tried to replace my TV with the phone, though. I didn't have enough room to raise the light high enough. I love that. You replaced the TV with a clone dome. The clone dome has more interesting content anyway. 
there's your surround sound and all that shit. But instead of a TV, you got a phone down. Even though I don't even need one. It's more interesting. I can literally just cut it off, schwack it, put it in the ground, and it'll grow. The clone dome does more for your life than the TV does. It definitely does. That's why I'm not worried about killing that room. Is because I've got every one of those genetics, four plants of each one of them, in my bitch. There you go. Because I cloned them. Clone is actually pretty fun. I cloned some tomatoes the other day. Right. All kinds of shit. Bless you. Yeah, I come from the land of big agriculture. Hmm. Yeah, semis, cornfields, monocrops, <laughs> lots of salts, lots of pesticides, biophosphate, all that good shit. Hmm. But my veggie garden's organic. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, folks. Happy for you. I use jacks on my weed. Jacks on the weed. Oh, we're going to have to talk about that one of these days, man. Yeah, I'm that. telling you. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get Peters you on full of coots mix before long. Was. Like, you're gonna be a full on. What does coot call himself? An organic terrorist. Terrorist. Yes, an organic I terrorist. I because I'll just put you on a watch list. But uh, yeah. I like the Kootang Clan one though. That's my favorite. Right? Kootang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> that is fucking epic, dude. <laughs> but the Ruby Jack, I wanted to ask you: Is it? Does it have like? Uh, what's the terps on that thing? The smell, aromas, taste. The Ruby Jack herself, she was basically everything from uh, predominantly citrus, and I would say about um, 40 to 50% was kind of recognizably grapefruit from anywhere from sweet to sour grapefruit, mostly sweet grapefruit, uh, and then basically quite a bit of strawberry with a little bit of bright-ass lemon, so like a little bit of Jack Herrera, basically the daddy. Uh, the actually the number one, the very first plant that I popped, it was a female that I identified as a female. She was the most predominantly lemon plant. She's like a fucking clone of a Jack Herrera, but weirdly enough, a Jack Herrera that everybody liked because Jack Herrera is this very kind of polarizing strain. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, but the rest of them after that, I uh, got some roses, got some strawberries, but mostly it was grapefruity, sweet, sour grapefruity, and a little bit of uh, strawberries, kind of maybe 20% of the time. Dude, I dig grapefruits. I dig the grapefruit turps. Citrus turps. I don't, I'm not big on the orangey, orangey citrus turps. I do. I, I like them a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I'll burn through them like they're fucking going out of mm. style. I can't keep it in my set, you know? Mm. So I got to have my heavy, heavy hitters. I want that shit that'll make your eyes feel like they just got real heavy. Well, I'll see how you like her, you know, and also I'll see how you uh, grow the, the Ruby Jack because she always, always, always had an effect for everyone that smoked her. It was, it was kind of unique. I've never had another strain like that. Like everybody that I ever offered it to liked it. And nothing, nothing from Subcool was like that. I do that. see you admiring it more when you're rolling. But I mean, even that, like, how do I put this? We would take that to the, <laughs> pardon me, the Cannabis Club. And people like Dr. Scrambles. Dr. Scrambles is quite picky about weed. And dude, he didn't like Tree of Life for the most part. He didn't even really like the one that he had, the, the phenotype that I talk about, the champagne one. He's like, it's okay. I mean, he knew um, why it was nice and stuff. It, it's not like he poo-pooed or something. He was like, yeah, it's fine. It's not really my style. Um, what was it? Uh, another one. Uh, something from subcool that everybody fucking liked or maybe my platinum yeti i don't really remember what but he was like that's nah, fine but the ruby jack he liked so it's, it was one of those things like i don't know why but everybody dug it 
And uh, it's a good thing because I dug the shit out of it too. So. Like I haven't got, I I haven't got to grow any like big big name strains or anything. Mainly everything I grow is you know something that a neighbor passed down to me that they had grown and bred, you know outdoors, most of them outdoors. And then they'll give me beans, dude, and I'll pop the beans and grow them in my little indoor setup to show them what they're gonna like. You know some of the ones that they might end up like. Dude, I found some of the coolest fucking strains dude, doing that. It is unreal the potential in these plants. But I'm trying to mask yeah, it in Florida, and it has not been easy. Yeah, Lord, uh, <laughs> fuck, maybe that's a sign. You should start leaving. Uh, it's a fun thought, though. Like every time we we have a like every time we're about to leave, like we have another fun thought to talk about. Like I really do think that like the the beginning of weed is just just now. Like everyone oh, talks yeah. about the seventies and the sixties and the fifties, and I mean I get it. I understand because I talk about strains that I used to grow, and I talk about strains that I used to puff with my friends, friends, and on and on and on. So I do understand, but I feel like on a real level, like that's still. Not just nostalgia, but a lot of it is nostalgia. I think we haven't scratched the surface. Yeah, straight up. We haven't even scratched the surface. My dad talks about those fucking ties he grew out in Missouri back in the day. Like, you know, 16, 17 feet tall, but it would look like crap, but the smoke would be phenomenal. And I just, I haven't got to see any of them yet. And I don't have patience to wait something 12 weeks or the sunlight. And that's the thing with good breeding, that's it doesn't lie. necessarily yeah. have to be 12 weeks. Wait a second, wait a second. And you're according to like and all the old heads, fucking you're supposed to run that shit until you can't run it no more. Well, well again, on. but that you're, was before it was phenotype selected, you know. Go ahead, get to You're in Florida there. Go out yeah, okay. and get your solar LEDs, throw them on up, and uh, you know, I'll send you five, six, ten grams of seeds, and you can make your old man happy. But you don't have the patience for that 12, 14, 15, 16 weeks. <laughs> I know, but I can make him go freaking water that shit. But if you want, I'll give you seeds, brother. Hey, dude, See, if you've got some nothing. of that freaking legit ties, dude, I know, I know a freaking disabled vet that would be very fucking happy. Well, brother, where the fuck do you think I'm sitting? Oh, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I talked to you last night on the Chris Trump show. Yeah. So I'll bring you in some tie. It's all a pheno hunt. That it is. I wish until now, people, like, people didn't. They could just our yard. Love it. Where were those folks? All big we got lag. What's going on right now? Anybody that's listening, who's listening, they're like, "Oh my god, the sound is terrible." We're literally having a conversation between somewhere anonymously on the east coast of the United States and Thailand. So basically across the world, we're trying to basically talk about freaking ganja. And it's we're unfortunately a little bit laggy. We're well, pretty well for us. Yeah. It's pretty awesome for this shit right here, man. Dude, a hundred years ago, people had to throw rocks 
far enough that people, well, I'm exaggerating a little bit, they could mail each other stuff, but you have to like mail stuff on a steamship practically to get anywhere. You could uh, telegraph, I guess, is about radio. you could train hockey, fucking, fucking birds, man, African swallows or whatever. Yeah, now we're talking an African swallow or a European swallow. African, definitely. Nobody, nobody. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but now we get to talk on fucking Zoom, man. It's incredible. Incredible. Sometimes it sounds like shit, but it's still incredible, dude. Like a conversation across continents and oceans. Fuck, it shit. is pretty cool. And I like how, like, the groups that, like, meet up on here. Because I started watching Dude Grows, and then I found Ross and Jeff, and then I found Embracing Organics, and then I found this channel. And, dude, I really like the way y'all just shoot the shit. Hmm. No, cheers, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the appreciation of the appreciators who are appreciating. Mm. I appreciate a fun spot. We can come have fun and bullshit. Right. Certainly. The internet is good. Uh, Four twenty came and went, man. You're behind. Uh, what was I going to say? Thanks for hanging, everybody, though. Thanks for, for fucking around with us. Thanks for uh, enjoying the show. It's the I thought it was the second Weed and Whiskey Wednesday, but I guess we discovered that it was the third one. My memory is still hazy. Like I guess I drank so much the second one that I apparently forgot it or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. We're going to... We're gonna figure that one out because it's it's missing somehow. Like I, I take West Engine's word for it, but I'm still like, no, for sure, for sure. What spider my space aliens submarines? I don't know. What, what what happened there? Clowns? Did we have Cirque du Soleil pass by? I don't know. I don't remember. We're gonna to have to figure that out. So this is one of the early. We'll call it that. That I can say it's in the mm -hmm. first five because we haven't that had that many. Right, West Engine. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. We have definitely not have five. Uh, Next one. We have to five. get the count from. Dang it! Fuck off. That's now we're okay. This is like this is like 1984. How many figures am I holding up? Uh, we're gonna have to figure it out, ladies and gentlemen, so we can figure out how many weed and whiskey Wednesdays we've done before. But, uh, it's been fun. It's been interesting. I hope we will build this show because this is not actually supposed to be like an ironic bullshit show. I've actually liked whiskey for fucking ever, man. Like. He doesn't like whiskey. Well, a lot of people, I guess, but uh, big fan of whiskey. Big fan. Big fan. Um, and I think whiskey, I don't know. Like, whatever. It's Growing on me? Selfish. It doesn't have to be whiskey, man. It can be rum. It can be... Uh, dude, apparently the dude that recommended the uh, the whiskeys, his, his recommendations so far are on point. Like, uh, I hate when someone recommends something to you and you're like, oh, Jesus, really? And then you have to wonder <laughs> if their next recommendation will be like... Statism, wrong. No, please don't tell me what you recommend. I don't want to know. I want to know the opposite of what you have to drink. I'll just read some bottles here. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you drank something and threw it down the drain. I want to know what that was. That's that's what I would. No, this guy was the opposite. Like everything he's told me so far, and a couple of I have a few different bottles he's told me about solid. Even if I was like, ah, oh, this is his advice was the thing that helped me out with that. Nice. So good, solid freaking advice. Apparently, that dude's an expert on freaking mezcal. So we might even do a weed and whiskey Wednesday. That because dude, I like tequila and mezcal. Although that would require me buying a bunch of bottles. Well, okay, that's first world problem. Like, oh, I have to buy a thing that I want to buy. All right. Anyway, we're gonna work on it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 
we'll figure it out because I also actually now that I say this I don't want people to have to freaking throw down because every time we do these shows like people feel like they have to keep up but I don't want people to have to feel like they have to buy eight thousand oh man bottles I mean you're different Wesley you're just like dude how many more can I buy that's you're like bottles last year got good three shows at least I mean come on like two at least two shows two shows for sure stretch a bottle two shows I like the moxie. I like your spirit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to keep working on our shine. <laughs> okay, I heard about <laughs> half of it, but I still fucking laughed. Okay, whatever. We're going to move on. So on this good Fuck you. We should last longer. Court Dar Bud or Court Dar Shine? No, yeah. The Bud for sure. Uh, the Bud lasts longer? Shit. My Bud's gone. I don't drink that. Well, much. no, no. Oh no no no! Which, oh, which would which would last me longer? Oh yeah, no no, the shot would last forever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really, that's a tough question. That's oh gosh, that depends. Huh. Ain't no flavor. No, I'm thinking about it. I don't even know anymore. They're all corn liquor. Actually, the bud would probably last longer. I can grow the bud. That's the beautiful. That's what I say before. Like, huh. I can't usefully distill this stuff, so I have to buy it for like my bottle of Talisker. I was shocked. It was like. I remember buying a bottle of Talisker for like $35, like just a few years ago at like Bevmo in California, like not 85 years ago, like four years ago or something. $5 or something. I was shocked. So I, I so can grow better weed sense. than Talisker. Like that it's, it's mm. no strange to realize. Like when you, when you, when you like Talisker storm is not super aged, it's like I don't know, 10 years age or something, 11 years age. I don't know. Or let's say these whiskeys, neither one of these, this one was four years old, I think. It was great whiskey, really good whiskey. Now, okay, granted, this was, I think, like 30 bucks. So, I don't know, 30 bucks is sort of like a reasonable eighth, I guess. But the Talisker was like 70 bucks. It's aged like 10 years from freaking Scotland, blah, blah, blah. It's a delightful scotch, delightful. But I know without a doubt that I could grow better weed than that. You know, I, I realize that it's kind of odd to compare, you know, mm. apples to oranges. But I mean, like, you know, a lot of us can kind of visualize, like, what's a good bottle of scotch? What's a what's a good you know gram of weed or a good you know more than a gram but pound of weed or whatever like you can literally unironically grow better weed than the scotch that you can buy for 200 bucks a bottle it might take you a few years to get that skill but it's achievable it would have taken you more years to, to achieve that skill in scotch either you know what i mean like it's 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 fucking magical it's magical you can basically make the fanciest shit there is in a tent in your basement or in a shed in your backyard it's honestly fucking magical. Agreed. With that, ladies and gentlemen, maybe we'll stop babbling and end the show. Uh, we'll pretend that those were wide, wise words. Everyone will nod in agreement and say, holy yes, shit, man. humidor, you're going to win so a wise. fucking Nobel Prize for that. Jesus H. Christ. And the Nobel uh, Prize the goes perspective? to... The Ig Nobel Prize, maybe. Uh, I'm Medic. Cheers, my friend. Thanks for hanging. First time on the show, I think. Did we? Uh, yes. Did, did we treat you well enough? Do you? Do we need to send you uh, an apology letter by any chance? Did we? Did we? Did we uh, wrong you in some way? Did we let you down in any way? A little bit. Absolutely not. Bit. No. Oh, good, good, good. That's tight. That was good. Right on. Uh, welcome back anytime, man. Uh, final thoughts, or uh, would you like people to find your Instagram or anything else? Some people are a little bit bashful about that. Some people would like to know, like uh, other people to follow them. Your choice, man. Man. I've never really cared for it, so I'll post shit on Instagram here and there. But uh, right on. Gift, 
don't really have anything to follow. I'm just here to converse about awesome. the good stuff. Uh, what's your favorite uh, round fruit? My favorite round fruit? Apple. Solid choice. Uh, Captain 420, uh, cheers. Thanks for coming on. I think this is the first time that you're on the show. I won't swear to it. You might have hopped on one time. But I feel like this is the first time on your on the show. Uh, it's been That's a pleasure true. having you. You're welcome back anytime, man. Well, thank you. It's been a wonderful time here, and it's been my first time here on your show. And I appreciate you uh, having me on and uh, giving us uh, people on the other side of the world a uh, something to do in the morning and the afternoon. Sorry, we can't do the freaking <laughs> night after show. <laughs> we can't always do that. Sometimes we'll try to do it, but I don't know. Maybe on Saturdays, we often kind of pull that one up. Saturdays, on Saturdays but, uh, yeah. Some of the rest of the week, we can't necessarily pull it off. But I, I appreciate the thought and the appreciation, man. Uh, we're going to try to do, in, I don't know, in the future here, we'll see. Because, you know, I'm vaccinated, whatever. A lot of people I know now are getting vaccinated. So I think there's a little bit more safety in just kind of us meeting up and doing kind of some fun stuff. So I have some ideas for the coming future. Can't make any promises necessarily because you know how life is. But uh, I will hope that maybe we'll even have some daytime shows, maybe on location, all kinds of stuff. I'm hopeful. We'll see. So if you guys would like to see that, please leave a comment, yes. leave a don't forget to like share and subscribe and shit but i don't know it's stuff by the way any of you guys would like to say that, that goes for people on the panel that goes for people in the chat or listening in listening in on the podcast please i'm i'm receptive to ideas i'm receptive to uh uh, 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 uh competitive criticism what the fuck am i trying to say constructive there we go constructive competitive criticism i'm first man but you're better uh constructive criticism please welcome uh uh please welcome it sounds like i'm whatever it's late in the night Hopefully, you know what I'm trying to talk about. If you don't, perhaps you have a suggestion to, to make me uh, talk better because uh, me, word's good and stuff. Uh, what was I going to say? Have we talked to everybody? West Engine, we have talked to you. So I, I guess it's me. We talked to uh, Scooby-Doo for a little bit. Uh, Scooby-Doo, yeah. where are you? I guess uh, I guess that's part of the joke. So uh, fuck, it's off to me, basically, to say uh, thank yous and goodbyes. Dang, holy shit. Um, Thank you very much for, for everybody for hanging. Thank you, uh, John Fleming and Buddha Boy and Caleb. A lot of you guys have been here since freaking freaking hours now. Jonathan, Operation Grow, cheers, dude. Uh, Marshall, Matt Spielberg, cheers, cheers dude. Uh, Matt Spielberg has an uncle. Uh, he has, um, <laughs> I think, a couple uncles. Yeah, they're they're so far, uh, you know, they're 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 brigands. Like like all of uh, every uncle trip that we know, basically, they they seem to be there. Seem to be a couple more. I thought there was only one, but I think there's a couple more. I think they're a little bit like uh, uh, Multiplicity, that one movie where, uh, what's his fuck, uh, Keaton, whatever his fuck, is like the, the clone. It's weird. We're going to have to figure out one of these things because the uncle trip is like everywhere and, and grows really good weed. Um, thank you, folks, for hanging. Thank you, Matt, uh, uh, for uh, telling us about uncle trip every once in a while. Thank you, Christophe, La Puissance, uh, buddy. Folks, uh, space aliens on simulcast. Uh, hopefully, we're going to find out about friendly aliens. That would be nice. Uh, aliens that are, uh, when you poke them in the belly, they go, and they're very friendly. They don't, uh, they don't kill anyone. They don't uh, genocide entire peoples. They don't, uh, they don't even eat meat. Wouldn't that be nice? They're just like very friendly, law-abiding, creative, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Perhaps they're 
Maybe that's where the anal probes come from. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Honestly, it would be nice to know that there's not an entire planet that is like, maybe that's the religion. That would be unfortunate. That would be, uh, I can't, I think you'd have to have a hot war, not a cold war because uh, it just wouldn't work out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting weird at the end of the show. Thank you very much for hanging. Uh, be kind to each other. Be, uh, I always say, be gentle, be decent, uh, be constructive. Don't be a goddamn fucking prick. Uh, honestly, like honestly, there's a difference. You could be the one, you could be the other. You know the difference. You know who I'm talking about. You know, you know what I mean. And everybody, everybody, I don't care the nicest person I've ever met. Even they occasionally, occasionally were a prick. Seriously. If you if you watch them all the time, that sounds creepy. Why would you watch them all the time? Everybody has been <laughs> a prick at some point. Don't be a fucking prick. If you were a prick once, you get a pass. You get a pass, man. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Get to the past. But in the future, try not to be a prick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again, I guess we're going to be here on Saturday. Uh, this coming Thursday, I thought we had a guest for the Embracing Organics show. I was told that we may not. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, come hang with us anyway. We always have a, go a good show on the Embracing Organics show. Uh, I think I'm going to be there tomorrow. I might have to leave early, but we'll see. We're going to figure that out uh, as we go. Otherwise, it's going to be freaking fun times. It always is over there uh, on uh don't forget, my friends, to uh, wish uh, Dirt Mandan a, a good thought. You know, just to think about, oh, think good things, or even DM him, like, oh, Dirt Mandan, I uh, hope things are going well, uh, because, of course, he is the founder of that uh, channel, and hopefully we'll be back soon. Until we meet again, my friends, uh, adios. Thanks for hanging. Captain 420, all the way out in the freaking, dude, that set is perfect. Like Tara said, like, so have nice. the best set of the show. So jealous. You can't make it up, man. Like, real clowns, real plans. The great yellow sun is reflecting in your deep blue eyes. The day has begun. You spin around, you spin around, you laugh to yourself. And I see you shine in every color, resting your head in my arms. You sing. Just